903, that's our first call of the new year. We got one? Not yet. Aren't you well, excited about there, that? There was one. Who was it? Somebody wanting to talk about the Dolphins. They thought All the right, let's talk about the Dolphins. Oh. Nice job there, baby. See, one, well, I was saying to George before the show today, this town will never, ever change. And even the sports, it's neurotic repetition. 30 years now, it's been the same tired thing. This is the year. We're talking Super Bowl. And then it's always the choke, you know. And then for days and days on end, on this radio station, call after call after call. What are we going to do? And Can I ask you one thing before we start the show today? Seriously, since it's our first show of 2003 and I'm back in town, aren't we blessed down here? Huh? I mean, the Heat and the Panthers both won yesterday. Oh! Nobody cares, of course, but they both won yesterday. The Coons are going to win the Fiesta Bowl, going to crush Ohio State. Make no mistake about that. Ohio State's a... They're not a little girls team. They're a big girls team. I'll give them at least that. But they're, they're not good. They just barely squeaked by Michigan. Did you see the trouble Michigan had yesterday? Oh, my God. They have no defense. I, I, we're not going to talk football. Then we'll get George involved in it. So what do we got? What's on the agenda today? We got the mad dog. No, we don't have no mad dog. What the hell was Geldy talking about? Is he out of his mind? Let's see. Where is it? Thursday? Like I said, we got the mad dog. All right. Well, I'm on the wrong goddamn day. I keep thinking this is Monday. I'm watching all those football games yesterday. I'm thinking it had to be Sunday. It just had to be Sunday. But you know what? See, I know how to do it. I come back on the first day of the new year, and it's Thursday, so it's one of my great weeks. A Thursday and Friday, two days on, two days off. Oh. That's the way I like it. That's the new American work schedule, boys and girls. You work one day and you have the rest of the goddamn week off. That's the way we're going to do it oh. in 2003. You work one day of the month, you have the other 30 days off or 29, whatever the hell month it is. That's the way we're going to start doing it. Forget about this work ethic crap, okay? Pay us a lot of money and don't expect too much in return. Have we got our first call of the year from Fort Lauderdale? How do you do this? Hello? Hello, Neil. Yes? I just had to be first. How are you? Okay, this is the same guy that always is the first one, even though you're doing a different voice today. I'm the guy. No, yeah, I'm I know. I know I'm you're the guy. Yeah, I'm the guy. I'm the guy. <laughs> you can do any voice in the world. I know it's you. <laughs> Pretty exciting. I'm back here, huh? We are so happy to have you back. Why is that? I mean, George is good. Because no. misery. No, I don't mean on the air. I'm back in town. Even better. I'm 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 you back can be in touch with it. with the rest of us. Uh huh. Yeah. I'm not miserable. The Patriots won. Yeah, even though we didn't make the playoffs, that's not the important thing. We got our ring last year. We don't care about that. Just knocking the Dolphins out, watching them choke, and, and oh, God, it was a wonderful thing for me. A blessed town. <laughs> Aren't we blessed down here? Welcome back, Maestro. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. And have a great New Year. Thank you. Bye-bye. I think we're going to get a lot of calls today. And by the way, I just want to tell you, right off the bat, right out of the get-go, right out of the box, okay, how come the levels on this mic are so spastic? Uh, everything's, uh... Huh? Different and bizarre. It could be because nobody's working here. You're, see, I don't want to feel bad because I had, and it wasn't that I took an extra vacation. I just took two weeks at one time, plus the usual days that I had off for Christmas and New Year's, etc. And that's all because there's no ratings going on during that time. Of course, we don't have any ratings anymore anyway. This last year, and I'll take part of the blame for that, try to change the world. And I do want to, right out of the box, also talk about that bitch that called George on, uh, what day was that? Tuesday? I, I guess. Tuesday. I'd like to have somebody bring that bitch into this studio, tie her up in a chair, and I'll personally take a baseball bat and crush her skull from now till 1 o'clock till I have to leave. I will. See, I hardly listen at all when I'm not on the air, including all of these holidays and everything, even though I have the ability in Toronto to listen. I did hear the one morning that Mo ran two minutes over, and we'll get back to Mo in a moment. In a moment? In a moment, yeah. 
We'll get momentarily. We'll get back to my good close personal friend Mo. And by the way, also Mo, I'm not going to be wearing any new wardrobe. Although this is a new shirt, but not because of the fact that uh, he had anything to say about the way I dress. Take a look at the way the other people are dressed. I don't come to work here in a pretentious way to try to impress the people I'm working with. They know I'm a fat old slob who makes a lot of money. I can buy whatever clothes I want. And that's his comeback, a guy that leaves the house wearing a goddamn toupee that's fallen off the side of his head, that dresses to the hill to come on and do a radio show. That's called vanity. And if there's one thing that I'm not, it's vain. Okay? I could have my Chuck Alfieri phony hair on here. I could have like a, a $2,000 Brooks Brothers suit, right? Silk tie. Yeah, silk tie. Made in Italy. Who the hell's going to see it? It's a freaking radio show, you moron. Oh, that's right. I'm stealing his material. He said moron. Now, what was I saying before about the new year? Yeah, but do you know how to spell it? I do know how to spell it. H-O-W-A-R-G. Oh, I was talking about the bitch I'd like to beat with a baseball bat. So I, come in, I had to come in here Tuesday, which I'm not going to burden the audience because a lot of people out there are making a lot of money, and they say, gee, don't complain about your checks not being on time. At least you're making all that money. And you're right. You're right. I'm making a lot of money. It's a good scam, okay? I'll be the first one to admit it, and I'll take it. But I had to go through another rigmarole to get my check because the pony got sick between here and Naples before Christmas and the package didn't get here and poor Muff had to get on the phone with Naples and, and it went, I, I don't want to go through the story because nobody would believe it. It went to Memphis and then the package went to Dallas and then finally went back to Naples and they signed the check and I had to come in Tuesday and pick it up. Okay. So I leave Tuesday to go to Mommy's house for lunch and by the way, don't let me forget also to talk about my mother today at length. That bitch. Do you know what I discovered when I walked into her house? I, Because I was here early. Okay, I got an early start. I had a couple of errands to run. I had to come in here pick up my check. And I was supposed to go to her uh, house at noon for lunch. I show up there 10 after 11. I'm early. So she's still got the hamburgers, you know, Millie's brown, ground brown. <laughs> she's still got them cooking on the stove. And as her last touch, which I've never seen this before, she reaches into her cupboard, and she pulls out two humongous, gigantic containers. One, well, first of all, two of them. Now, let me ask you, what are the two ingredients, the two things I always talk about that don't dissolve in your body? Pepper, Pepper. and paprika. Right. What do you think are in these two containers, George? Sugar and salt. No, wait, pepper and paprika. Good guess. And she's shaking on there. Uh, she's got the burgers in this fry pan on the stove. She put enough pepper and paprika on there to sink the goddamn Korean army. I'm telling you right now. And I'm thinking to myself, aha! Now it explains why I always have the blue I apple quick step. And and... Oh my god. This, this is her way. She is, and forget about your mother, she's not even in the running. My mother is the most evil person on the face of the earth whose main goal in life, you know what? Everybody's got a hobby. Some people stamp collecting, whatever. Her hobby is finding fault. Oh. Yes. We should put them both in a pit. Finding have them faults. That's my mother's favorite hobby. Everybody's imperfect except her. But anyway, so I leave uh, here to go to my mother's house. You notice how I'm like backing up on this oh, that's bitch? And I make the mistake, and I, I'll tell you this. I got back Sunday morning from Toronto. The whole time I never turned on this station. I listened to FM. And believe me, oh, God, FM is just as bad as ever in this town. It blows, even with that new, what's the new call letters? WMIB, Men in Black. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> used to be Radio Smegma. It's the 85th time they changed the format. <clears throat> I got a little mung. Let me get to the Amsterdam story eventually. Don't go to Amsterdam. You'll hate it. 
Didn't I start on this after last summer? It's not like I'm making a sudden turnaround. Didn't I start last summer telling you that I think I was burned out? I'm, I'm totally burned out. Amsterdam blows. So anyway, I turn the radio on over to George. The first caller is the crank guy that's giving you a song to dance about the Cubans. You know the one I'm talking about? Of course. Okay. After him is a guy that was giving you a song and a dance about, uh, well, you know, it is true what you say, but the Republicans, at least when they're in office, the market is pretty good. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, what, what, what Republicans is he talking about? Herbert Hoover? Yeah, it must be Herbert Hoover or Ronald Reagan in his depression. Abraham or maybe it was Lincoln. George Herbert Walker Bush in his recession. Or maybe the current one with the markets in the <laughs> crapper. And then comes this woman. You know, we don't get a lot of woman callers on this show. But the ones that we do get, they are very memorable. They may not have big memories, but they are very memorable. Precious and few. Oh, God. And this bitch, this mother-scratching bitch, she goes into a thing, and her whole purpose of her call was to suck up to you and to rip me because I wasn't here. So she's sucking up. She's sucking George's brown crack. I mean, heavy duty, so to speak. Sucking, sucking, sucking. Oh, and you can go on the dial from one end to the other, and you never hear this kind of thing, and you're the only voice out there. And then George, to his credit, because he's sucking around, too, because he's hoping he's going to get that birthday check this week. Maybe next week. I'll think about it. At any rate, no, just, you should have seen I'm in Duff's office on Tuesday waiting for my check. He's got He's on the phone. He's got my check sitting on his thing, but I don't want to grab it. And a couple of people stop by, and, hey, Neil, welcome back. Nice to see you. George comes in here and sees me, grabs me like his long-lost... He's hugged me so hard that he almost squeezed the crap out of me. Happy to see you. Yeah, bull crap, bull crap. Check. He's waiting for that birthday check. I just figured I wasn't going to get it. I'm still happy to see you. Yeah. No, you're not. I love you. <laughs> so anyway, she starts going on about how well, because uh, George says Neil talks about these same things too and really tries to inform the public. I went through seven or eight months of these periodicals on audio. I like self-destructed right here on the goddamn radio. I'm reading 50,000 periodicals on the Internet every day. I'm getting up at 3 o'clock in the goddamn morning. I'm spending half of my life to try to change the world here like a lunatic. And this bitch has got the chutzpah, and she says to George, Well, yeah, but he says nobody really cares. Isn't that just a cop-out? Is it too much work for him? Is that what it is? Is it too much work? They don't care. No, I understand that. They don't. But when she said that, is it too much work? I, at that point, I wanted to get my Louisville slugger from Ted Williams and just bash her brains out if I could find it. Maybe just, uh... Stick it up your ass. Yeah. Take the bat and stick it up your ass, lady. Okay. You miserable, nasty, hostile bitch. And I'll say it again. 80% of the women in South Florida are the worst on the face of the earth. And that's being generous. See, I can afford to say that because we only got about a one share. So right, I, got, right. I got a lot of leeway there, you know. I got a scoosh of leeway in my jeans. Oh, you're going to blow off the female audience. We don't have any female audience. In fact, based on that last trend there, it looks like we don't. And you sports nerds, you're not fooling me. I've been around the block too many times. The November trend, which I won't even go into the numbers. November trend, the sports day parts, even Mo went up uh, a little bit. Now, he went up to like a 4-8 in men. I think that's his biggest number since he's been there. Of course, that includes 9-10. to 10. So he may have like a four share. Not too great, especially for him. That was before he picked the Patriots to beat the Dolphins. <laughs> he's finished. But at any rate, so the sports nerds and Hank went uh, way back up there. But we uh, took a hit. didn't go way down. But the fact that they went up in that month and we went down, that tells you the sports nerds got the diaries in November, and we took a hit. You want to know mainly why? Why? Election. Oh. Same thing in 2000. Look back in the That's in the right. fall book in 2000. You're right. Those right-wingers, they're pissed off and fired up. Although I will say this. 
At the same time that I'm telling you it's going to be mostly fun and games on this show this year, with a few, uh, you know, newsy uh, periodicals thrown in there now and then, like I have today. Although we have much better stuff from the, uh, the, from the uh, tabloids today. But if anybody thinks I'm going to suck George Bush and his merry band of little Nazis' asses this year, I hate to break the news to you, but wrong, wrong, not going to happen. Not going to happen. Just the thought of it, just the fact that he still maintains this incredible popularity when we're on the verge of, like, uh, having a North Korean tell us they're going to blow up the goddamn world. Keep in mind that these were the same people. The same people, when they first came into office, didn't care about the rest of the world until 9-11. We were going to become... Pat Buchanan's favorites, isolationists. We didn't care about the Middle East. We didn't care about this one. No, all we cared about was that oil pipeline we were working on in Afghanistan with the Taliban. Those were our partners. Like Hyman Roth said, you know, our partner. And these were the same barbarians that we were excoriating just months later because of the burqas that the women had to wear and the men had to shave the beards and they couldn't listen to music and all, all these terrible things that they were doing. But they were our partners until that fell through, until 9-11. I don't want to go back through it because I'm not going to change the world. How are Ben and J-Lo doing? If you want to lick some bush, go right ahead. Be my guest, okay? <clears throat> I, can, I can see <coughs> that I'm going to have this thing start up again. I'm going to have to get that uh, Lovaquin. Isn't that what it was that I took? I don't remember. Do we have any of our detail men out there, any of our pharmacy people? I'm going to have to get some yes. drugs. We do? Moses. Oh, can he get me that? Hey, Moses, Probably. I need some. Is that what it's called? Lovaquin? No Lo huh? I don't know. Levaquin or Lovaquin. He'll know. He'll know what the hell it is. I need a whole bunch of that, sweetheart. I got some vitamins. Plus, by the way, come in here naked. I want to see what you look like. Oh, you haven't seen him in a while. I, the last time I was here, I saw him. He looked pretty good. He's been working out. Really? Yes. <laughs> what was, now, wait a minute. Was that first gesture again? Oh, this one? No. I saw that <laughs> first gesture. He's been working out hard. Just before you, he's been pumping it? Yeah. Yeah. He's big as a house. Oh, by the way, a cute movie, 40 Days and 40 Nights with Josh Hartnett, where he wasn't allowed to pump it for 40 days. Okay. That's cute. He's not so cute, but the movie's cute. It's okay. It has its moments. Okay, here's the poll result from George's poll that he took last time he was here. When it was the last time he was here, like two days ago? Tuesday, the day that I heard on the way to Mommy's house. Maybe that bitch will call back in, but I sure doubt it. The one that says I'm too lazy. Boy, see, and that goes to show you, that's the reward I get for all those months of working my ass off to try to inform and enlighten the public and give them some information they're not going to find in their goddamn fish wrappers down here. Forget about it. Oh, it's a cop-out. He's too late. Nobody cares, lady. This is an entertainment show. It's a radio program. We're not going to change the world on the Neil Rogers show, which the rest of the station don't even recognize that we're here, by the way. Don't even get a mention anymore. Even my good friend, the Mad Dog. You know, that, the transition. Remember when we used to be on 10 to 2 and we'd have the transition with Hank? Oh, yeah. And it was, there was not always a crossover, but there was at least on his part a recognition that I existed, whatever we just did. You know, the, it was it was like a flow. An acknowledgement. Yeah. Now it's like there's a brick wall. Be, the, you hear the door close before we come on because the line draw at 9. And then at 1 o'clock, even though it's the same day part, my good friend, the Mad Dog, it's the same right. crap. Although he's usually busy on that dolphin banquet and comes running in all out of breath, you know, uh, you know, on Tuesdays especially. But he'll be on today, one to three, my good close friend, the Mad Dog. 711 votes on that poll. George asked, should we... You had some terrible polls, by the way. Uh, well... God, your polls me. blow. Yeah. I don't know about the shows, because I didn't hear them, but I hope they were better than your polls. Yeah. How were George's shows when I was gone? That lady will call in, a lot better than yours. Okay. Should we reinstate the draft, George asked on Tuesday. And we had 711 votes, pretty weak for two days, but it was New Year's Day yesterday. Everybody's getting drunk. 
and watching football. Hey, how about those dolphins? Oh, oh look at this. Speaking of the dolphins, the dolphins suck one to pull, even though it doesn't make any sense, but I understand why I put it on there because I often do that. Just put a put a gag selection on there just to give the people a, a chance to vent, just an outlet for their frustration, for their angst. The dolphins suck. 370 people said that. Well, we know that. Gag and choke, I think, are the words you're looking for. Gag and choke. No, 232, and yes, 109. And you can be sure that all 109 people who said we ought to reinstate the draft are over the age of uh, 100. Right? <laughs> no doubt. Got some bad news for you, by the way. They're reinstating the draft, and everybody up to the age of uh, 60 is eligible. Up to the age of 60, George. Damn it, I just... Uh... 20 past <laughs> twenty past 9. You watch for that bitch to call in today. I guarantee you she won't call me. She's out there listening. I know you're out there, honey, okay? Look for in the cucumber counter over there at Publix. Crazy-ass bitch. Oh, you're the only voice. And and then she's going on about all the great calls that you had the last two days. And I thought to myself, what boy, I've been listening, listening 20 minutes. I sure didn't hear those. What great calls? The same assholes. Right. The uh, the spick there with the the ball guy, who used to be some yeah. other guy. Oh my God, lady, who the hell are you kidding? But well, a little later on in the year, though, we'll have a show on bilingualism. You'll be invited to call in that day. If you're not hearing too many spots today, it's because we don't have any. Because our sales department, because everybody's on a busman's holiday here. We did see Adam, hardworking Adam. He's the only person we saw today. Oh, and you think it was bad? You squeezed me in there the other day. You know who else came in and hugged and squeezed and just got his mung all over me? Petey Lenny. Oh, I went home and I took four showers just to get the smell and the uh, taste and the uh, garbage off my body. Hey, Petey, I'm at the warehouse. What flavors do you want? <laughs> yeah, we got those. I'll bring you some, you asshole, you leatherneck geek. Oh, I'm so glad to be back here briefly, I'll tell you. I'm just ecstatic to be back here. Oh, wait till I tell you about the fat boy story, huh? Oh, yeah. I got the fat rich story, the fat boy story. I got stories, man. 922 at 560 WQM. Kick off the new year with a brand new great mattress from Dial a Mattress. If you haven't been sleeping well lately, nothing will have a bigger impact on your life each and every day in the coming year than a great night's sleep. It's time for that New Year's resolution, which we'll get to our poll, by the way, about your New Year's resolution. It's corny, but it's it's okay. You'll get what you want, a great night's sleep every night from Dial a Mattress. Call 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, and Dial a Mattress will have you sleeping like a baby all year long. And Dollar Mattress carries only the best in the business, Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coil, in every size and style. When you call 1-800-MATTRESS, you'll speak with an expert betting consultant who really knows their crap, who can recommend the perfect bed for you and your back. They have what you want in stock, no phony sales, no bait and swish like department stores. Then when you order your new bed from Dollar Mattress, they'll have it there on time, even the very same day that you make the order. And you get to choose the date and time when it's convenient for you. Dial-A-Mattress prides itself on their 99% on-time record, which is just one reason why they're ranked first overall for customer satisfaction. So do what all of us do here at QAM. Make the call now to Dial-A-Mattress. Miguel, George, and I all sleep on mattresses from Dial-A-Mattress, different ones, thank goodness, and so should you, or at least the George one. Enjoy the new year with that special someone with a new mattress. Now that i got my Tom Brady pictures on my website here, who the hell needs Miguel? Enjoy the new year with somebody special uh, with a new mattress from Dollar Mattress called toll-free 1-800-MATTRESS. Speaking of Tom Brady, how about those Patriots? Oh! That's 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, Dollar Mattress, the perfect way to start off that new year. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM. There's a butt. I smell it.
right. singing this song and I'm feeling kind of sad. I got my smile from mom, but my chest came from my dad. I've got a body like a driving range mat. When it's cold outside, use my nips to hang your hat. I can blow in your ear, give you a lap dance. But you won't notice me till I get some implants. I need a guy who ain't got issues like sealing up a chest and finding tissues. Guys say I'm cute, they say I'm pretty. I'm not one who needs your pity. I've got a nice ass and fur like a kissy, but I can't get a man 'cause I got no titties. Got no titties. The wonder bra. Something I can't afford. When you lay on me, you'll swear you're on a diving board. When I turned 11, I started to get pubes. Now I'm 24 and still waiting on my boobs. I'm not one who needs your pity. I've got a nice ass and purr like a kissy, but I can't get a man 'cause I've got no titties. I've got no titties. I've got no titties. I've got no titties. No titties. So you still haven't told me the Frank Zappa song that that sounds like? No. That's because you still don't know what it is. Somebody will call in and tell me. You sure you don't know what that is? Positive. Although I could listen to all the albums all over again. 928 at 560 WQM. Happy New Year to you. This is our first show of 2003, and we're pretty damn pumped up about it, aren't we? No. Nobody's in the building, because they're still on a busman's holiday. I can't stand people that take too much time off. <laughs> There's anything that makes me nauseous, man. Makes me really fired up and pissed off. Here's our poll today on NeilRogers.com, which we better get that response on our uh, uh, poll back up there again, huh? That fell off so badly when George was doing those bad polls. This is not a good poll today. It's not one of my really... A column, but you know it's timely. What's your New Year's resolution this year? Lose weight, quit smoking, have a lot more sex, not take any crap, quit boozing, or New Year's resolutions are for assholes. So speaking of assholes, getting back to Mo for a moment, have you noticed that everything that he does and says that's totally unacceptable within the boundaries of human behavior? Everything he denies. Here's a man in denial. And even the call that he had from the guy Mitch that I played at the beginning of the show, he never denies having the beast fired. Where did you get your information? Where did you get it? it? Must be from the train monkeys. But he never really comes out and denies it because he can't deny it because it's true. Nobody else got the beast off that show, Mo. Show Mo. Show Mo. That's what I told Miguel last time I was in here. Why don't you show Mo? And he uh, zipped up his pants and ran out of here. Maybe that was all he had to show. Oh, come on. When are you going to fess up to it, Mo, and, uh, you know, stand up? Just like the thing about uh, with Barry Jackass's column and Joe Rose. And, by the way, don't be picking on our good friend Joe Rose, okay, because he at least used to promote this show and mention our real names, not this ginger, uh, Fred Astaire, uh, guava-eating spick, whatever this stuff is, you know, Mo. So, anyway, Barry Jackson in Saturday's paper writes a column about how Mo uh, picked the uh, New England to beat Miami, but also said that the Dolphins would sneak into the playoffs anyway, so he was half right. But, you know, this guy's, and he called Harvey Green, the Dolphins' senior vice president of media relations. Howard called us to say he was picking against us tongue-in-cheek, kiddingly making a comment about people feel down here. Right. 
Keep in mind, this is a man on the payroll of the Dolphins. He gets paid by the team to do their games. I think the only cheek that he had his tongue in was somebody's... Rectum. That's what I think. It's either the Maybe that's the aroma that we get in the hallway in the mornings. Either that or it's his hairpiece. And let me also ask you this. How come he claims that I wear the same clothes every day when he's only seen me three times since he came here eight months ago? How is that possible? He's got x-ray vision. I see. Is that it? I mean, we all can't be a fashion plate like Mo. But if anybody thinks that there's any room for accommodation between Mo and yours truly, the answer is absolutely no, no chance, none, zero, less than none. That will never happen. That Wednesday morning, and, and remember it was a couple of days we thought that maybe he was coming around a little bit. He was starting to promote the show, a little sarcasm, which is fine. Okay, have a good time. You know, we give it out, you give it back, that's fine. But that one Wednesday morning, I'll never forget it, I'm up there in Toronto, he spends an hour and a half on a story so obscure that we couldn't, it took us about four hours to find it on the Internet, about the Oregon Ducks and the station that carries their games out there in uh, Portland or wherever the hell it is, and about some syndicated talk show that I never even heard of the guy before, and he's a racist, and he's this and that, and he's desperately trying somehow to bring that back to me again. And another, and another stuch, another attempt to drive this show off the station. Yeah, then maybe we can all have numbers like you, Mo, okay? <laughs> Low rhymes with Mo. So since that day, that, that was the end. I gave him about, what, 85 chances till I come and join the human race, join the team here at QAM. Refused to do it. And now he's picking on, in Barry's column, about poor Joe Rose. Says Rose said that he was sick when he heard, uh, in fact, several callers also suggested it was inappropriate for the team's play-by-play -play announcer to pick against the home team. It's childish to make an issue of it, and if Joe Rose wasn't doing it tongue-in-cheek, then I'm disappointed in Joe Rose, David said. He's disappointed in everybody. We're all bad. He's good. You understand the way it works? He's a good guy. We're all a bunch of assholes. Okay. That's the way it is, including you, especially well. you, you little guava-loving spick. What the hell's wrong with you? So, and I also want to say this. This is the new year, okay, and people do make resolutions. I've told you this before on the air. I'll tell you again. And this is the Emmis. I will not speak to, I will have nothing to do with that creature, okay? If I see him in a hallway coming in the mornings while I'm here these couple of months, I, I'm not going to speak to him. He doesn't exist. He only exists in terms of discussion on this program, which there will be plenty. But in terms of uh, a physical being, there will be none. He doesn't exist. And if you had any self-respect, I've told you this before, he tried desperately, feverishly, psychotically to get your little ass fired right after your wife had that unwanted second little kid, no less. Could have destroyed your whole freaking life. Could have put you out on the beach. Where the hell are you going to get a job? Next door at BP Amico? Maybe. I doubt it. I can make coffee. They said they got enough spicks there already. They need some more Schwarzers. I got ink. I like that. And it's a good thing I stopped by there this morning to get my sodas, my Diet Cokes. Because the cupboard here is beer. Hey, Petey, what flavors you want? <coughs> you jackass, you leather-lunged asshole. He makes me red, rough, and sore, that guy. I'll tell you that right now. Petey Lenny. So here's the guy that tried to get you fired, and you're giving me reports when I'm in Toronto. about. Oh, I saw him in the hall. We bonded. You shouldn't that be. Was... If you ever speak to him again... If you ever speak to him again, then as far as I'm concerned, I'll have no respect for you at all. Two not words that I have much sarcastic. now. What? It was sarcastic. We exchanged two words. That's not the point. And that was the last you time. Don't, you don't dignify somebody who tried to destroy your life by speaking to them. You don't recognize them. That was the last time. 
Good. That we had any words. That's on record now, okay, folks? He's on record now. Let's see if this is the year George grows a pair. Just oh, a tiny little pair of... you got nothing to lose. Oh, I know that. The amount of money you're making here? How's that new contract, by the way? Oh. Huh? How's the new deal coming? What deal? The new deal? <laughs> Roosevelt's new deal? Hey, those Republicans, baby, when they get into the markets, go crazy. They go through the roof. Look at Hebert Heber, man. Oh! Yeah. Hubert Heber. Here's our poll question today. I already gave it to you. How's it coming? 17 votes. 10 people say New Year's resolutions are for assholes. That's right. You're right. I didn't vote for that. You know what I voted for. Have a lot more sex. Five, and I'm one of those five. In fact, where is the Moses? Bring him in right now. We'll start right on the ear. Huh? I'll service him right here on the ear on the show. I don't care. He looked so good the last time I was here, and if he looks even better now... That's incredible. Call him up. Have is, him is muscular better? Have him bring it in and the drugs, too. What's the name of that stuff? I don't know. Leviquin, Lovaquin, something. He'll know. It's a antibiotic to get this damn... Uh... So, anyway, I'm in Amsterdam, which I won't be going back anytime soon. Let me say it again, Muff, since you're probably on the way into work right now based on what you told me on Tuesday. See, I, we have to do everything uh, on the air because there's nobody to talk to here. Clarence is out there, the V.S. DeVol in Tempe. Trying to get laid, which ain't going to happen, by the way, Clarence. That's sad. I mean, he's not, he's not a, well, maybe the fact that he's hung like a fruit fly, they might have something to do with it. Have you ever wondered about that? Like, I'm always talking about the Chinese, there's a billion Chinese, and when a guy's got a penis like a, I mean, it makes me feel like a real man. Well, how do you know that? Like the, that's the, what, the Chinese? No, uh, Clarence. Because he told me. Oh, I see. Just he like, just, en just like Enrique. Passed, remember that? Right. He passed the message, I think, through you, through somebody. He passed it through you. And you didn't even feel it. Because he said he's hung like a gnat. And the same with Clarence. Well, you know, I mean, so maybe he's going to get to, like, second base, maybe halfway between second and third base, certainly not to home plate. Any chance? No. No. But the fact that he's got a teeny, teeny, tiny penis, how the hell is he, what's he going to do with it? What are you going to do with it, Clarence? Never slowed me down. Oh, you also have a small penis? Well, it's in proportion with the rest of me, so what does that say? Oh, mine's not. Oh, and also let me tell you this. Sometimes, you see, the I've told you this before, these big, tall guys, you think, buddy, must be hung like a moose, you know? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. I've discovered that in my travels. So, anyway, getting back to uh, travels in Amsterdam, man. What a what a raunchy place that is. You know that old expression about it's a nice place to visit, but you wouldn't want to live there? Absolutely correct, sir. Right. And I know a lot of people are going to give me crap. That's all right. I'm prepared. I'm moving in with the Raelians. We're getting on a goddamn spaceship with uh, with Leonardo, and we're going we're going back to Uranus. You get one of those outfits with the shoulder pads? I mean, is this incredible or what? I, I see this story, and I'm watching this fruitcake on TV, of course, in Hollywood, of course. Because everything, every bizarre, grotesque, unacceptable thing has has to come back to South Florida. And here's this fruitcake on there with that with that thing in the middle of the back of his head, whatever the hell you call that thing. That top knot. Uh, that that knot. Maybe he's kin to Don Knots. Not. But at any rate, and they need, and the media, all these all these people, these ethicists, they're having a nervous breakdown, and we're discussing the ethics. First of all, have we seen any baby? No. Do we have any uh, data? No. Do we have any scientific evidence? No. No. And they're talking to a guy who even Art Bell wouldn't put him on the air. That's how ridiculous this guy is. The Raelians. 
First we had alien, now we've got Raelians. God. By the way, nice going there, David Ross. Just we need another hip-hop uh, station. <laughs> hip-hop, hop on this, you idiot. He also lied about that. <coughs> Somebody was telling me this story about how he told that the rumors were leaking about how they were going to make the big format change. And then, like, right around Christmas time, he, they came back. They, were, they played all that, what did they play, Christmas music? Oh, I don't remember. And supposedly, after the Christmas holiday, they were going to come back on with a new format, and they came back on with the same old radio smegma, whatever that was that they were playing. Anybody know what it was? No. Because that's because they had no audience. And so he told everybody, see, no change. It was all just a big lie. So a week later, they fire everybody, and here we got the new hip-hop. WMIB, Men in Black. You know how long that's going to last? Just like when Paxson made it into the ladies' channel. What, was, what do they call that? The, I don't know, Planet something? Planet, very good. And this is the station that used to be she, used to be rock and roll, man, used to be the primo FM in this town, 103.5. A fixture. An you know what, they, they've done the same thing to that on FM that they've done to INZ on AM. They've turned it into pure, unadulterated <laughs> crap. Two of the formerly most premier stations in the market, only Queer Channel could do that. Oh, I'm sorry, Mo, Cloudy Channel. Cloudy Channel. <laughs> sorry. Forgot his fabulous sense of humor. No, seriously, if you speak to him again, that's it. I don't want to, like, be Butch Boss, but you're just... In fact, just tell everybody you're not allowed to speak to him. You're not allowed to speak to the Mo Meister. No speaking. And the same goes for Carlos in there. He's laughing. Better not laugh if you want any more of those big paychecks come pouring through there, baby. Better not be speaking to the enemy. Well, sometimes he's a captive audience when he's in the bathroom shaving, you know, maybe yeah. he'll come in and do some business. Well, you know what I would do? I tell you, I would take the goddamn razor, reach right over and, and give that hairpiece a shot with it. Yeah. Is it real or is it a Mamorax? You jackass, you silly old goat with the bad varicose veins. Here's a guy that goes out and plays golf in public with, with uh, polka dot shorts and his varicose veins flailing out and his damn hairpiece blowing in the wind, falling out of goddamn uh, end of the day. He's, he didn't put the ball in a hole, but his hairpiece is in there. Yeah, they thought that it was a ferret crawled in the goddamn hole on the 18th green. Turned out it was Moe's hairpiece. And, he, and he's talking about the way that I dress in my appearance. That would be like my calling somebody fat. <laughs> fat boy, which we'll get to him after the break. Oh, I got so much catching up to do. You know, plus we're going to take a lot of calls today. A lot of calls. Like, here's a good one from Sunrise. Hello. Neil, how are you doing? Great. How are you doing? Welcome back. Happy New Year. Uh, I was actually asked a couple questions, but you got me on this topic now, so I got to ask you two things about Mo Howard David. Who? Mo Howard David, a non-existent guy. He's an asshole. Yeah. Number one, I, I don't understand how you can get away with a couple of things. Number one, remember when they were doing the Forget About It Fridays? And he told people, call in, spy about your neighbor, tell things about your neighbor. Tell yeah. things. I don't understand how a big deal was it made about that. I mean, can't the guy get in trouble for that? Beats me. And then the second thing is... Also, like, also don't forget the thing when he went on with uh, Tony Bruno, and he also lied his way out of that about he didn't check the affiliate list. And then he turns around and he tells the guy here, he listens to him every day. Why would he have to check the affiliate list if he knows what station he's on to listen to him every day? I, I, then the second thing is he... Lies his way out of every one of his devious little games. Last couple of weeks he's been ripping a restaurant by name... In Boca. I Not mean, New York Prime. No, it was like Antonio's. I don't know, like something like that. Well, they probably didn't give him a freebie, just like New York Prime. But, I mean, he's I mean, he, he not ripping him. He's saying stuff about it, like their kitchen, things like that. Really? And I'm like, I cannot believe these people are not, like, 
Apoplectic. All, all over him. I, if I owned that restaurant, I would be suing his ass. I'll tell you right now. They'd be all over him like stink on Mo. How does he get away with this stuff? I don't know. And another thing, just went out to Tampa for the uh, Michigan bowl game mm -hmm. against uh, Florida. And I know. You now, what was that bowl game? Was that the pull and weed whacker? Um, <laughs> Uh, sack your nuts, bowl. What was that? Something about like that. But I know you. Went I to, saw parts of that game. I know you went to Michigan State, but I saw the the Michigan crowd was there. Neil, there is not one good looking girl from Michigan. I mean, there wasn't one. Well, how about good looking guys? Other than Tom Brady, he's the first good looking guy that ever came out of that university. Neil, how could? How Just could, ask Mad Dog. He'll tell you. How could any guy want to go to college in Michigan? These girls were. Ugly. Hey, there are a lot of hot babes in Michigan State, baby. Were there? That's why they got the good football team. They're busy playing football. Michigan State were busy playing with balls, okay? <laughs> we got more important things to worry about. Hey, Neil, I just want to say, you know what? I know you don't want people sucking up to you, but I've been listening to you for about 15 years. You're the greatest. I am. And I'm glad you're back. Thanks a lot, pal. Thanks okay. for the suck job. Have a great new year. You too. Bye-bye. Yeah, it's the first day of the new year, so you can suck all you want. That's what the Pope said. Oh, did you see that? That's even more good news. Not only have they got this tremendous shortage of priests, but... Now that they're saying no fags in the priesthood, that's going to finish off the Catholic Church. Oh! Yeah, because now there aren't going to be no more services anymore. Isn't that good news? Yeah, but they'll do something. But what are they going to do with all that hardware? You know, the hats and the miters and all the chains and the right. beads and all the that, all the, all the tchotchkes. Wow. Maybe they'll have a yard sale. That is so heavy duty. Oh, as a matter of fact, in the movie 40 Days and 40 Nights, his brother's a seminary student. So he goes in the confessional to confess, and his brother's on the other side, and they keep opening the slide and the thing back, you know. And his brother, he walks in on his brother toward the end of the movie, and his brother's getting it on with a nun. He said, oh, well, I'm dropping out in a couple weeks anyway. Yeah, it's kind of a cute movie. It's basically a movie about Josh Hartnett and his penis. 16 till 10, well, that's what it's about. It's a movie about uh, this young, horny guy and his penis is what it is. We never get to see it, though. Six, so I won't be watching it again. 16 till 10 at 560 WQM on a great Thursday, man. What a, what a good thing. Good timing on my part. See, at least I come back today. It's a, the, the holidays are over. Our staff here hasn't learned that yet. The holidays are over, boys. Get with it. The new year is here, you assholes. You slackards. Even Mo ain't here today to greet me on my uh, first day back. Let me say it again. If you ever see me speak to him, I want you to go on the air and out me right on the air. Because it'll never happen. Haven't you ever had anybody in your life that you just made up your mind you will never speak to them? Yeah, but then she keeps calling back. Oh, your mother. Right. Hey, Ma, no more paprika, Ma. Yeah, the hemorrhoid inducer, my mother. <laughs> Seriously, if, I can't, I can't over, I can't exaggerate the amount of black pepper and paprika. She just took the shakers and just poured them like with all of her energy. Like, it was, it was unbelievable. Like a rainstorm of black pepper and paprika on these poor little uh, ground browns. Hey, Ma, and she's always lying. Oh, I never put anything in there. It's just ground sirloin. I never put anything in there. Right. Hemorrhoid inducer. That's what you are, Ma. Hemorrhoid inducer. In more ways than one. Nitpicker, nagger. Finding fault, everything I do is wrong, everything everybody I know does is wrong, and everything you do is right. Too bad we can't all be slim like my mother. <coughs> oh, you're so fat, you gained so much weight, Bentley. As, as she's bringing out the 17 courses for lunch. You look like you lost weight. Since I was here last? No, I gained back some of the weight really? I lost. Yeah, quite a bit of it. Huh. That's going to change now. Oh, we'll get to the weight part after the break, and we're going to talk about our friend. <coughs> and you notice how he hasn't shown his fat face in here yet today? 
he hasn't waddled in here. What's he doing lately? A walker or a wheelchair? Walker. Or if they got him on, on one of those uh, gurneys. It's a walker, but there are wheels on it. I think I think they're going to bring him in on a gurney now. And that was what a, what a mistake to put him on there. That's your blue that account right out of the water, which is probably just as well. Are we only doing two breaks? We're going to do three. Okay. Not two. <laughs> I'll tell you when I get her. What are you worried about? We got so much time to shove stuff around. Start, so, uh, Don't yeah. worry about it. We got no spots today. The sales department, you know, they went on a 20-day holiday. I cannot stand people that take too much time off. I hate it. When you're getting paid to do a job, you show up every goddamn day. You get a couple of days here, a day or two over there. Not me, because I'm an old fart. I paid my dues. I should get off like 90% of the time. And I like to get off. So like I said, what time's Moses coming in? Hey, listen, I've been back here now four days. I'm starting to get a little bit horny, okay? I'm in South Florida. This is this is the most sexless place on the face of the earth. You just you don't even see anybody that looks good that you'd want to do it with. I mean, you, you look around. Is there anything alive here? Is there anything under the age of 100? No. God. 54 votes on our poll. What's your... We better do a lot better than that. Let's get the audience back here, okay, that George blew off. I mean... 54 votes. What's your New Year's resolution this year? New Year's resolutions are for assholes, 24. Have a lot more sex, 14. All right. Lose weight, 11. Don't take any crap, 2. Quit boozing, 2. And quit smoking, 1. You know, when you shop for quality footwear, great selection, professional service, there's only one place to go, and I've been telling you about them for years, our good friends at Brandy Shoes in Pompano Beach. At Brandy Shoes, you'll find the largest selection of men's and women's shoes, the best service, and the best prices in town, period. It's as simple as that. At Brandy's, you'll find top-quality names like Rockports, Floorsheim, SAS, Sperry, Timberland, Naturalizers, and lots more. And with Brandy's humongous selection, chances are nobody in the store is ever going to say, Sorry, we don't have that style in your size, mister, or ma'am, or whatever you might be. So find out why most of Brandy's customers not only keep coming back, but why they usually buy several pair, or is that pairs, per visit. Brandy's is open every day of your life, 9 to 9, Sundays 10 to 5. You'll find them at that same great location. They've been peddling shoes for about 600 years. 1290 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach. It's always worth the trip no matter where you are. And all this week at Brandy's, it's the end of the year super sale, the beginning of the new year. It's going on now. Fantastic savings on many famous brands. Hurry in for the best savings of the year. Only at Brandy's in Pompano. For more info, call 954-943-9667. <laughs> This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. Oh, God? Welcome back to the glittering pageantry of the Mohawk and David Show. We have a full ducket today. <laughs> including the cavalcade of articulate athlete interviews. You know that pipe smoker's still at it. What? 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 Singing those songs. Making fun of me. They make fun of me all the time. I don't know why they don't adore me. Yeah, dear, everything will be all right, Mo. Get your hands off me, you fairy. You queer, you tube chomper. Real men don't touch, only during the game. Yes, master. They want singing? I'll give them singing. Get on a piano. Over there. Okay, Mo. Now, hit it. Back in my day, men were straight. Being gay is hip today. That's why I can't tolerate his guzzling gays. Sport holes weren't gay back then. 
Stop it! Stop it, you moron! What's the matter, Mo? My wig fell off again. Okay. All right, where were we? Sport holes were engaged. Uh, I'll take it from here. The guys that like to worship men. Good thing we won't see poor wind or wailing and madam again. Didn't need to soothe prostates. Or to tickle hairy taint. Jesus Christ, I really hate. Jizz Goslin Guy. 952 at 560 WQM. Happy New Year to you. 78 votes on the poll. What's your New Year's resolution this year? New Year's resolutions are for assholes. 33. Oh! Have a lot more sex, 19. Lose weight, 17. Quit boozing, 5. Don't take any crap, 3. Quit smoking, 1. Did you get a hold of Moses? I'm trying. He's got to bring me uh, my uh, stuff. Huh? And my drugs, too. Come on, Moses. Let's get with it, sweetheart. Well, we must have some other contacts. Because <clears throat> I, I feel this thing coming back on, which gets me back. Oh, there's my good friend Muff. Like I said, you better get with those engineers and uh, figure out what they want to do with that equipment. Because I'm not going back. Which gets me back to Amsterdam. What a what a pit. What a toilet. As a tourist, it's fine for a few days. You go over in the summertime or in the spring when it's tourist season. But even this last summer, I noticed after 9-11, the number of tourists there way down. Now, this year, going over there at Christmas time, which I had done before and it was pretty good, there were almost no tourists. So what does that leave you with? The Dutch. Feh. Oh, my God. Who the hell wants to be hanging out with a bunch of Dutch people? Other Dutch? <laughs> I don't think so. Rude, obnoxious, pushy, nasty. And that apartment of mine, you'll notice that I got a little bit of the cough back and you can hear the raspiness. The same mildew and mold and crap. So I wasn't able to sleep. I was there for 10 days, never slept in my bed, which all the bedrooms are in a basement. Once. Nobody with a brain makes bedrooms in a basement, especially in a 10th world country like Holland. Okay, Peter, you idiot. And so I slept every night on the couch. I didn't want to tell you about the, the big song and dance I had with the satellite dealer. Instead, of, well, I don't want to go through it. They see Americans coming 100 miles away. All they want to do is rip off Americans, and they do a good job of it. So I finally decided I'm getting out of this pit. This place is crap. I hate it. And I make a res plane reservation to go back to Toronto. And the last night that I'm there with my luck, I mean, I've been doing so great, thanks to Dr. Hanft, for months now. I've been doing no no scratchiness, even with the cold weather in Toronto and Amsterdam. Oh, and another thing about Amsterdam, when it's 30 degrees in Toronto and it's not windy, it's not bad. You're dressed for it. you got a you know, heavy coat on. It's not not a problem. It doesn't bother me in the least bit. 30, 32, 28. When it's 30 in Amsterdam, it's a humid 30 because of the North Sea, I guess. And it's that wet and windy oh, cold that it. just penetrates. It's like being back in East Lansing again. Oh, oh. It just goes right through your body. Man. So that's another reason not to go there, especially this time of the year. Blows. So the last night I wake up 3 in the morning with a scratchy throat. After all these months of doing so great, not having, you know, the, 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 the sinus infection, which is what I had before. And that's exactly where I got it, in that pit, in that sewer, in that damp, mildewy, dank apartment. See, one thing about being over there or in a lot of these 80 world, 81st world countries, uh, anybody can be a landlord. You got a piece of property? Sure, smear a bunch of stuff together. Here's an apartment. How much can I rip you off for it? That's the way it works. Now, you didn't talk about that Al Goldstein thing on the air, did you? Yeah. 
I read the story. You talked about your good friend Al Goldstein on his program? I read the story. Oh. You didn't just have a birthday, did you? Five six seven oh five sixty. Well, we still got that damn thing pending, you know. I know it. Thanks say to him. I just thanks I read to it. him and his big obnoxious mouth. Verbatim, right? But you, you missed the picture in a Sun Sentinel, though. Yeah, I did. Looked like somebody stuck two bicycle pumps up his ass, and just had a field day. He must weigh at least six hundred pounds, stark naked, which he was shirtless in this picture. Oh my God! Don't look at it at breakfast time, folks. And he had his cane. He had on his gold slippers and his cane. It was lovely, Al. It was a, a beautiful thing. Maybe Al would like to take my new apartment over in Amsterdam. If he ever gets his passport back, will that ever happen? No. No. Because now he's also getting sued by one of his ex-wives. The same harassment lawsuit that he got from the, uh, you remember? When they sent yeah. him to Rikers Island? Mm -hmm. We'll send you flowers, Al. Here's a call from Miami. Hello? Hello? Miami is gone? Shame on you. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Happy June here. Back to you. Hey, uh, Neil, I, I couldn't help but noticing that you, you described two people the exact same way this morning. I was wondering what the chances were that uh, Mo was going to hook up with your mom. Oh, match made in heaven. I love it. <laughs> Maybe she can smear some paprika on his Rectum. wig. Oh, we would use that, that way you'd never get to talk to either one of them. Okay, thanks. That sounds good to me. Five six seven oh five sixty. Boy, I tell you, we're getting a tremendous response here. My first day back after this long hiatus, long vacation, the first day of the new year. Are we getting a response no. or what? Let's talk about the Dolphins, huh? We love the Dolphins. Come on, let's go. Panthers are only four points out of first place. Anybody care about them? No. But oh, that was a coma-inducing game again yesterday. God, was that bad? Where's that great Dolphin song? Oh yeah, let's hear it. Come on. Yeah, we take it and stick it down our throats. In their case, it's called choke. Some of the rest of us do that. It's called something else. When they do it, it's called choke and gag, which sometimes we might. Five six seven oh five sixty. Come on, wake up this town, Neil. That's your job, baby. Wake up these dead bastards, even with your raspy throat. Where's my drugs, goddammit? Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Yeah, is this going to be an ongoing thing with you and Howard, David? Oh, no. It's uh, Reverend Jones again. Oh, no. Oh. Only one thing I want to say to you, you jackass, okay? You're gay. Yeah. Reverend Jones. It took less than an hour before we got one of our favorite. He's okay. How's the baseball cap? What? Dick Feinberg said you look like a jackass, but we'll take your money. We'll take anybody's money at Pompano Park. By the way, did you mention Tuesday they were open the Tuesday night for racing on New Year's Eve? Yes. Did you? Yes. Oh, you had a spot? Yeah. Good. Nice going there, Steve Wolf. Oh. They're doing it, baby. I was there Monday night with Fat Rich and uh, Derek, my good friends. I haven't even told the Fat Rich story yet. Came within about a, a curly little hair of death, I would say. Lost all of that weight. He looks, looks like a different person now. <clears throat> looks kind of like a medium fat old Jew. Live, Live and local. Sports Radio 560 QAM. So anyway, uh, Muff just came in and said, Howard David's bitch. The beat of South Florida. This is the rhythm and beat you miss out on when you leave South Florida. Especially when you leave it fast. 
touch bad like nowhere's will. Even if you do leave to go touch. If you don't pick up the South Florida Vivian Beat, it would be like all those times you tried to throw a broken garbage can away. They don't pick it up. Man, the Beat of South Florida. That's the beat of South Florida. I can smell it. Where the sun burns a hole in your brain and shrinks your balls. South Florida. That's where they be beating it. I made a mistake, by the way. It's only an hour into the show. I already made the first mistake. Write it down on your little daily planner there. Neil made a mistake at 10.01 on the first show of the year because I meant to say Muff said, Howard David's a bitch. There you go. I played the wrong one. Sorry about that. Don't do it again. 99 votes on the poll. What's your New Year's resolution this year? And 42 people, which is 42.4%, said New Year's resolutions are for assholes. Absolutely correct, sir. Have a lot more sex, 23. Lose weight, 20. Quit boozing, 7. Don't take any crap, 5. And quit smoking, 2. And George's New Year's resolution is to grow a little pear. Just a little. Just a little teeny tiny pear. That first at least become almost visible. At least you can feel them. If you reach around... Keep searching. You can feel that they're there. That's a start. Here's Miami. Hello. Or North Miami Beach, wherever you are. Hello? Yes, sir. Oh, is this me? Sounds like you. Oh, how you doing? Good. Happy New Year to you, sir. Same to you, sir. I listen to you every day. The reason I called is I was so happy to hear you talking about Howard B-19 this morning. Yeah. Does he have a contract there? Yes. How long? How much longer? I don't know, too long, whatever it is. Well, that's what I keep saying. I, you know, I used to listen from 6 o'clock on. I now listen from 9 o'clock on, unless Goldie's there by himself. Yeah, he was there by himself this morning. Yeah, I know. That's why I was listening He was morning. squeaking pretty good this morning. Man, alive. I mean, I've heard some egos before, but this guy's really... Uh, I think the two words you're looking for, sir, are pompous ass. Those are the words you're looking for, a pompous Thank ass. If you look up pompous ass in the dictionary, you see Moe's hairpiece next to it. <laughs> Thank you. That's all I had to say. I was just wondering how much longer his contract goes and how much longer i got to put up with his crap. Well, he just turned 86, so he might not be around too okay. long. Okay. Happy New Year, pal. Same to you. See you. Bye-bye. Five, six, seven. See, people that lie about their age or won't tell you how old they are, people that wear hair pieces, people that talk about how other people dress, who come into a radio show dressed up like, uh, you know, like Austin Burke. I mean, what is that all about? Huh? I mean, like Johnny Versace. Gianni. How's Gianni doing? I ain't seen him lately, huh? I don't see him no more. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. You notice how that bitch hasn't called in yet? Let's have some women calling in. Let's get our first lady of the year. What do you say? This is a very important show when it's the first show of the year, right? I'm all fired up. I had a nice holiday there. I had a good time, especially after I got out of Amsterdam. It's a pit. It's a toilet. And I, you know, and I'm the first one to tell you I made a mistake. I was all those years on the air telling everybody how great it was, and not only that, but. Maybe it's because of the lack of tourists, but they've really let the middle of the town, you know, the red light district, which really, right. that's a bad term because it's like the central part of the town. And they've let it go to hell. So for all of the rostered drug dealers they had before, they must have been multiplying, they must be snapping them out in the factory. So now there's like ten times more than there used to be. And they're just all over the place. And they're, you know, and they smell and they're scrubbing. They're just too many freaks, okay? See, before when there were all the tourists there, you didn't mind the freaks because they were in a small minority. And so you laugh and you chuckle. Ah, look at that. But now they're the majority. 
You know, it's like it's like going to overtime looking for white people. It's just it's just not going to happen. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Boy, it sure is. And I I really do. I am glad to be back briefly. Not well, for to too long. I don't check. want to overdo it. What? You had to pick up a check. Had to pick up the check. Had to make out a few, sign a few checks. What else? Had to go uh, to the track, make my make my presence known there. Visit mom. Visit ma. Get some of her ground brown <laughs> burgers with lots and lots of pepper and paprika. And then during the course of our lunch, she starts she starts sipping whatever she's got in her glass, and it's lemonade. And she says, oh, I can't drink that. It makes me gag. And she runs right in the toilet. She runs right into her bathroom. I don't even know what the hell she was. I can only imagine what she was doing in there. And I said, lemonade is nothing but acid, Ma. It's Hasidic. And last time I checked, we weren't Hasidic. But, it, you know, it's one of those things where you know it's going to hurt you, but you do it so you can fetch about it. You follow what I'm saying? You know it's going to be bad for you, but you do it because it gives you something to bitch about. Right, Ma? Am I right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Here's Miami. Hello. Hey, Mr. Rogers. How yes, sir, Mr. Carr. How you doing? Listen, that SOB should have out on Friday, man. What? You take the Patriots on the air to beat the Dolphins. Who's that? Mo Howard. Mo, Mo Howard? Howard? Yeah. The voice of the Dolphins. What the hell are you doing picking the Patriots? Uh, the rumor I was hearing after the game was that everybody feels he put the hex on the team when they lost the game there at the yeah. end. Okay, and have a nice uh, whatever you're celebrating. Nice Kwanzaa. I just, I guess he just wanted to blurt that out. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. We got our first woman of the year yet? No. No. What strength, Levaquin? I don't know. Whatever, whatever they make it. Whatever, whatever it is. Whatever the standard is. Would like uh, some instructions. I don't know. I'm just sitting here and popping like Pez, like Mickey Mouse says. I'll be popping Gaviscon and Levaquin like Pez. Something to knock this thing out. I'm serious. Cause you can hear it, can't you? A little bit. A little. Not bad, but, I'd li- but I've had the call. Let's see. I got it on uh, a week ago Sunday. I have these uh, sorbitol drops if you want some. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that'll do it. Thanks. It'll make you shit. I know it. In fact, that'll get me out of here again. I don't want to overdo it. I don't think we should do the whole four hours today. Let's play some tapes. No, because it's, it's not. See, I really thought. Call me a moron. I guess somebody already did. You're a moron. Uh, but I thought that January 2 is when the holidays end. That's why I came back. I could have probably scammed a deal till Monday, you know what? Well, they're coasting. Don't you think I could have scammed until Monday? Oh, speaking of the coast, WMGE goes hip-hop. <laughs> yeah. It's now WMIB. I, I know I already mentioned this, but maybe we got some of the audience who's heard it so far. Because I asked Kid Scurvy, who was in here this morning, gave me a nice big fat cigar. Did you see that big fat one that Kid Curry, uh whipped out? And uh, I gave it to George. By the way, kid, thanks very much, but I don't smoke those big hand-rolled ones. Oh, especially the ones that got that mung at the end there. I do. And the cigars, those uncircumcised too. ones. Ooh, man, that was nasty. It looked like a famosed cigar. I've never seen anything like that in my life. Didn't it? It said on the end, made in Famosa. Right on the tip it said that. But anyway, he was telling me about the new hip-hop, and he said it's a WEDR light. He said just what we needed was another hip-hop stage. But maybe we'll get a more objective view from somebody in the audience, because probably the people down there at Power down the hall here are crapping their pants about it. He would he would never let that out to me, because then I'd go out here and tell you that. Although we like Kid Curry a lot. He is a good guy for 72. He used to be the oldest guy in the building until somebody came along. Here's West Palm Beach. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, good morning. How you doing? Great. Um, hey, the only thing uh, more disturbing looking at Mo every day is when you drive around town, now that you're back. Uh, yeah. You know all the default billboards everywhere? Yes, I, I haven't seen any of them yet, but I heard about them. There's like two on 95, one on the turnpike, 
And it, it's huge. It says Defoe. It's almost like he's Madonna or something. And you do understand that's one for each of his listeners? <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't. Yeah, even, he, he, he doesn't show in the book. He has a non-measurable audience, and he still's got billboards. More power to him. Nice going, Defoe. Hey, you can only see him from the waist up, so you can't see his ankle bracelet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hey, thanks. Uh, Mo, Mo, also. Yeah. Mo, boy, does he have uh, Mad Dog's nuts in his hand or what? Yes. During the game, man, he does the play-by-play and the uh, color. The, I, I don't. I don't listen to him on radio, so I don't know about that. Is he really yeah, uh, stepping boy. all over him now? Yeah, I mean, uh, he, he, I think he gives a cue to uh, Mad Dog when he can talk. Jim Mandich, I am a pussy. Well, there you go. <laughs> Thank okay, you. thanks a lot. He's also picking on poor Joe Rose, another one of our good friends, who, even though he's a little bit of a backstabber, is still a pretty good guy. Right? Especially now that I butched him up with his teeth. Amen. Yeah, we like Joe Rose. Joe, we never had any problem with Joe. Bonded in the morning. Joe had a little problem with Muff that day that he wanted to, like, uh, take him out. Remember that? That was shortly after we first <laughs> came up here on this floor. Remember that? Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, that was because they didn't like the format, as if Muff was going to go in there to fill us and say, oh, the water Nazis, sorry. Oh, I slipped. And, uh, and look at that. The market is up 145 points. Oh. Let's hear it. The Dow is going up. Neil is back. It's going to be a great new year. You believe me? No. Come on. Let's pretend we think it's going to be a great year. Let's lie about it. Start. Let's forget about North Korea and the goddamn Iraqis and the Arabs. Oh, and speaking of the Arabs, now you did see the thing. I mean, talk about stupid. I don't want to say that we're stupid. Our intelligence people, it's an oxymoron, American intelligence. But the FBI is talking to this Pakistani jeweler. They used his picture. See, when you, when you get a phony passport, it's always a good idea to steal somebody else's identity. Follow what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And somebody that you can appear to look very much like. Right? Right. Or, even better, well, whatever. Or maybe he had another picture on there that was really his own picture. But the fact of the matter, it wasn't just the one guy, obviously. It was all five of these guys that they're looking for who came in from Toronto. Eh? Those damn Canadians. And they're, and they're, blaming, yeah, they're blaming the Canadians, out, which, which they got to take the blame because they're a bunch of slackers. You know, when I came back, although that's American customs, when you're coming back in the airport at Pearson, and the guy takes your passport and he slips it through the thing, the machine, he says, where were you, what state were you born in? I said, New York. Okay, have a nice trip. That was it. What state were you born in? New York. That's it. State. So that's a 1 in 50 <laughs> chance there anyway. Okay, I could have guessed it. I could be an ass murderer. They wouldn't know. He said, how about those Maple Leafs? I said, yeah. Oh. We're doing it. I don't know how, but we're doing it. How about they went over Vancouver the other night with all them injuries? Huh? We're doing it, baby. Let's talk some hockey. No. That'll blow the rest of the audience off, whatever you didn't already do with. And we have a lady on here, our first lady of the year. Let, let's do a drum roll. I bet you it's not that bitch. Here is our first lady of 2003. Oh. In Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Welcome back, Neil. Thank you. How are you? Happy New Year. And the same to you. Now, you're not that nasty bitch that called and ripped me the other day to George. Oh, no, I'm another bitch. Okay. No. <laughs> I'm not a bitch. <laughs> I just wanted to say welcome back, and you've got a lot of lady li listeners. And why, uh, why do you keep saying that? Why, why does everybody always say that to me? I have a lot of lady listeners, but they just don't put us down in the diary. Is it just unfashionable to admit they listen to the show? Oh, no, I tell everybody I listen to the show. Oh. <laughs> and, but I'm always Do so they give you a errand. dirty look? No. no. <laughs> then I tell them to, you know, uh, F off it. They tell me that. <laughs> exactly. It's did you hear about the brouhaha at uh, Al Goldstein's house last week? Yeah, I mentioned that before about the picture of him with the cane oh. and the uh, golden slippers, yeah. <laughs> and he was working the crowd. Mm -hmm. 
I like it. So, uh, and then this well, business about his girlfriend, I can assure you that uh, that's that's a really stretching it, and the uh, term too. <laughs> I think he was working it and the crowd too. Right. Have a great day, sweetheart. You too. Thanks. Bye bye. Merry New Year. Merry uh, to you. Mary Mary from Bucksnort. Remember we heard from Mary Mary not too long ago? Mm-hmm. That was pretty exciting. Five. See, we got a whole different attitude about the show this year. Like I said, I did hear Tom Jicka was filling in for Eddie K one night when I was up in Toronto. I hear that. In fact, Rimmer, one of his many spy reports, I can rip him now because he's out of town. And I think Farrell's still out in L.A., so they're not hearing. He's probably listening on the Internet. How you doing, Rimmer? How's it going, eh? And that's right, they're on the way. They've got to play Colorado tonight. They've got to play in Vancouver Saturday after the Panthers. Big 2-1 win over the comatose New Jersey Devils yesterday in the Meadowlands with a big crowd of about seven, 8,000 people. Yeah, they got 38 points. Not too bad. Didn't even get on the road. Not too bad at all. At home, kind of coma-inducing. And nobody cares. They've destroyed the franchise. Even though their record isn't all that bad, Mike Keenan's doing a beautiful job. But uh, what can I tell you? Nobody cares. Very sad. Now that I'm back, I can go to a bunch of hockey games, George. Right. Uh, huh? All exciting. How exciting, man. We got excited. Can you feel it? Can you smell it? Like uh, Boca Brian said. The beat of South Florida. <laughs> I can smell it about 1,200 miles away. Here's another lady in Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Well, hi there, Sir, jo- Sir Neil. I'm sorry. I'm so used to calling, talking to George. How you doing? You call George? Would you believe it or not? I really dig him. I really do. He's a nice guy. He's really he's a genius. He is he so sharp. Fun. He's as sharp as a tack. He's talking about ass all the time, eating ass. Yeah. I enjoy it. I really if enjoy he would stick to the ass eating ass, ass, man, we'd be a lot better off instead of trying to be this world expert, you know, about the Koreans and about all these other gooks. He, if he would just stick to the ass stuff, man, he'd have a ten share. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah, I, you're probably right. That's the yeah, world. I, the world is all about eating ass. <laughs> Sneaking yeah. into that little brown crack. Yeah, you know what? I wouldn't mind having a little bit of that now, but oh. beside the point. Oh. Neil, I tell you, fat. I know fat. Well, you know, I used to see you back in the day when the the, the, the Panthers were down at the arena, and I used to run into you, and I used to love going to the game. Those were the days. I went, I went to the game like last weekend, and I didn't even recognize one guy on on the on the team. It's like, now, you know, oh, I, I mentioned that to John yesterday. We're watching the game. I said one of the reasons people don't go is they don't know who any of these players are. They suck, and they and on top of it, they suck. It's terrible. It's but they're only four points out of first place in that little girls' division of theirs. They're not yeah. doing too bad. Exactly. I guess so, but, you know, it's just... It's but, the game, but the problem is the home games have all been so coma-inducing. They've been just so uh, not good. Not good. Not and good, the, cr- and the crowds, because I got the hockey package up there in Toronto, and I see little bits and pieces of the game. And yeah. even though they try not to show you the, the stands, every once in a while, the camera at a certain angle, you can see that there's nobody there. And then, and then they get two sellouts back to back out of the blue against the Dallas and the Rangers last weekend, and uh-huh. they and they score a total of one goal in both games. Oh, I know. I was at the Dallas game. It was totally pure mm. inducing. I couldn't believe how that bad was bad. It was. And it was the first game I'm bringing my child to, and it was like. Well, my hey. Maple Leafs are doing pretty damn good. Okay, in spite of all of our problems, we're uh, after the slow start. We're doing pretty good. Yeah, I thought about you while I was. I uh, heard that they were going to be playing them. So, how I'm, I'm glad that you're back. Um, not that I, not to you know impugn. George's uh, work, but I really miss you. Well, a lot. you know, after George is fine for like you know a couple of days, for about like an hour, he's pretty good. <laughs> Ten or fifteen minutes during a break when I go out and take a big dump. During those few minutes, he does a masterful job. Have a great day and a happy uh, new year. I'm gonna leave you now because I know you are busy. Okay, thanks. Bye now.
Oh, I saw a great thing on one of the uh, History Channel. See, my my digital cable in Toronto is so much better than the uh, cable we got here. Cable I'm here is sucks. Jealous as can be. No, seriously, I got about like ten different History Channels, and I got that uh, Drive-In TV channel I told you about, and Scream TV, and all of this good stuff. The Biography Channel, et cetera, et cetera. We have those, the different History. But I saw a mafia documentary I hadn't seen before, which I thought I'd seen them all. Go ahead and sneeze; they'll think it's me. Uh, oh! I would never sneeze. That, that was like a pansy was sneeze. That was a pansy sneeze, I George. Not to. I think they're right. Huh? That was like a little pansy. That was that was I like a Leo Leo DiCaprio sneeze. Oh, please. Now I'm insulted. Yes. That was bad. I'm going to tell Mo about that. I'm going to leave him a note, an anonymous note. That guava-eating spick sneezes like a pansy. Remember Matt LaPansy? He was in that movie, uh, My yes. Tutor. And they got married to Olivia Newton's John. Or watching this mafia. Thing. You think she's related to Elton John? No. Well, so I haven't talked about Fat Boy yet from our sales department, and they haven't wheeled the gurney up here yet with his body strapped to it. This is the year, I think. Now, we're going to carry over the money from last year's office pool on Fat Boy. Does that carry over to 2003? It's a, it's a, it's a rollover kind Double of Double or nothing? Here's a call from Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Good morning. Buenos dias. How are you? Excellent. Except for my little frog, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, you know, I'm listening to all this Mo Howard David stuff. Actually, his name is Mo Howard. Yeah. Um, I think I hate him as much as Lee Corso. Oh, yeah, he's another one. I mean, That'd be a good poll one way. Let, let's take a poll one day. Who do you hate the most, Lee Corso or Bino Cook? It's a push. Um, Neil, this guy, Mo Howard, I mean, th this guy comes into town. He's got to understand that when he comes on this radio station, I know he did Monday Night Football and he thinks he's big time. Yeah. It's you, then Hank. And a mad dog. And then Mandich. And, right. And then, and then Mo Howard. I mean, this guy is awful. You left out Gildy. Well, Gildy. <laughs> Neil, Neil, this um, this guy's got to understand that that now that there's no football to talk about, what what is he going to talk yeah, about? Yeah, what's he, he going to do now? How is he? he how is he going to? How is he going to cut Gildy off of the pass every time he brings up something about the Panthers or hockey? How is he going to do that now? And of course, I guess what he'll probably do is milk the Dolphin thing, which he'd be easy to do in this town because they'll be crying about it until April 15 when the draft comes or whatever the date in April is. Well, he doesn't even like the Dolphins. He likes the Jets and he likes the Patriots. Well. All I can say is it's a little bit suspect for a guy that used to do the Celtics games and worked in Boston all those years to be picking the Patriots to beat the Dolphins and then pretend to Harvey Green he's just doing it as a joke. See, it's always, he's talking about me doing things under the guise of shtick, and yet, which I really do, and yet in his case, he does things and pretends he's only joking about them, and it turns out that, uh, who knows? Hey, Neil, I think it's, I also, I think it's BS that he didn't say he fired the beast. I mean, give me a break. Sir, I'm gonna tell you right now, as George is my witness, there is no chance in the world that anybody other than Mo Howard David blew the beast off of that show. Not only did he blow him off the show, but the morning that Howard took the day off or was sick or whatever, and the beast was interacting with Geldy on there, he called in and said, get him off of there, he's unprofessional, let him do the scores on the updates, but don't let him get on the show. And I, w I was in the building when it happened. I was here. But he's good enough. But he's, but he's good enough to do sideline reporting for the hurricane. But but well, forget about whether he's good or bad. I mean, he can come on here and say he's the worst thing he ever heard, and that's his opinion. He's entitled. It's his show. But why does he always deny it? Why does he always put it over on me? Oh, you heard it with the trained monkeys, and he can say anything, and they believe it. Why would I make that up? What what would be the point of my making that up? I don't know. Maybe we should just put Jim Rome on in the morning. Oh God, have a great day. He was doing so good up until that point. You know what? Romy, ever heard Romy, homie? Well, I haven't checked the affiliate list. <coughs> Romy so blows. Oh, yeah, check the affiliate list. Of course, they got a pretty weak signal. 
147 votes on a poll on neilrogers.com. Let's get this audience back, baby. George butchered it. Let's get it back, okay? Let's not beat around the bush. When George is on, the audience flies away from here, but that's he can't help it. He's got, you know, he's lame. <clears throat> Actually, George is, is, the problem with George is he needs a voice transplant. He's like guilty. Maybe we can get a two-for-one deal. Because the words that are coming out are fine. What you're saying, what you're saying, no, you don't need a coach. You need a transplant, a voice transplant, and maybe they can strap on a couple of balls at the same time. Well, I'm not high-pitched. If you ever speak to that man again. I ain't gonna. I mean, am I wrong what I'm saying? No. If, if, if somebody, I mean, he, you don't work for him. He has no authority. He already tried desperately. Dan near got you fired. But the first time was it in his case. It ain't going to happen. So so what power does he have over you or this program? He has no business None. interfering with this program. None, and he doesn't. And if the management here had any brains, they would make damn sure they keep his ass away from this program. I mean, he can take all the shots. And, and these people, oh, Ginger Rogers, what do I care? I think that's amusing. That's fine. If Mo Howard is okay, what's wrong with Ginger Rogers? i got a sense of humor. I can take all the crap. But there's a difference between shtick and that business, that not-so-subtle business about the Oregon Ducks and about how they don't want to be on it. And you know something? If the hurricanes came in tomorrow... On the day of the goddamn Fiesta Bowl, and they said, we don't want you broadcasting hurricane sports anymore until you get that fat faggot off there. See that? How do you like All right. The power just went out. Right in the middle of that sentence, I feel like freaking Howard Beale. No, not that much like Howard Beale. Now, what the hell was I saying? Are we back on? Uh, we lost the power, sure. but the amazing thing is the phones are all still on there. How do you like These that? are all on little backups. You know those things in there that beep? We have backup power supplies down here. Oh, I have that in Toronto even. Even my little studio up there. I would say to George before the show today, how come I got a better studio with better equipment in Toronto and a much better Internet? I mean, my connection up there on Bell Simpatico is sensational. Never have one moment of downtime. There's no delay. Everything is instantaneous. I punch in the words Tom Brady on a search. His naked picture comes up life-size. Yeah, but down here, everything is like kind of like not slow, not fast, just kind of like half-fast. That's the way it is. So the power just went out. Muff came in. He's chuckling. Got to hand it to him. He's the only one here today in management. Clarence is out there at the Fiesta Bowl, like I said, trying to get laid in Arizona. He doesn't realize Arizona is like an outdoor nursing home. He ought to feel at home there, you know? Now, maybe, because I saw that big article in one of the... Uh, Local fish wrappers this morning about what a change since 87 and that, that embarrassing fiesta bowl, that Jimmy Johnson thing with the, the hurricane. That's where the whole hurricane thing started. That's when I started calling the hurricanes. When they were wearing the khakis, the gangster hurricanes, all that stuff. And what a change. These are the gentler, nicer, kinder, yada, yeah, great. By the way, does Georgia have, other than that one kid, the defensive back and the quarterback who's like a mugwump who I think is from Aintree, do they have any white kids on that team at all? No. That's why they won. That's why they kicked Florida State's ass last night. Oh, my God, what a desperate day. I forgot. Not only did the Dolphins embarrass on Sunday, but the Gators and the Knowles both lost yesterday. Oh, all right, let's hear it. I was starting out in that game rooting for uh, Georgia, and then I kind of turned because I realized that they didn't have any white guys on the team. So I, no, seriously, I started rooting for FSU and then I went to bed. It was a pretty terminal game. Let's face it, the Hurricanes are a semi-pro team. They're going to be the national champion. They're going to beat the crap out of Ohio State. Like I started to say before the power went out, before an active... Oh, God. Uh, if the Hurricanes came in here now and said, we don't want to be on the air unless you get Neil Rogers off here, they'd say, okay, good luck over there with Clear Channel. This station makes big 
fat, juicy money off this show, which you never know. Today we don't have any spots, but that's because it's the you know odd end of the year, first of the year. Big bucks from this show. Hurricanes, you make any money from that? No. No, not only that, but then that contract, we have to carry those basketball games and the baseball games. I mean, nobody's listening to those, okay? And I'm saying that having done six years of U.N. baseball, which I enjoyed, but I knew that nobody was listening. You could fit them into a goddamn broom closet. And the proof in the pudding, they get an on-campus basketball stadium after all these years of whining and excuses, and they'll have a big crowd there Saturday because it's the grand opening, but after that, they'll have the same 1,100 people in there that they used to have in the uh, arena. Won't be any different. There's no interest. Oh, come on, you're wrong, Neil. You're just being a sour po Okay, we'll see. We'll see. Just like the Panthers are going to have all sellouts the rest of the year. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I can feel it. I can smell it. Come on, let's get out that... I'm going to get out that mini disc. We love you, Panthers. Come on, let's whip up some excitement. No. No, they don't care. See, I'm learning. It, it's taken me about a hundred years to learn my lesson. You're not going to change these people. You're not going to change this town. They don't give a flying crap, okay? They don't give a flying flick. Look at that. Even my TV went off. And how come we got? Is is this thing working out of the satellite? <laughs> oh. <laughs> now what is that language? Oh, Espanol. I don't want no English. I don't want. Is this going to flip over to something, or do I have to do something with it? I don't know. We'll uh, diddle with it. Oh day. my God! The power goes out. I haven't been on. I haven't been on the air here for an hour and a half, and already the power went out. The TV goes off. The internet's like marginal at best, slow as molasses. Man, you could stick a goddamn hose into a, the side of a maple tree and get the uh, you know six gallons of maple syrup faster than you can get onto NeilRogers.com on this website. Right? Am I right? Right. What I say on this website? On this thing, you know, this piece of crap. How's Eric doing, by the way? Just fine. Ah. 26 past 10 at 560 WQAM. Tom Lehman and General Sales Manager Joe Prieto of Hallett Pontiac GMC are in the spirit of the season. I don't think this is the right copy. Isn't it the one you took off the fax machine? I don't think so. I think this is the wrong piece of copy. Oh, no. This is the one I brought from Toronto. No, they supposedly faxed you one this morning. Well, you know what? Let me look for it. No, you don't. I'm not talking about like with music. I'll look for it while we're on a year here. I can uh, kill a little time. Don't you like my little red folder? It's got all the copy in it. I just stick it in my sack. I take it to Toronto. I take it, bring it back here. I know I got a new copy for Hallett Pontiac. I sure don't want to get Tom Lehman all upset. He'll be getting phone calls right now. Do you know that faggot screwed up your spot? No, I didn't. Not yet. I'm working on it, Tom. Maybe it's in a wastebasket. Well, let's see. Is that it? No. Here's a whole bunch of crap that came over the fax machine that you were making copies on. It didn't work out too well. I think somebody took a dump in this wastebasket. Here's some of the mail I went through. Thanks to my good friend Dave Johnson. For his yearly Christmas card. This year he's got Phyllis Diller on here with him. We should have known from that. When you shut that crap off, we should have known right from that day. The first day that Greg, remember that day when Greg brought Mo in here and the first time I ever met him? Right. To suck up, you know, and to try to break him in a little bit and make him feel at ease. I don't think I did get new copy for Helen. You got me looking here like some kind of a schmuck. I don't think I ever got it. Huh? So okay. what should we, what should we do? It? Should we defer the spot? Let's move it around. Maybe they'll fax us some no, new no, copy. No, we'll do Emerald uh, Coast or something. Let's do Emerald Coast right now, and then we'll work on that. 
Now, I did get a new copy for Emerald Coast. Have I got it here somewhere? See, you've got me all turned around because we got so many spots today. <laughs> I can't keep track of all these uh, pieces of copy. Here's a good idea. The new year, let's ring it in the right way and let's attack the buffet. Huh? Let's attack the buffet at the Emerald Coast Chinese Buffet. Sounds good to me. In fact, I think this weekend I'm going to get over there. They've got three locations for you. Sunrise, North Miami Beach, and the newest Emerald Coast is in prestigious geriatric Pembroke Pines. Start your mouth-watering eating experience, your pig-out experience, with six different soups. Try them all, try one or two, or whatever you like. Stick Stuff some in your pants. Then sample dozens of succulent entrees, oriental surf and turf on the weekends, and New York Strip made to order at the Gourmet Center. And that Gourmet Center is something really special. A sizzling Asian grill with teriyaki steak, shrimp, chicken, seafood, hand-carved prime rib. Like I said, all cooked to your order. And the Emerald Coast Buffet promotes healthy living. They cook all of their fine stuff with cholesterol-free oils. No MSG, no cornstarch, no crap. And the buffet at the Emerald Coast features a full salad bar, a new sushi bar, and fresh rim cocktail, too. An Emerald Coast famous lobster fest is back featuring lobster thermidors and lobster bisque. One requirement at the Emerald Coast, you must leave room for dessert. they got pies, cakes, pastries, ice cream with all your favorite toppings, and fresh fruit. It's the perfect ending to an unforgettable meal. This isn't the right copy, either. No, I'm... Well, I just, I don't know, I, maybe I screwed up. Is that possible? I know that's not the right copy, and I just want to take a look and see if I find the other one. There might be something different in it. Maybe they don't have Lobster Fest. I don't know. I think the best idea is go over there and see what they got. Isn't that a good idea? Sounds great. They see got how, something good. See, they got lots of good stuff. See how you want to attack the buffet. I think I think maybe the two different pieces of copy disappeared here, the new ones. Because this says 1129. Oh, in fact, this one says, uh, yeah. Oh, thanks so much. Copy showing up. Give me also an Emerald Coast one while you're at it. We got Hallett, we got Emerald Coast, we got all kind. I probably threw out the new ones. Now, I'm not going to do that spot over again. Okay. No, well, we're not on the air anyway here. This is just a dry no, no, run. No. Is this really on the air? No. Oh, I didn't think right, so. Is it? This don't look like a real radio studio to me. It looks like a piece of crap. It looks like a joke. Emerald Coast now with three locations, Sunrise at Pine Island, 44th, Collins Avenue, just north of 163rd, North Miami Beach, and at the intersection of Flamingo and Pembroke Road in Pembroke Pines. Where's my drugs, by the way? Emerald Coast accepts reservations. Takeout and delivery available as well. Call 954-572-3822 for more information on the Emerald Coast and look for their new Oriental Chicken Salad. It's more than just Chicken Schmidt at the Emerald Coast Chinese Buffet. My, my and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. It's Howard. Howard David. Invite the Raelians, don't forget. 1035, I hear they're great at a party. 1035 at 560 WQM. Here's some good news for our friend Phil Donahue. Excellent news. we got some tabloid crap here. Read just saves Donahue. Oh! He was obsessed. Harry, are you in there? Now, who's been dicking with this? 
I don't know who's been dicking with it, but I've been playing it all week, and it sure as hell wasn't on continuous. How do you like that? I, I told you when I came in here this morning, it's obvious that somebody was having heavy duty uh, in here yesterday or last night or whatever, and they got all this sports crap on my computer. That wouldn't have been me either. On the URL line, you know, when right. you go and you click on all on your uh, and all, that. all your favorites. Yeah. And they got uh, ESPN.com and SportsCrap.com and SportsNerd.com. And there's a big sign on the door out there that says, don't dick with any of the computers on, in here, and no matter who you are or what you're doing, or, uh, you know, how much you know Greg Reed. And they still come in here and dick around. I think just out of spite. I think Robert Grieper done it. Don't trust him as far as you can throw him, okay? Just remember I told you that. I don't want to start turning you against anybody in the building. Just don't trust Robert. Don't speak to Mo. Don't trust Robert. And watch out for Gildy. Reed just saves Donahue. Phil gave him a big hug and said Reed really came in and came through for him. Phil Donahue's floundering new show has gotten a new lease on life thanks to Regis Philbin. Here's a pal. Guess who stepped up to help me out? He's priceless, Donahue declared, thanking Chat King Philbin for guesting on his show. With critics predicting that Donahue's MSNBC gig was close to getting axed, he needed a tried-and-true audience puller. Who better than the wildly popular co-host of Live with Regis and Kelly? See, I don't understand that. I like Regis, you know. And we'll never forget that day before he became too big for his britches when we had him on the uh, phone and he said... It's big, Neil. It's bigger than both of us. I like him, but why is he so wildly popular? I have no idea. He doesn't... I mean, he's amusing. Not not, not real funny, but amusing, you know, in kind of a low-key way. Cute. Yeah. But I don't... Phil personally called Reed and asked him to help save his shows as a source, and Reed came through for him, even though he usually runs a mile from anything political. Reed told him, everybody needs a helping hand sometime. That's what I tell a lot of guys. Even the great Phil Donahue, just tell me how I can help. Phil explained he was at his wit's end trying to figure out why his show was sinking, Reed just told him. Look, pal, pally, nobody knows why you aren't getting the ratings you deserve, but if I, if I appear as a guest, we'll have us a good laugh, if nothing else. And that's exactly what happened December 10. For an hour at least, the dark cloud that has been hovering over Donahue for the past few months seemed to disappear. Since its July debut, the show has remained in a distant third, as we've been telling you with the ratings from uh, the Grudge Report. Phil could hardly contain his emotions as an insider as he gave Reed a big hug and told him, you came through for me when I really needed you. Thanks, pal. And Diddy, an MSNBC spokesman, confirms that Donahue's show ratings have improved. Yeah. See, now it doesn't say what the ratings are in here, though. I'd like to know exactly what they were. Maybe we'll have to talk to our good friend, Mr. Grudge. Not, not I don't mean like personal, but like get it over the uh, his website. Says the insider, Reed's told the network's bigwigs, Phil's a terrific broadcaster who deserves to be right up there with the other big cable shows. We should all give him a break. It's big, Neil. It's bigger than both Well, good for you, Reed. I told you he's a good guy in spite of that Notre Dame thing. And how about Notre Dame yesterday? Oh, right. oh man. Do you like that game, George? <gasps> they got walloped by North Carolina State. I loved it. Almost better than sexual satisfaction is watching Notre Dame lose, especially watching them getting trounced. Here's a fact that says no mo mo. Happy New Year to you and George, too. How did George do? Let's get some spy reports. Dear Neil and George, Happy New Year. I'm looking forward to another year of being chronic. Oh, no. Oh, I got a headache. You know who this is from? See, he tried new print, so I wouldn't recognize who it's from. Generic, like new type. Mm, yes. Jeff High's buddy, David, and his brother, Corey, a new listener. Well, send us a picture of Corey, and how old is he? Now, I'll let you know if we care, David, or not. Get yourself some help, David, okay, and your buddy Jeff High, which I'm glad he did fax me this, because it reminded me of the other piece of uh, news on the agenda that I haven't spoken about yet. But because we got so many call, here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Happy New Year. Same to you. 
Well, about six years ago, I moved to North Florida, and I told you that, and you told me it would be the biggest mistake of my life. Yeah. And you were right. I moved back. Told you. I was in Tallahassee, of all places. Just like I told you about Amsterdam. It's a pit. Yep. And um, also, I just want to say that I'm not sure, you know, the the Seminoles, uh, we are, I know you were just talking about them. Um, now, what, what was the final score that game? I don't know. I couldn't stand to watch it anymore. Uh. I went to bed. I, 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 I couldn't stand to watch it, not because of the fact that it was uh, a bad game, but it just, uh, I just had no interest. Exactly. No but, white um, guys. It, it was kind of like watching Florida A&M. Is that the school that's all black <laughs> and grambling, you know? Exactly. The, the Rattlers. Yeah. That's them. They're, they're right the street from the Seminoles. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of a bleed over, you know? Uh, also... Uh, Okay, he's gone. He he disappeared. Now, that, that, he didn't hang up. See what just happened on our phone again? Somebody's dicking with the whole thing in here. The power went out. The phone went dead. Welcome back to South Florida. Like I said, I have better luck in Toronto with all my equipment there. Never have any of these problems. We haven't even been on here, not even close to two hours yet today, and already everything is in the crapper. Thank God that Muff is here, you know what? Oh, thank God for that. Where the hell would we be? We'd be between a rock and a hard thing. Well, out. Five, six, seven. Come on, let's get this phone lit up. I understand we've got some phone problems, but let's get going here, man. First day of the new year. Welcome back. Happy New Year. Wouldn't you think they'd be calling in by the by the ones? Oh, they have to figure out your back. Here's Miami. Hello. Uh, yeah, I think uh, it was 36-13, the Seminole game. What was it? 36-13, I think it was. Oh, that's pretty weak. Pretty weak. But, hey, Seminole's got positive though. They got one? Okay, great. Call up one of the sports shows, okay? They'll talk to guys who we can't understand talking through a uh, mitten. 5670560, oh, pound 560. And the good thing about that game, though, was very entertaining. They had Terry Bowden on at the halftime show. You know, uh, Bobby's son. <laughs> the mugwump. You'd, you'd enjoy, even though you're not into sports, you would enjoy seeing Terry Bowden just, just for a couple of minutes. He is definitely the Aintree special. I'm telling you, he is, he's the definitive Aintree special. You, you'll find him up in the tree with that kid with a banjo. Guaranteed. Terry Bowden. <laughs> 19 before 11 at 560 WQAM. Tom Lehman and General Sales Manager Joe Prieto of Hallett Pontiac GMC. Wish Neil Rogers listeners a very happy new year. Well, I could have said that. At Hallett, check out the area's biggest selection of 2003 GMC Envoys, Envoy XLs, Yukon, Yukon XLs, and Denali's. That's right. Nobody's got a bigger one, a bigger selection than Hallett. Then my good friend Bo Hallett over at Pompano Park. He said he's got a big one. That's what Walter Hennessy said. Hey, by the way, nice going. Mickey McNichol had a pretty good night there Monday. What's going on, Mickey? Hallett also has a great selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Credit problems, never a problem in Hallett. So for the biggest selection on GMC SUVs, Neil Deals, and lots more, see our good, close, personal friends at Hallett Pontiac GMC, 13401 South Dixie Highway. That's U.S. 1 across from the falls, open every day of your life, seven days a week. For more information, call the Neil Deal hotline at 1-888-534-4211. That's 1-888-534-4211. And don't forget to mention you heard about the Neil Deal, because you'll always save even more when you be mentioning my name. Hallett Pontiac GMC, who continues saying even in this new year, we be... Professional grade. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. UAM. Rogers got. He was obsessed. Harry, are you in there? Oh, uh, yeah. With a need for privacy. Harry, come out this instant. He spent hours locked in his little fantasy world. Harry, are you listening to me? You've been in there long enough. The bathroom. Uh, Harry? I'm coming! And what 
have you been doing in here all morning, young man? Uh, the, uh, the tango? Wiener Brothers Pictures presents the gripping tale of... Harry Palmer, privately showing this November. 1045 at 560 WQM. Happy New Year, too. George just decided to come back in. What, what's going on? What are you looking at? Nothing. Well, when you start dancing around with Carlos like that and doing the tango and getting all hyperventilating like that, it makes me wonder what the hell is going on here, something I don't know about. Like we've been off the air the last hour or something, maybe? Uh. No, seriously, what is going on here? I'm so glad to be here, folks. Not. I was trying to get a hold here. of some talent sheets, but, uh. But what? But Duff was too far down the hall for me to holler at him. He was he was just in the doorway. He was just standing right in the doorway. Hey, Duff, we need some talent sheets, okay, so we can get our talent delivered by the pony in case it doesn't get sidetracked to Memphis and Dallas first. He moves kind of quick. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T. Rectum. And Verizon Wireless line. Here's Hallandale. Hello. Hey, Neil. Happy New Year. Same to you, sir. How's it going? All right. I have a question that might be very interesting for your uh, listeners, but yeah. uh, since I am just completely sick of this cesspool that we live in, I was just curious, can you just uh, tell me a little bit about how you were able to, I mean, I know you make a lot of money, so obviously I'm not like you, but as far as living in Toronto or in Canada in general, I mean, how how could one go about moving up there or, I mean... I know, do you have to have dual residency to do that? And is no. it very expensive up there compared to here? And just things No, like it's that. a lot, it's a lot cheaper there because the Canadian dollar is only worth 63 and a half cents, eh? So it's a, it's a good bargain for Americans. Yeah, that's true. That's true, eh? But. No, you I, don't have to be a Canadian citizen. I mean, look at all the people that have apartments down here. They're not American citizens. They're like the snowbirds. They don't, uh, you don't have to be a Canadian citizen. Right, but as, as far as being a, a, a U.S. citizen, do you have to maintain residency here or how? Yeah, that's why I come back every once in a while, just long enough to uh, put my toe on the soil. Okay. Is it uh, is that a place you'd recommend, or any other places in Canada? Well, I mean, when, when you say is it a place I'd recommend for what? I mean, uh, what, what does that mean? I'd recommend. For, I don't know what that, for, I don't know what that means. For an ordinary schlep like myself, who you know is just a hardworking guy who's just absolutely sick of this place. Well, just... Toronto, Toronto is a great city, I'll tell you that. If you don't like the cold weather, you wouldn't like it because they got plenty of cold weather, but it's not the real nasty, grotesque. In fact, it's even not nearly as bad as upstate New York, even though it's further north because it's on the North Shore of Lake Ontario, so they don't get like the real bad Buffalo, Rochester, upstate New York weather. Okay. I love Toronto, but that doesn't mean you like it just because I like it. I mean, I like uh, Rocky oh, Road no. ice cream, but that don't mean you like it. Oh, no, absolutely not. I just heard from people outside of it because, to be honest with you, I... I... I'm only fortunate enough to hear your show every couple of months because of work and all that. But well, that's that's I've unacceptable. Heard... That's that's no good. Yeah, I, I know. Hey, I've, I've listened since. No, the seriously, one, one, there should have been one more selection on our poll for the New Year's resolution, and that should be <laughs> listen to Neil Rogers a lot more in 2003. That's right. We need to get that loyal audience back on here now that we've been sabotaged all around us here by these sports nerds. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And if I could, believe me, I would listen to you 24/7. Okay, I'll see you at the Eaton Center, pal. Thanks a lot, and uh, could you play uh, an old guy named Irving or whatever that is? That okay, and, and don't go to Pizza Pizza. You'll hate it. Well, he wants some restaurant recommendations. You know, how do you attack the buffet at Pizza Pizza? It's, it's just, They don't have good pizza there. At least I haven't discovered any yet. I'm, I can't be eating pizza anyway. I can't eat the crust. How's our buddy Ponytail doing? Fine. Now, do we get any reports before I start ripping him an ass about Fat Boy? Let me give you the good news about my close personal friend, Fat Rich. And last time I was here, 
Didn't I tell the story about how he was uh, all blown up like a bullfrog? I didn't talk about it too much because it was embarrassing. You weren't specific about his issue. He was, let's say, retaining water. Okay, so here's a guy that ordinarily weighed about, I don't know, three-something, pretty hefty guys, had the weight problem, like many of the rest of us, only more so for years, and blew up like a bullfrog. In fact, there were some of us who were, like, uh, not looking forward to the end of the year. We thought he wasn't going to make the uh, office pool, you know? And I find out while I'm in Toronto, I get a frantic call, come to find out that he had another one of his collapses at work, passed out, had to be rushed to the hospital, took his blood pressure, was 50 over 30. Oh! Do you know what kind of a blood pressure 50 over 30 is, sir? Dead. Close. And they found out that one of his um, chambers of his heart wasn't working. They said it looks like Marilyn Chambers, and she ain't doing too good now either. Is she dead? I don't think so. No? Which is the one that's dead? Oh, Linda Lovelace is dead. Right. And John Holmes. Right. I'll tell you who else ought to be dead. That's Herschel, uh, what's his name? Herschel, uh, not Herschel Walker. Herschel Savage. Do you know who he is? No. Porno movie star? No. He's, uh, these old cockers, man, are still making movies. I can't believe it. Herschel Savage, Peter North, Ron Jeremy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, what is that all about? He could uh, <laughs> do himself. So anyway, the good news is he lost a bundle of weight. They put a pacemaker in. He looks great. I saw him at the track Monday night. He's walking. He's uh, bouncing around. He's doing fine. Let's hear it for Fat Rich. Oh! Good guy. Never stole a freight train. Now getting to the other fat guy, which is not quite as good of a story. <coughs> fat boy, a.k.a. Jeff High. Let's do the lady first in Lauderdale by the sea. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, ma'am. This is Rhonda. I'm from Iowa. Well, help me, Rhonda. Yeah, oh, sure thing. Hey, I thought you used to go to Amsterdam. I just got through talking about Amsterdam. Oh, I'm sorry. I just got on the line. I oh, I'm burnt out on year. Amsterdam. I'm not too crazy about it anymore. Yeah. It's gotten to be a real pit. It's um, a toilet. No, I tell you what, this is our best season down here in Florida. My husband retired two years ago, yeah. so I call it long-term, so we're down here for three months, and this has been the best December and the best New Year so far, and I wanted to wish you Happy New Year. And the same to you. Well, thanks. Uh, yeah, and it's just been great. Gulfstream opens tomorrow. So, oh. Yeah. A lot of Iowans are in town for the big game, too. A lot of what? Iowans are in for the big game. We play USC. In the Orange Bowl. Well, that's right. The Orange Bowl's tonight, right? It is, yeah, at 8 o'clock. In fact, I bet you we got it here on QM from 8 to midnight. We do. I'm looking at my schedule right now. Oh, Thanks for reminding me. Oh, that's great. And the Panthers-Colorado game is on Waxy 790. What kind of crap is that? Is that an embarrassment or what? We don't even have a local team playing in the Orange Bowl, and we got the Panthers we're farming out to 790. Waxy, that's embarrassing. <laughs> no, seriously, if I'm a member of the Panther organization, it's not bad enough that Mo won't let the Gilly talk hockey in the morning. But here we got the Panther hockey game, and we farm it out to a make-believe station that nobody knows where it is on the dial 790. Oh, goodness. Well, have a great New Year, Rhonda. Oh, thank you. You too, Neil. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, here's a fax that says, Bad tidings for cable news pack. For cable news networks, a war with Iraq may not be such a bad thing. CNN headline news, MSNBC and CNN, CNBC suffered double-digit drops in year-end ratings versus 2001. Yada yada. Well, this this that's great. Thanks for telling me this. Uh, American Morning with Paul Zahn jumped 32 percent in total viewership. Blah 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 blah. The show still trails Fox's uh, two-hour Fox and Friends fascist comedy show. MSNBC saw its biggest gains in time slots that it considers placeholders. The 7 p.m. countdown Iraq boosted the slot 20% versus the third quarter when the network previously aired Nachman now on at 5 p.m. He is awful. Not only is he fat and non-photogenic, he's just awful. He has nothing to say. 
MSNBC reports which succeeded Ashley Banfield on location at 10 p.m. has improved the slot by 30%. Well, that's nice to know, but the problem is I asked about Donahue. Right? Let's find out about those Donahue numbers and see if he did anything during that week when Regis was on to try to bail his sorry old ass out. Poor Phil. I'll tell you one thing. Poor Phil, my ass. Poor Neil, man. Look at these phones here. We Until we had the power thing there, we had like a lot of calls on here. And then that discouraged them, and they all ran away. We've got 8 million open lines, 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T. I feel so unloved on the AT&T and wireless line. Must be that Dolphin game. Oh! What a shame. What a shame that uh, they blew it right there in the end, that they choked and gagged and were crying and weeping and carrying on like a bunch of overgrown children. Not again. It sounded like uh, Fredo there in The Godfather after they shot his daddy. Again, he's sitting rocking back and forth on the curb, and that's what the Dolphin fans were doing, too. What a shame. You should have known it was coming, man. 11-point lead, five minutes to play. This is the same team, by the way, that came back from about a 600-point deficit against the Bears in the last few minutes, so you should have known we could have pulled it out. So I told Tom Brady, I called him before the game, I said, when in doubt, pull it out, Tom, and he did. Right there at the end. Five, six, seven, we have 201 votes on the poll on neilrogers.com. That's pretty promising. What's your New Year's resolution this year? New Year's resolutions are for assholes. 86 people said that. 42.7% said New Year's resolutions are for assholes. George made one. He's an asshole. To grow a pair of balls and not speak to Mo. No Mo. Lose weight, 42. Well, I do that every year. I'm, I'm tired of doing that. All I got is like 35 pounds. It's the same 35 pounds I've been bitching about for how many years on a year now? Right. Many, many years. You can walk it off. Just start walking to and from work. Okay. Well, in that case, I'll have to leave now to get home by one. Have a lot more sex, 41. Now we're talking 20.2% want a lot more sex this year. All right. Don't take any crap from anybody, 17. Quit boozing, 10. <laughs> and quit smoking, 5. Of course, we didn't say quit smoking what? Right. Your choice. You know that they're right on the verge. Some, in fact, when I get back up to Toronto, this spring is going to be when they're going to pass the legalization or at least decriminalization of marijuana laws. We were following And are story. you also aware of the fact that this country is like giving them the muscle, the elbow, like we threatening them, like, oh, we're going to do this to you, we're going to do that. You better not do that. Because this country is obsessed with putting people in jail. That's all they know from is putting American citizens in jail. If you look at somebody cross-eyed, if you say Condoleezza is a bitch, they're going to put your ass in jail. Because it's a fascist effing country is what it's become. Very sad. That guy that called before about, you know, I mean, go up there and see if you like it. Don't ask me if Toronto's a place where you want to live. You know, monkey see, monkey do. They have websites with classifieds. No, and... you're not going to find out on a website. Go and visit there. Stay in a nice hotel. Check out the downtown. Uh, get in a cab. Go around town. Take a little uh, dip in Lake Ontario. It's only about 15 below. Have a good time. Go to a hockey game. Here's Plantation. Hello. Uh, yes, how you doing? Okay, hey, sir. Mr. All right, welcome back and Happy New Year. And the same to you. All right, a quick traffic report. Uh, I-75 southbound between Sheridan and Griffin, there's two trucks tangled up. I-75? Yes, southbound. Okay, thanks for the uh, tip-off. And? Thanks for the um, heads up. There's, there's something else thanks for the I want to say. Yes. There's, um, I, one day I tuned into the Mo Howard show. Who? Damn, Mo. And he sucks. Yeah. Unbelievably. George had a good show, so don't knock George. I like George. George, I'm Who, Who's knocking well. George? I'm not knocking George. I'm asking oh. the audience, how did he do? And you're telling me he had a good show. He's doing great. I like it. I, I really enjoy the show. I'm I getting proud. Mm -hmm. okay. Thanks a lot. Okay, man. thank you. And Mo says thanks a lot and Happy New Year. They're picking on my good buddy Mo. How do you like that? Shameful. The more I think about him, the more sick I get. 
that morning when he ran two minutes over and still had to come back and give a shtoch and that whole and talk about you uh, undermining the emperor, whatever that was about. That, right. that, that's the, I told you before the show, that's the only time when I was in Toronto these lad, these 10 days that I turned it on. I was sitting in there watching my computer or something, and I reached over and I opened the pot to see what was going on. And they, two minutes late they ran, which I don't understand. How come Muff the Morning Show can't get out at 9 o'clock and they got so much important crap? Maybe it's because they only got three hours to fill. They got so much heavy-duty stuff they can't get out on time. It's like us today. We got so many spots we can't get out of here on time. Live and local. This, this is 560. The radio is all yours. QAM. While spending the remainder of your golden years in the land of death, the one thing you have to depend on is your car. With two canoe theft on the rise, the people who brought you a big black guy named Ben Car Alarm now bring you an old Jewish guy named Eisen. Get away from my automobile, you big MF. Remember when we used to boost them back in Caribbean? Yeah, yeah. yeah, we ought to get a bundle for this, baby. Yeah. The white ones are cooler. Yeah. Get away from my automobile, you big MF. What the hell is that? I object seriously oh. to profanity like that. Down. I think somebody's coming. Get away from my automobile, you big MF. Oh, no. Get away from my automobile, you big MF. Whenever some bastard tries to steal my car, I feel safer with an old Jewish guy named Eisen. Get away from my automobile, you big MF. Get your old Jewish guy named Eisen car alarm now and receive a free flower antenna. Get away, get away, get away from my automobile, you big, big MF. An old Jewish guy named Eisen car alarm, now available at all Zare stores. 1101 at 560WQM, there is not one call on the board. Boy, you talk about a real slap in the face. 27 years of slaving over this hot microphone. I come back after all of these months of being away, after a long, wonderful vacation. Well, it's my fault. And George, uh, well, no, the faxes are coming in and say George did a great job in your presence. Of course, those are the people who are still listening. Right, just wait. That's why I never take a poll about how did you do right after I come back, because the ones who like you, those 20 or 30, are they're still listening. And then it takes me about a month to get the whole audience back, and then I go on vacation again. See, not a good idea. We'll get some calls on here. You'll see. Now, is this what is this article you just had? This is from Carlos, by the way. I'm reading this cold from the Boston Globe, 1229-2002. It's about Carlos's close personal friend, Mo Howard David. Good for Chris. Every weekday, the host of the Howard David Show on Miami's WQM signs off after his 6 to 9 a.m. stint with Have a Nice Day in Paradise. There's irony in that because Miami hardly welcomed David, arguably the best-known radio voice on the nation's sporting landscape, with open ears last March when he was also named the play-by-play voice of the Dolphins. It wasn't because David was a New Yorker, because Miami is certainly well-populated with transplanted New Yorkers. Also, it wasn't because David's voice had become synonymous with Monday Night Football after calling those games and the Super Bowl for the past six seasons with Westwood One Radio, seasons when his resonating basso profundo lets you know immediately where you were on the dial. David takes the high road on being replaced by Marv Albert at Westwood One last, after last season, calling his 23-year association with the network a rewarding experience. That's not what he was saying down here. 
Because of the NFL's proprietary control of network replays, we've heard Gil Santos' call of the Patriots' Super Bowl victory often. Boston was scheduled to hear David's version last February when WEEI and WBCN scheduled dueling radio replays of the Patriots' Super Bowl victory until the NFL stepped in. Suffice to say, David's call, heard this week on ESPN's Sports Center Year in Review segments, also was good, but we digress. The problem with David in Miami was personal. To many Miamians, David's voice had become inextricably associated with the Dolphins' main rivals. They hated New York Jets, for whom he did play-by-play for the previous four years. How do you like that? Sounds a little gay. When David became one of those transplanted New Yorkers last March doing his morning show with partner Steve Geldy Goldstein, the local butch from the Cape Coral types were ready to pounce. The attitude was, how dare you come into our domain, said David. Believe me, I still have the scars. David was confident he could win over the fandom once he started doing the games, but that was six months and a long, hot summer away. I, I'm, you know, I'm reading this, but I don't see this going anywhere really saying anything, uh, Carlos. Does it say anything? No, then what the hell do you give it to me for, you idiot? Jesus Christ, didn't you teach him anything while I was gone? Yeah, how to shave in the bathroom. Oh, yeah, I noticed that. He showers and shaves and uh, brushes his teeth in the bathroom. I go in there this morning to take a leak before the show. There's Carlos in there taking a shower under the goddamn faucet. Man, how disgusting. You should see where he takes it. I don't want to hear about it. So anyway, we're getting back to Fat Boy and the toilet. Okay, we better take these calls. We've got a lot of calls on there now. Lady in Miami Beach, hello. Hi, Neil. How you doing? I'm doing great. Welcome back. As soon as you get back, it's hot as heck. Hot as Schmidt, yeah. I know. I was calling. Did you hear the, by any chance the new format on the formerly uh, Mega? No, that's, what, that's what we're asking you about. Did you hear it? Yeah, did you hear the promos, like the, the spots they do to promote it? It's very offensive if I was um, listening to that. What does it say? It's like uh, 10,000 joints every day. Um, all right. The fizzle, pizzle, and all that crap. Fizzle, pizzle, yeah, that's yeah. David Ross. That's Clear Channel, fizzle, pizzle. That's what most of the stations <laughs> do, fizzle. George did a great job. He got my panties really wet. So. All right, excellent. He, you. Said, he says, hang on, I'll take your number. Okay, okay I am hanging on. See ya. Uh, she's hanging on, but I cut her right off. We don't need to create any more domestic strife in a Rodriguez household. I'll tell you that right now. He's already got more than enough between his sickly wife and his bitchy mother he's, and his uh, unwanted kid. I mean, he's got more than enough problems there already, plus whatever he's getting on the side. How do you work that call return? I notice uh, he have a lot more sex. George didn't vote for that this morning because he's already given up. <laughs> yeah, sex is dangerous. Yeah, he's already been beaten down, so to speak. Well, plus, he's always got those Treasure Island gigs to look forward to. When's the next one? I don't know, because hi, boy. Yes. He's the AE, and I depend upon oh, him. Oh, so in other words, see, here's basically what's happened, boys and girls. Those of you who don't like too many commercial interruptions, your fears, at least for the uh, near future, you don't have to worry about it, because our sales department has just been effing off, and so nothing is going on. We don't have any spots for anybody. Even the highly oversold morning show at their uh, dollar a holler spots. Even Geldy this morning came in the doorway. Well, at least we got a lot of time to talk. <laughs> Whatever he said. Watch out for him. I'm telling you, look out for the Geldemeister. That's what Rimmer said. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T. See, this year that's my personal New Year's resolution. I'm holding nothing back. I'm letting it all hang right out. And there's nothing worse than having a hanger, especially when the phone is ringing. You ever have that happen? Yes. In fact, I don't think Muff knows this. Maybe he's listening in his office because he ain't got nothing else to do anyway. Do you know that he he listens to the whole show for four hours in his office? That's what that's what he does. He gets paid for it. I think I think there are a lot of you folks out there who would love getting paid to listen to this show every day. We'd probably have a twenty share if we'd start doing that. Well, I do. But anyway, so I called him about uh, my check from Toronto on I guess it was Friday. 
Thursday, Friday, last week, whatever day it was. And he was going to get with Jen in accounting and blah, blah, blah. blah, blah. So I finished the call, and as soon as I hung it up, nature started calling. You know what I mean? That, that pressure down under, the thunder down under. And I thought to myself as I was walking from my living room to the tea room, I thought, you know, with my luck, I'll sit down on there, and the phone will ring, and it'll be him calling back. You don't take it with you? So I sat down on there, and... Absolutely correct, sir. And what happened? And the, the problem was, I had a hanger. Oh, yeah. No matter how you shake it. And it wasn't a wire dance. hanger either, thank God. Joan, Call Joan, what's her name? Crawford would have been pleased. It wasn't a wire hanger. I hate when those things come out. Wooden, wood hanger? So anyway, the phone was ringing. I knew it was him calling back, but it, it wound up okay. <laughs> it all turned out. Oh, no. This, this isn't right. This story about Rick Shaw, I'm not reading it. We already talked about it. You did? Very briefly. I, I, I'm sorry, I'm not picking on Ricky Ticky, okay? He's been on the air for over 40 years in this market, and so we had a little bit too much <laughs> to drink. I'm not picking on him, okay? What? We didn't make an issue out of it. I just uh, Good, I'm not. The, the fact that he had a DUI or whatever the hell it was, if it was good enough for Peter Worrell, why ain't it good enough for him? And plus, the Peter Worrell one got covered up real well, except on this show. And Diana Ross. Oh, and I almost forgot about her. I got the Diana Ross thing here somewhere in the midst of my pile of stuff. I don't want to go into my pile today. I'll save it for tomorrow. What? Maybe I'll save it for Monday. No, because I don't want to do like a bunch of periodicals on audio and do uh, bedtime stories or get too newsy because those were the bad mistakes we made last year and one of our New Year's resolutions is not make the same mistakes again and certainly not get involved with that Mo-Meister in the morning, that piece of turd, with that tragic, tragic uh, piece. Now, do you think that it would be offensive if I walked in the window in there in the morning when I came in every day and just stared at them until he did? Although he, he's, I'm sure he'll be sitting even at more of an angle facing the wall, facing the other way, to make sure he doesn't catch a glimpse of me. Because that one day when I was here the last time that he, his head nearly spun off his shoulders when I stood in the doorway. And all I was doing was holding up those anal love beads. I don't know what possessed me. I just want to see if they still had the door open there, the control room door, which usually they have shut solid just to make sure you don't have to see any of us. Well, I got a better one than that that I haven't even said on the air yet. Well, let's hear it. During the Christmas party, yeah. when he was at another table, I offered anyone at our table $100 to go snatch the piece off his head. Oh, my God. That would have been great. We I, could have put I, the picture on our, our website. I put it on the table, the $100, and no one took it. Ah. Wow, there are a bunch of pussies around here. Even Carlos wouldn't do it for 100 bucks. He wasn't at the party. That's six weeks' pay. He, well, if he would have known, he'd have done it. He'd have done it for 20 bucks. Yanked that baby off of there. And this piece, too. Now, which which hairpiece was he wearing at the Christmas party? The little fancy one, which, by the way, far, heads and shoulders. Heads and shoulders? <laughs> I hear that's what he, better, he shampoos it with. Better looking than the other one. Yeah. Than the bird's nest that he comes in here with. Oh, my God. So, in other words, see, he's always picking on me not dressing up to come to work here. When he goes to a big party, a big social event like that, like the QM Christmas party, he puts on his Sunday and Monday and Tuesday best. It had a golden hue. Ooh, gold lame. I love it. Rhymes with gay. Yeah. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Two hundred and thirty three votes. What's your New Year's resolution this year? New Year's resolutions are for assholes. That, by the way, I said that extra loud for my good friend Lynn Samuels. Happy New Year, Lynn. I got your email. You know I can't get my emails at home because I go on my uh, thing. Yes. And it says uh, something about JavaScript and about you may have disabled. J I don't know what that. I can't get it off of. Um, uh, Internet Explorer, so I gotta go on Netscape. What, what's going on in the Internet, man? Some strange things going on. So I did see, Lynn, I got your, uh, Happy New Year and the same to you. Happy Goyesha New Year, dear sweetheart, and good luck to you. Because the way things are going, and she's here in Miami, no less. Maybe she'll bring in Matt Grudge, but we hope not. We'll do lunch again. 99, did you go to lunch with them? Yeah. And Matt bought. 
Well, how do you like that? Nice guy. Matt? Yeah, Fine. she's okay. New Year's resolutions are for assholes. 99 people said that. We're going to have a lot more sex this year. 52. Sounds like swishful thinking to me. Lose weight, 44. Don't take any crap. Change it again. 21. Quit boozing, 11. And quit smoking, 6. Now, what's the story with Moses, by the way? I don't want to do this on the air, but you know me. Moses is uh, coming. Can I help? 5670560. Oh, See, he knows I'm not going to be touching him. You want to know why? Because I know who his daddy is. <laughs> oh, when cold... you see him, he can take care of himself now. Yeah. He really butched up, huh? Huge. He might not fit it's through huge? the door. It's huge? Well, how do you know? You checked it out? Maybe you saw some of those movies. You'll see. Oh, really? Here's Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes? Play the birch tender. Oh, God. You know what that sounds like? Yeah, that's what it sounds like to me. You know, I, see, I get, I'm so optimistic. I have such high hopes. Why? What was that movie that that was in, High Hopes? What was the name of that movie with Frank Sinatra? High the Manchurian hopes. Candidate. Was it, no, yeah, right, The Manchurian Candidate. I think it was From Here to Eternity, you idiot. Now, what was the song where they sang High Hopes? I don't know. And I come back all optimistic and thinking, boy, this is a whole new year. We're going to turn over a new maple leaf, and everything's going to, we're going to get a big response. And it's the same old crap. Same old losers, same old uh, lack of response, same old begging for calls. But it's sure better than trying to, like, save the world here on a radio show. We're not going to change the goddamn thing with the North Koreans or with the Iraqis or the Iranians or those freaking uh, towelhead Saudi Arabians. All we can do is make people have a few chuckles here and there, and that's it. And Hole take the, the head. Who, what? Hole in the head. Oleomed. A hole in the head. Oh, a hole in the head. I thought you said Oleomed. Here's Lake Worth. Hello. Hey, at least the market's up uh, about 200. Market is up 188 points. Let's hear it. What a way to start the new year, huh? Yeah, a great thing was I was listening to the end of that Dolphin game, and I was feeling it coming. You could just tell it was going to happen. Yeah. And <laughs> The pressure so was right, right after the game's over, the, the ad runs. Get your Dolphin playoff tickets really quick. <laughs> as soon as the game was over, I love it. they're running the hurry up and get your pre-sale Dolphin tickets. And I'll guarantee playoff. you we charge for that spot, too, regardless. Unbelievable. That was great. But I like Canada. I've been up there. We go up there like once a week, once a week, once a week, once a year. It's great up there. People it sure nice. is. And, uh, the only thing I'd, is. I'd say they're about 100 years ahead of us in so many they respects. Are. It's good. It's amazing. You can get Cuban cigars and everything. Yeah, that's right. Among other things. And, uh, but the thing is, too many packies. That's the only thing. There, there are many, yeah. There, in fact, this thing with the five Arab guys that they're looking for, there's so many Arabs in Canada that might as well be in the Middle East. I they're mean, really just uh, loaded. But I'm glad you're back. Uh, Everything else is pretty ponderous. Okay, thanks. Later. <laughs> in other words, what did I miss? I asked several people that. What did I miss? And they all say nothing. My limo driver, Ken, I asked what, when he picked me up at the airport. What did I miss? Not a damn thing. Well, it got so cold a couple nights we had to turn the AC he off. He said the same thing The same thing that you left here ran away from. Nothing. That's right. Same old ponderous. That's okay. It's pretty good here. You know, the weather was nice the last couple of days. A little bit too hot. <clears throat> but after freezing my ass in Amsterdam, don't go to Amsterdam in the wintertime, okay? Go in the summer, get some good weed, get some hash, whatever you like, get laid. But it's fine. I mean, you know, the sex and drugs is still there, but uh, I'm sorry. If I did drugs, I guess that I'd be more interested, right? Right. Although when you live in Toronto, what, you got to go to Amsterdam to, get to do, uh, do, 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 drugs. At least I don't have my split-level toilet anymore. 5670560, oh, pound 560. Maybe you'd like to go over there and... Uh, Use the apartment. Yeah, like, sure. like Al always used to say, use the apartment. Maybe on their honeymoon, Joe and uh, what's your name? Janina can go over right. there to Amsterdam. Use the apartment. Rent's paid up for a couple of months. They're done wed, by the way. They're done wet? Wed. Yeah. They wedded it. 
in uh, Vegas. Yes. Anybody from here go to their uh, 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 wedding? From the the Joe's building? funeral? Yeah. I don't think so. No, of course not. See, Joe, I tried to tell you, you're a good guy, but nobody's going to spend all the money. I mean, talk about an ego, in addition to which it's kind of stupid, you know? Because the money that people might spend on a plane trip to go out there to Vegas, they could have given him a nice gift if he had the wedding here, see? Follow what I'm saying? Oh, I know. Yeah. So not really good planning. Why did they do that? Why did they get married in Vegas? I mean, usually, like, slime balls get married in Vegas, you know, with those quickie uh, marriage. Quickie... That's me. Like George, like I said. Right. What did I tell you? Slimy people like George get married in Vegas. And don't tell anybody. Before, during, or uh, long right. time after. Boy, what a bad day that was in your... I mean... Yeah. Now, don't say yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. That's, the that's happiest, terrible. Uh... Oh, my... Sorry, Crystal. He, he knows you're not listening. She's probably watching Guiding Light. Oh, I'm sorry. It's all over. Her soaps don't start till 1230. Young and Horny? Yeah, all those. I guess, what is it, CBS? CBS. Yes. Oh, she doesn't watch The Old and the Beautiful, does she? Yes. With that goddamn, what's his name from Player? What is his name again? Ron Moss. No, no, uh, Ridge. Ridge. (laughs) (laughs) They should have sent his ass to Ruby Ridge, if you ask me. He is just an old troll. 11.50, kind of like me. 11.15 at 5.60 WQAM. What was that thing about old Nick was a happy old troll? Something, how's that song go? So what was the name of the movie with High Hopes? Hole in the head. Really? That's what a bunch of people called it. I see. Said. Thank you so much, folks, for the hole in the head. Kick off the new year with the... How's Fat Boy doing? Have we seen him yet? Because I am going to tell that story about that whole thing with Balance for Life. And probably Troy over there is not going to be too happy. And Troy Stratford's going to really be unhappy. But that's the price he's going to pay. I saw him on Tuesday was when I was in here. Where is Troy Stratford? I see every time the door opens, it's Muff. And you want to know why? Because he's the only one in the building. Every time the door opens, I'm expecting maybe it's Troy, maybe it's Fat Boy. No, it's it's Muff every time. Anyway, kick off the new year with a great new mattress from Dollar Mattress. You'll be doing yourself a big favor. If you haven't been sleeping as well as you'd like, nothing will have a bigger impact on your life each and every day and the way you feel in the coming year than a good night's sleep. It's time for that New Year's resolution, a great night's sleep tonight and every night. Call 1-800-MATTRESS, M-A-T-T-R-E-S, and Dollar Mattress will have you sleeping like a little baby all year long, just like my little dog. Dollar Mattress carries Sealy, Serta, Simmons, and King Quill in every size and style. Speaking of my little dog, by the way, don't let me forget to tell a story about how my mother almost killed my little dog, feeding him crap she wasn't supposed to feed him. Not again. Pancreatitis. Nice going, Millie. When you call 1-800-MATTRESS, you'll speak with an expert bedding consultant who can recommend the perfect bed for you. They have exactly what you want in stock. No phony sales, no bait and switch like department stores. Then when you order your new bed from Dollar Mattress, they'll have it there on time exactly, even the same day when you call. You get to choose the date and time when it's convenient for you when you're going to be home instead of sitting around wasting a day on your ass all day. Dollar Mattress prides itself on their 99% on-time record, which is just one of many reasons why they're ranked first for overall customer satisfaction. So do what all of us here at QAM have done. Make the call right now to Dollar Mattress. Miguel, George, and I sleep on a mattress from Dollar Mattress, and so should you. Of course, there's not too much room when George, unless when George gets off from the middle. Enjoy the new year with that special someone from the new, always, always muscling in, you know, always diving in the middle. Enjoy the new year with that special someone with a new mattress from Dollar Mattress. I think Miguel's a little too hairy anyway. Call 1-800-MATTRESS, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, Dollar Mattress, the perfect way to start off the the new year. We're Sports Radio 560, QAM. Ward, not as pedophile. How do aliens do, by the way? Not with his intestines hanging down, he looks like a slaughtered cow. I keep some parts on the shelf I may need for my health if I'm ever medically in doubt. He has everything I need, 
from his bladder to his spleen. He's hanging out and back on a freezer rack with his eyeballs frozen open. Thank God that they're not making a big publicity stunt out of Bill Frist, the new Senate Majority Leader, saving these people uh, on the Alligator Rally and that big wreck out there. And they got Susan Candiotti on CNN right now. And bada beep, bada boop, bada bop. It sounds crazy, but he has my guts. And I'm not joking. His lips are a perfect match for me. In case my leg gets broken, his organs are all mine. And he doesn't seem to find a clone again. Naturally. Just the other day, I felt my memories start to fade. I took a carpet knife and super glued it right to my head. Now I have two brains. Smoke cigarettes for fun with a couple of extra lungs. It's such a luxury with more than one of the immortalities. But I'm yearning. He has no civil rights. That's kind of nice. He's here to serve me. Understands I'll take his hands Should ever mind get dirty He doesn't have much to say After all it's only DNA A clone again Naturally A clone again Naturally The media is sick and needs help badly. You said it, sweetheart. Go back to the mascara now. 21 past 11 at 560 WQAM. Negotiator and standoff at Goldstein Mansion. Now, is this like a, a later story that somebody just faxed me, or is this the same crap? Sounds like the same crap. Uh, Yeah, this is the same old crap. Thanks so much, uh, Scott. Thank you very much. Scott sent me the fax. He means well. Okay, well, we already had the story. Saw a big fat Al with his shirt off. That should be illegal, you know, him walking around outside with his shirt off. Grotesque. Maybe you could just tell me he's a frog. Frist tends to victims in fl fatal Florida rollover. Incoming Senate Majority Leader Bill Frist stopped minutes after rollover accident on the Florida highway yesterday, helping tend to four survivors until paramedics arrived. Let's hear it for Bill. All right. <coughs> Frist, the surgeon, was about 35 miles from Miami and heading to a family vacation home when a sporty utility, a sporty uh, SUV going the other direction rolled over, throwing out all six passengers. The senator helped paramedics and several off-duty firefighters stabilize the victims until they were transported to area hospitals. He was really instrumental in helping us treat the victims, said Broward Fire Rescue Assistant Chief Todd LaDuke. Bad scene, and um, our, our thoughts and prayers go out to the family. Okay, good. Two passengers died, including a 10-year-old girl. Firestone tires. There was? Yes. Are you sure of that, or are you just making that up? Because I know on the news. Oh, I see. Well, I'm glad because I never know with you because you like to make stuff up. You I have got, never. No, seriously. The next thing you'll say they bought them at Walmart. That'll be that'll be next. Yeah, could it be? Might be. I doubt it. But that, that you'll be saying that next, then you'll be calling them a bunch of Nazis and stuff like that. And I'll dump it, and then you'll say it again, just out of spite. And then uh, I'll say, hey, good luck to you. When's your birthday? Five six seven oh five sixty. See, I I just am here. To entertain. I'm not going to inform. I'm not going to educate. I'm not going to waste my time. I'm not going to spend half of my life trying to like research this because I don't care what that bitch told you on Tuesday. They don't give a flying crap. They don't. They do not. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drop a big one, okay? Do you know of any? I've asked you this before, but it is something I think about a lot to show where my mind is in the gutter. Is there any other animal that takes a crap as it's moving other than a horse? 
Although I will say my little dog, he hops around when the grass is high like right now. No, he squats, but he's got to hop around <laughs> you don't like want a bunny rabbit. back at you. No, no, it's not that. It's just that he, he has a hard time keeping his balance on the high grass because he's only like, you know, 10 pounds. So he hops around. And you think he's done, and then all of a sudden he hops to another spot, and he's squatting over there. He likes to spread it around, kind of like we do on this show, kind of like Mo. Boy, I sure miss him coming back on his day. Wasn't that a bad stroke of fortune coming back on my very first day so I couldn't wear that silly Pompano Park Hawaiian hula shirt they sent me to wear to stand there in the window? But I'm not even going to dignify him by doing that because that would be suggesting that I'm going to change my my appearance, my dress, my slip based on what he has to say on the air. Screw him! Does that mean you're not going to wear that wig I bought you? I'm not going to wear those uh, gold lame panties either. How do you like that? Good thing I saved the receipt. Might wear the gold lame shoes that Al Goldstein loans me. Boy, what a fashion plate he is. Five, six, seven. We need people like Al in the world to make me look pretty good. Here's Kendall. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, Neil. So good to hear your voice back. Yes, it is. Um, not a George fashion, but you want to know what you missed? Rip him in the ass, pal. No, I mean, usually when you're gone, <laughs> I do listen to him. But these two weeks, I, I, I finally had to go away. You missed two weeks of Lord of the Rings and religion. Yeah. Oh, is he, bashing, is he bashing the Lord again? Oh, God well, damn it, you, it George. more Lord of the Rings. Two oh. weeks of this stinking And movie. you notice Lord of the Rings, you notice how he tied that in there, too? Oh, man, Next, oh, next man, he'll be doing yeah. the Godfather. See, it all has to do with the, the Lord. Um, you know, I mean... He's going to burn in hell for a long I'm time, I'll tell you that. He's going to be one of them crispy critters by the time they finish with him. Hey, how about next time when you're gone, we put Millie on? Okay. That might be better. Okay, she'll be good for the Tylenol people, I'll guarantee you that. Have a great no, day, pal. No Happy New Year, and George says Please. to you. Get out of here. Five six seven oh five sixty. Let's get this crowd going, baby. Let's get this crowd on the road. Let's get ready for a new year of 50 million calls this year, right? Okay. Let's start counting them right now. 266. Oh, that's the votes on the pool. Pretty weak for this time of the show, but, you know, I saw some of the tallies you had. <laughs> and my feeling was, why bother, you know? Right. Of course, Eric says, I'm sorry, don't start in again now. You just got back on the air the first day. Don't start in with Eric. He's a happy camper up there. He's probably already had two, three brunches before on noon today. Here's the facts that says... I noticed something very hypocritical about the WQAM radio station. Over the past year, I heard unbelievable amounts of radio spots for placing bets over the Internet for football games. Now that football season is practically over, WQAM is playing PSA announcements for people with chronic gambling problems. So what's wrong with that? We want to encourage you to go do it because we're making money from it, and then we're giving you, like, a little help. I find the QM policy disgusting and duplicitous. This probably, it says, Greg Reed, you suck. Well, now they're getting close. They're getting warm. And I hope you're a compulsive gambler. What's wrong with this world? People like Greg are what's wrong with this world, Faxer. Here's a fax that says from Ricky. I heard you mentioned a Java problem on your home computer. might be solved by going on a control panel and click on Internet Options. And then the Advanced folder, scroll to Microsoft VM and make sure all three Java boxes are uh, checked. If unchecked, okay, I'm putting that in my pocket. I'm going to do it when I go home. Because I think that might be the problem. I think maybe while I was away, John was in there diddling with some stuff on a computer and diddled it up. Could be, because I've done that. You start clicking where you don't know where you're clicking, and all of a sudden you got problems, baby. That's my advice for the new year is only click it where you know what you're clicking. Take a good long look at it before you uh, put it in your mouth. Any piece of food, that's what I'm talking about. Huh? No, that's it. If you're going to go on advice. a diet, seriously, I was thinking about that the other day. If you're going to go on a diet, before you just start shoveling crap in your mouth, take a look at it 
and say, do I really want this? Is this really going to make me feel better? Is this going to be good for me? Huh? I did that with the donuts that are out there right there, now. There you go. And not interesting to me. What kind are they? Duncan. Ah, oh, fat. <laughs> now, if you would have said Krispy Kreme, I'd have had a problem. I'd have probably gone out there and had my three because I can't eat only two. No, I, I can't. I, if I, I have one, I will eat three. In fact, if there aren't at least three there, I won't even have the first one because I know I'll never be sated. I'll never satisfy my sugar, my craving. And you'll be pleased to know I had no Nestle's turtle list the last uh, ten days in Toronto. We're all proud of you. Ate a bunch of other crap. Had some crunchy bars, though. Huh? Well, you got to get your fill of that good Canadian candy. You ever have a crunchy? It's got like that in the middle of it. How do you describe it? Like the stuff that like melts. Like what was that? The stuff, those um, things, those, uh, oh, lemon... Meringue things. Yeah. The meringues. Maybe was it marshmallowy? No, no, no. It's got like chocolate but meringue in the middle. You know what I mean? Like, okay. like those, like the consistency of those things. It could be meringue. Oh man! And when that stuff melts on like your white? tongue. Oh. Is it white? When that white stuff gets on your tongue. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Live and local. This is Sports Radio five sixty QAM. song but you're not looking at my mouth you stare so long it's something that's a bit further south and it's not my face where both your eyes go looking right under my clothes is my biggest asset underneath my clothes there's a great Be picking on my close personal buddy Shakira. I'll tell you that. I'll beat the crap out of you with George's baseball bat, with Ted Williams' head. Now, who's that other uh, new uh, hot that I was talking about before? The uh, what is her name? Uh, uh, Avril. Avril. What is her last name? Levine. Avril Levine with a G. She's Canadian, Levine. eh? Levigny. And I'll tell you who else is Canadian that we love is Shania Twain. Have you heard her new single? Yes. Great the video with the robot. Oh, oh, love it. Phenomenal. Shania Twain. She'd be the best. I'm going to bring that in tomorrow. She's. Hot. Love Shania Twain. I love Shakira, and I love Avril Lavigne. Avril's good. Her, she is so big in so Europe, far. man. I'm, you know all those music video channels I get over there on my 85 that I used to have in Amsterdam before I got the hell out of there? Every two minutes, there's Avril Lavigne again. That's that's the one thing I do miss here. There, there's no music videos on here. Man, this, this place blows. M2. M2. For what it's oh, worth. M MTV2 pop channel now has gone to dance music because dance music is so big, except for the crap they play here on, uh, what is it? A 93.1, what are they calling it? Party. Mix, party, party, mix, uh, party. I can't even keep them straight anymore. They all suck. You can't tell them a party? Oh, man, they blow. Speaking of blow, she mentioned J-Lo's ass in that bit. J-Lo and Ben blow up. Valentine's Day wedding is off. All right. 
Did anybody believe that they were really getting married in the first place? No. They had to make a song and a video with him in it. She had to do a whole song to try. See, here we are. We're getting married. We're doing it. We're kissing. Well, at least we're like uh, on the same uh, in the same planet. Boy. And then there's a picture of him with his buddy Matt Dillon down there. When are they coming out? Dillon. When are they coming out? Did I say Matt Dillon, Matt Damon, Matt Dillon? Same said, difference. Yeah. Although Matt Damon looks better than Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon just bothers me a lot. I still like Kevin Dillon. Good actor. How come the good actors? For example, I don't know. I'm not even going to go into it. Talent has very little to do with whether or not you succeed in this world. Just look at this radio station. That's what Muff said. Now, who's that? A picture of Shania Twain. Muff has got a beautiful... Put that right up there, man. That's great. I didn't know that. She was your type. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the 18th. it from Clarence. She's Canadian, eh? All the great singers are from Canada. And then, of course, there's always Celine Dion, which proves that nobody's perfect. <laughs> We're trying to dump that bitch. God, she just... She gives me spilkies. I get like a nervous stomach when I see Celine Dion. Here's a call from Pompano. Hello. Hey, Neil. Happy New Year. And back to you. Uh, three things. On that uh, problem you have with Java, if that doesn't work, what that guy said to do, just yeah. go and type in uh, www.sun.com. That's Sun Microsystems. And, and then you can reload it. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, that's who wrote the program. Sun okay. Microsystems. Okay, great. And uh, uh, number two, Al Goldstein, fine specimen. Saw that picture in the paper. <laughs> Lovely. Ain't he beautiful? Got a good tan, though. He makes us feel better about ourselves. And number three, as one famous football coach once said, How about that dolphin? All right. All right. Good call. How about those dolphins, huh? They're gagging on it. They're choking on it. They're coughing it up. You can hear it all the way down here, man, all the way from New England. The sounds of puking and just amazing. Uh, well, it's way. And then, of course, the look on Wanstead's face in the last couple, and then in overtime. And I'll, I'll be very honest with you, that field goal by Venetieri, the winning field goal, wasn't his best. Uh, that looked to me, I thought he missed it. I thought it sailed wide right. It was pretty damn close. And you could see that just that one wants that space, just hoping and praying and trying to give it like that little bit of elbow, uh, you know. Didn't work. Didn't work. It went right through there, baby. Tom Brady let it right down the field. Of course, that nice kickoff by Olinda Murray. See, he also gave him the hex when he mispronounced his name. That's why he missed the field goal during regulation that would have salted the game away. And also that's why his kickoff went out of bounds in overtime, giving the Patriots the ball on the 40-yard line. <coughs> and at that point I said, uh, All right. yeah, this game's over, baby. We don't need too much to get old Adam Venetieri in field goal position here. And we did, and we won the game. We, the Patriots. What are you laughing about? Troy Brown, Adam Venetieri, Tommy Brady, that's all you need to know. Huh? You need to know anybody else on that team? How about what's his name? The um, <coughs> great defensive back used to play for the Dolphins. What the hell's his name? How can I have a brain fart on that? That's bad. Terrell Buckley. Come on, you better get with it, Carlos. You're supposed to be the football fan. I'm the old faggot. Terrell Buckley, T-Buck. Even George knows that, don't you? Who? Five six seven oh five sixty. I'm starting to gag on it again in here. I think it's the... I'm suing this goddamn place. This place has got allergies. Worse than my apartment in Amsterdam. <coughs> See? Told you. So what's the deal on that balance for life? I haven't told the fat boy Jeff High story yet, and I'm kind of reluctant because I, cause Troy the boy, I gave Troy Stratford two and a half hours to come up here and defend himself. He hasn't done it. He's probably down there with screw in. I'm telling you, when I drove up here on Tuesday to pick up my check, there's always people sitting out there during the middle of the day on a bench smoking a faggot here or there. I'm going to give you one guess who was sitting out there 
Screwan and Troy. Yeah, we're sitting out there on the bench. Troy and Screwan. She has this thing for ex-Dolphin Schwarzer football players. What thing is that? I don't know, but I think it makes kind of like a meowing sound. <clears throat> Outside Montreal, Raelians have their base, UFO land. The roadside sign rises sharp and stark on the curving country road like a bolt from heaven. Neon green letters strike the eye and proclaim UFO land. This is for real. Is real. <laughs> Glowing, this is in the Herald today, Israel. so it might be true. Glowing against a bank of white snow and darkening winter sky, the words punctuated by a drawing of a flying saucer pull visitors into a scene nearly near ordinary, a nearly ordinary campground. A serene, it says. Nearly, except for the odd tear-shaped buildings designed to evoke the form of alien spacecraft. This is the headquarters of the Raelians. And these are the people that have the media and all these ethicists and all these other uh, politicians whipped up into a frenzy, uh, dignifying them as if uh, anybody believes that these, uh, oh, God. Well, what's, what's the use? What hope is there for mankind? And like I said, the fact that their headquarters now, that they uh, made this announcement in Hollywood, Florida, is so perfect, man. It fits in like a rubber glove in your Rectum. ass. Perfect. Every piece of crap, every bad thing, whether it's Chad's, whether it's Alien, whether it's illegal aliens, whatever the hell it is, it's here in South Florida. We got it. You want it? We got it. And if we don't have it, we'll go out and get it for you. Well, I guess, I guess they got to fill up the time with something on there, you know. Oh, yeah, well, they got the first clone baby. The war hasn't started yet. That's right. We're still waiting, for, um, we're waiting for the Iraq attack. That's going to be any day at the Baghdad McDonald's. What a shame it's going to be, not only the Americans, the service people that are going to die needlessly, but all the Iraqi people who are going to die. See, the Iraqi people are like just, uh, you know, Victims. I mean, there are some people that we can hate. You know, like during WW2, we hated the Japanese, we hated the Germans with good reason, real good reason. But the Iraqis, they just want to like, uh, you know, grow their mustaches and smoke their cigars and do whatever they're doing, you know. Drink that Turkish coffee. What are they doing? How come the Iraqi men all have like that? That maybe it's because Sodom wears it. I don't, I don't think so. Though. I think that's the that? no. It's not. A, is it a Groucho? No. It's like thinner than that, but it's a little thinner than that and longer across, straight across. Right. I don't know. That seems to be the thing there. It's a fashion. Is, are they fashion plates? I don't know how they smell though. What the nose? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. The Neil Rogers Show back in business. And I hear that George did a sensational job. That's what I'm hearing. And it was also his birthday in December. We got a big fat birthday check coming for him like tomorrow or whenever I get around to it, if I feel like it. And maybe not. All depending on how his behavior is between now and one. And whether he speaks to Mo tomorrow morning. No, Carlos is going to be doing a water Nazi routine. He's going to be lurking in a hallway spying. So if you should even like grunt when Mo walks by and say, hmm, you know, like, what's hey, new about that? About yeah, anything like that, that's it. Cancel that check. I'm going to put blinders on. Here's Miami. Hello. Jamba? Yeah, back to you. Here's Miami on one. Hello. Hey. Yes, sir. Any Trontonian surgeons walking out? I'm sorry? Are there any Trontonian surgeons walking out because the malpractice insurance is too high? I don't think so. I don't think so either. No. Think about that. These guys are walking out in Virginia and they're... I, I like that one surgeon that left in the middle of the operation, and he left for 35 minutes to go make a bank deposit. He was my favorite. Yeah, well, he's, he's, he's up there. 
Okay, and have a great day. I think that was a Canadian guy said like to me, trying to make a point. That's the American fucking way. And I'm going to tell you, one thing I was right about, and that is, as much as I love Toronto, the Canadians and nationally have this unbelievable inferiority complex, which is why Wayne Gretzky was hawking that crap during the Olympics about, oh, everybody in the world wants us to lose because everybody hates Canada. <laughs> Nobody cares about Canada, Wayne, you needle-nosed idiot. Nobody cares. And so that's why there's this desperate, this herniatic attempt. We gotta win the gold medal. We gotta win curling. We gotta win hockey. Because it's like collectively, see if we can just, just be good at something, you know? Just be good at something. Besides drinking a lot of heavy beer. And I will say this also. Canadian beer, a lot more potent than the American beer, which is why Americans like Canadian beer so much better. No restrict, what is it? 5% American beer? Canadian beer, like I think about twice as strong. That's why everybody likes that Labatt's Hockey Night in Canada, formerly Molson's Hockey Night in Canada, and those commercials, too, eh? Pretty good. And what the hell was this guy just talking about? 5670560. Where's my drugs, by the way? This show would be a lot better if I could get my goddamn drugs in here. Live, live and local. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM. This is former Vice President Al Gore. You may have noticed I've picked up the tempo somewhat. My cadence is punchier and more upbeat. The timbre in my voice, more positive and confident. This being radio, you can't see the swagger in my walk, but trust me, it's there. By now, you've certainly heard I will not be running for president in 2004. Let me tell you why. I'm not on drugs, and I don't have a drinking problem, although I still like a good belt of bourbon more than occasionally. Now, friends, since my appearance on Saturday Night Live, I've decided to take another direction in life. I never realized I was so damn funny. For the first time in my life, people are actually laughing with me and not at me. So, I'm going to become a stand-up comedian. I've already been booked at the Ha Ha Cellar in Newport Ritchie, Florida, and yucks in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Initially, I'll be performing with other funny men. I'm on the bill with Jeff Foxworthy, Sinbad, Elaine Boozler, and Judy Tanuna, who plays the squeeze box. I've repainted the old Gore Lieberman tour bus with smiley faces and the masks of comedy and tragedy. Who knew I was so damn funny? I've also taken to having sex publicly with Tipper. <laughs> Good times. See you on the road, the road of laughter. <laughs> You're right, he sure butched up. Look at that. Well, he could just pick you up there with one finger, couldn't he? Anyway, it's 14 till noon at 560 WQAM. We got 286 <laughs> votes on the poll. What are you laughing at? He's like twice the size. He, he butched up, okay? It sounds, it looks to me like a lot of drugs. Thank you very much, by the way, sir. Thank you for my uh, Tylenol. He didn't bring me any prescription drugs. He brought me some Tylenol. Although his neck, you see, I didn't notice that. Don't be opening up your fly, okay? Not yet. But his neck is like all butched up, too. You notice that? Those are neck muscles. Yeah, but that's not not good. You don't want to have a thick neck. Then they'll think you're like from uh, Gainesville or something. Like a mugwump. 5670560. Oh, pound. Now, what what is this story? What are we going to be doing about food here now that I'm back for a couple of months? See, I don't have to worry about this in Toronto because you don't hear me eating during the show. Just that one day I had that little piece of cheese and that was it, like a rat. And that was it. Even though I have, the kitchen is like uh, just a few feet from my studio up there, but I have, you know, the refrigerator's right there. I'm not tempted to eat during the show. Here, it's like, I don't know, why, why is it? I don't know. No, habit. No, no, Force no, a no. habit. Force a habit. It's Neil's lunchroom when I'm here. And then, of course, we like to feed the rest of the building. They depend on us. Most of these people are schleppers, and they don't have two nickels to rub together. Uh, 
<clears throat> now, how much? You, well, okay. What? I'm just trying to get the the uh, lay of the land here, okay, and figure out what the hell this is. How many of these I'm going to pop before the show is over? By one o'clock, the show ought to be pretty good. Oh! I'll tell you that. I'm taking some two and alls. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. Maybe we'll get ponytail in here one day, but not too soon. Not too soon because I had that ground brown at mom's house with all that paprika. I, I, I wish you could have seen it. Seriously, she's shaking both shakers frantically like she's, uh, I don't want to say like she's what. Here's Miami Beach. Hello. Like she was milking a cow. How's that? Miami Beach. Hello. North Miami Beach. Like I said, North Miami Beach. Good morning, Neil. Welcome back. Thank you, sir. Let me ask you one too question. too old to be on this show, but nevertheless, yes. Our GDP. Is down, but the corporation profits are up. Your, your, what is it? Our gross domestic product is down. Okay, well, but listen. But the corporation. Let me tell you, when you come back as a frog, up. call us again, sir. Too old. Why do you put old cockers on like that? Ah, something to do. I'm not talking to old cockers. That's another one of my New Year's resolutions. If you're over the age of 100, if you're as old as Mo Howard David, we're not going to talk to you, okay? <clears throat> if you sound like a craggy old fart. Well, the GDP. Nobody wants to hear you, sir. Don't you understand that? Nobody wants to hear craggy old farts. Do they? No. Just like just like that bitch I called the other day. Nobody wants to hear about goddamn Iraq and North Korea and all about uh, this crap like that and all those stupid bedtime stories and about the Catholic Church and all these child molesting uh, bastards, all these faggots. Nobody wants to hear that stuff. They want to hear about eating ass. That's what they want to hear about. They want to hear about how Moses is going to take all his clothes off in a minute. Now, I'm telling you, your neck. I mean, the rest of you looks fine. You look, you did a good job, but your neck. Do something about it. Start doing some like neck exercises. In fact, they have this thing where you hang from a rope from a tree. In fact, what's his name? Kennedy. What's his name? Skakel. Michael Skakel will tell you about it. 5670560. Oh, I better take one of these, you know what? Right now. Oi! Oh, that was good. It was excellent. 291 votes on a poll. That's more votes on a poll already than George had the whole time I was on vacation. That's pretty good. Altogether. Now, how did that thing on the... See, I... I... Probably should have told you to save that. I'm sure Eric's got it. The poll from the last day before I went on vacation about the uh, favorite comedy bit when they started loading up on All You Can Eat Negro. I saved it. Did you? Sure. How did it come out? I mean, All You Can Eat Negro won. Well, it didn't win. And right. It got DQ'd. Right. It and got then, the old the bridge tender. The bridge tender won out. Right. Idiotic jerk. Great. That was, that was very sad. I bet you that Phil would even be upset about that. Are you sure? About his, uh, you know, chronics uh, trying to goose up that thing. He didn't need any help. That's a great bit, all-you-can-eat Negro, but it ain't no bridge tender. I'll tell you that right now. And just before the end of the show that day, it's a damn good thing I kept my eye on that. I kept my eye peeled because we were moving along. We had like about two billion votes on that, and it was going along pretty well. But these people are never satisfied with that. They always got to diddle with us. They always got to dick with this show because that's what they live for is to dick with it. That's their whole life. Now, how many more of these should I take? Here's uh, Pembroke Pines. Hello. Pembroke Pines ain't there? Yes, how you doing, sir? Okay. Uh, hey, Neil, how you doing? Great. I just wanted to talk about... Uh, See, I thought back. when I was in... Wait a minute. I thought when I was in Toronto, the reason some of the calls sounded like this is because I'm way the hell up there. It's because the phone system sucks here. It's got nothing to do with Toronto. The phone <laughs> system to, here blows. I just wanted to go ahead and talk about Pat Riley, how all those doubters, you know, everybody doubted Pat Riley. Look what he's doing now. He's turning his team around. Yeah, that's he's turning it around. Okay, sounds like you've got a lot of experience turning it around. Okay, you know what I'm talking about? Correct him. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Asshole. Five six seven oh five sixty. Call one of the sports nerd shows about Pat Riley, okay? Pat Riley. Well, it's silly little Spanglish L that you put in there, okay? You're not fooling any of us. That's probably the ball guy. 
Yeah, I heard that call that day. That's another one of my pieces of good luck. Just when I open a pot up there, somebody yanks it away. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Fort hey, Lauderdale. Happy, happy, Neil. And Happy New Year to you, sir. I'm surprised we haven't had thousands of people call to wish us all Happy New Year at QM. That's because they're still licking their wounds from that dolphin game. Well, you know, like you know, you know the, best, the best day while you were gone was yesterday because George wasn't on the radio. Yeah. How about Christmas Day? He wasn't on that day either. Well, I was uh, Santa Claus then. Yeah. But, well, he, uh, he said, he said he's go got... Go Buckeyes. What is it? Go Buckeyes. Yeah, bu the Buckeyes suck, okay, sir? So you haven't got a chance. We'll see. You haven't got a chance. Love I mean, you, Neil. I'm, I'm pulling for you, pal. I hope they kick their ass, but the Buckeyes suck. Love you, Neil. Okay, see ya. Hey, there's another guy who's in denial, and he hates George. George says, by the way, F you. That's where he went to school, F you. 5670560. See? Told you. Lawsuit. Corporate disease. Come in here this morning, it's like 74 degrees on that thermostat. Hotter than hell in here. You could have fried eggs on his counter. And that's because we have nobody in this building. we got 75 managers in this place. Nobody can stop him from coming in this room and dicking around. I go on my computer over here. I got all these damn uh, websites, uh, everything in there on the uh, URL thing, whatever the hell you call that. What do you call that? Where you click the thing and all the addresses come down. Where you have like the the, the history. The, the, right, exactly the history. And I go on there and there's ESPN this and Sports Nerd that and Jim Rome's home address and uh, how you get a hold of uh, Tony Bruno in the tea room over at J.C. Penney's. I don't want any of that crap. I, I confess that was me. Yeah, it was George done. It got all the sports stuff on there. George has been working here so long, he's become very quietly behind the scenes a compulsive gambler now. He's going to join GA. That's right, him and Eddie Kay at GA. I can just see it now. So who we got on today? We got the Mad Dog at one who just, again, doesn't recognize this show anymore. I don't know what happened. I think Mo must have done that. Yeah. Yeah. Because he used to, like, you know, make references to Neil is this and Neil did that and Neil something. You know, like recognizing that this show was on, preceding him, turning over that gigantic audience. Not anymore. Not any mo. No. Now it's like Red China. That big, gigantic Berlin Wall is back up again. Doesn't even, like, acknowledge our existence. Then 3 to 6.30, proving that nothing is perfect. We got Josie and Don Bailey Jr. Oh, that's right. This is, Are you kidding me? We're starting five hours. Even for the Dolphins, we only do four hours, right? For the Orange Bowl, we got five hours of crap. Josie and Don B. Jr. from Fiesta Bowl with the Beast. With a beast that got kicked off the show in the morning because Mo didn't want him on there even though he's in denial. I'm getting it right from the beast's puss, okay? Right from the beast's mouth. And again, I, I challenge him to come on this station, Mo Howard David, and deny that he fired the beast off of that show. I challenge him to come on there and deny that he got Carolyn off of that show, okay? Deny it, you lying sack of crap, you silly old fool with your big varicose veins. You old coot. God damn it. Then we got Orlando, the big, uh, oh! at the Orange Bowl, 6 to 8 o'clock. How do you like that? Oh, no, wait a minute. This isn't even a pregame show for the, uh, that's right, our game is tomorrow night. I mean, your game, the Hurricanes. And Ohio State, which this last guy thinks they got a chance. Sir, I got, let me tell you something. They got two chances, none and much less than none. They, I, I saw plenty of Ohio State games during the season. I mean, it's, they got those nice Buckeyes on their helmets, you know. You think what's-his-name is going to be betting on the games? Who's the ex-Art uh, uh, Schleister? He'll probably be betting on a game for Ohio State. You don't know who that is? Ex-Ohio State quarterback. All-American. Gambling problems. The Denny, the Denny McClain of uh, football. I think he's back in a slammer again, or else he died. One or the, one or both. Then we got the big old, like I said, 6.30 to wait at the Orange Bowl, because we got the Orange Bowl USC at Iowa at 8 o'clock tonight. That's a biggie. Iowa's pretty good. 
In fact, I'll tell you right now, it's too it's too bad the Canes didn't have to play a school like Iowa. I would kick their ass. They would kick their ass sideways from here to the Gables. We got the Panther game. I don't understand this. Do you? See, here's another one of those conflicts. This is when you try to put too many sports on your plate. That's what this station does all the time. We have a contract with the Panthers. They're four points out of first place. They're having a good season. Mike Keenan's doing a hell of a job. That Jay Bowmister doing a nice job. Roberto Luongo playing great and goal like he did yesterday in Jersey. I watched that game. He played sensational. Huzelius having a big year. Ole Jokinen, he be turning it around. And we're not talking about his finish ass. We're talking about his uh, game playing great. And we got it on 790 Waxy, the Orange Bowl, which doesn't even include a local team. We got on this station on QAM on a highly touted sports station. Do you see something wrong with that picture? I do. I see something wrong with that. This is like shades of when we had the goddamn conflict between the Marlins and the Dolphins. Remember that? How could we forget back in the fall? The Dolphin exhibition game that wound up on some, I don't know, like some 10-watt station in Jupiter somewhere. And we lied through our teeth to the organization because Greg Reed goes, oh, we'll do this for you and we'll do the same thing for you. And, of course, just like Jim Baker with those timeshares, he's got 50 apartments. The only problem is he sold 25,000 of them. That's the problem. And the same thing with us. we got 24 hours in the day. We'll sell you 45 hours worth on QAM. And whatever slop over it is, we'll stick on some 10-watt radio station that nobody even ever heard of before. Like 790 Waxy, formerly the great WNWS. Home of yours truly and Jerry Williams and Alice Rantel and a bunch of other Goyam. And Steve, Mr. Ego. How's he doing with them fags up there in Fort Lauderdale? He's still got them under his uh, good. Keep them under your thumb, Steve. Keep them faggots down. 56705. Oh, Did I ever get through the whole schedule? Eddie K. after all that uh, football stuff. And Mark Eisenberg alone overnight from 2 to 6 because Joe is on his honeymoon, no doubt. He's mooning it in Vegas. Can you imagine four hours of Mark Eisenberg alone? Oh, my God. Poor Mo. You know something? There is a God after all. Mo is going to have to come in tomorrow morning and follow four hours of Mark Eisenberg solo. And he's got Vlad and Anthony with him. Like I said, that show, boy, that show needs a lot of work. Now, are you still uh, coming on that show, Moses? Are you still uh, hanging out on that? Not too much anymore. See, even he's burned out on it. He's wow. too busy making porno movies. 308, uh, 308 movies. I mean, 308 votes. On the poll. Now, we're gonna, we're actually, what we're gonna do is we're gonna show you the porno movies on the show tomorrow because it's still like the holiday week. And you just look in the speaker in your radio and you'll see squirt, squirt. the coming attractions, right? On your speaker. That would be good. Now, let's just play the audio. What do you say? There'll be a pop-up ad for it. Huh? I could just hear it now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. 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 That's the sound of Moses and uh, Boris from Marcus, as a matter of fact, when I'm here. Okay. <laughs> we get an 80 share, I guarantee you that, especially in this hard-ass town. Boy, this has got to be the most asexual, the most nondescript, the most bizarre place on the face of the globe. Just uh, amazing to me, astonishing. Everything is another strip shopping center. It's just, it's just one after another, all laid, like end-to-end. One after another. There are no white people. I mean, none. There's four of us here right now, and of course, three of you are spicks. So, the like, uh, towelhead. Huh? Towelhead? Camel humper. Red Sea pedestrian. What do you mean by that? What is he now? What do you convert? No, you. Towelhead? Your ancestors were Schmatterhead. Schmatterhead. Oh, Use the right lingo. I don't know okay. the difference Get your headgear right, mister. I told you last year, the headgear is what it's all about. Get with it, you idiot. Like I said, what day is George's birthday again? I heard his shows are really weak. 
His polls, man, the worst. Here's Miami. Hello. Welcome back, Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. Happy, happy New Year happy to you. Well, had. Uncle. I have no idea what he said, but I think one word began with an F, so just to be on the safe side. I didn't hear a damn thing he said. No. I think something about his, uh, New Year's Eve, the ball dropped, something like that. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless line. Well, we got a lot of spots this hour, don't we? No, nothing. Special salute to our sales department. So I guess we better tell the Jeff High story or not. I don't know. He went on balance for life. He became the poster child. Bad mistake. Didn't I? Didn't I say at the time it's a bad mistake? A bad move by Troy from Balance for Life and Troy. Uh, what's his name? Our Troy, the former Dolphin. Started out 336 pounds, Jeff High. That was on December the 2th. 336 disgusting fat pounds on a cane and a walker and a, on a gurney. They were wheeling him around like goddamn Helen Keller. Here, 12-9, 331 pounds, 5 pounds lost. I remember doing the spot saying, hey, he lost 5 pounds. And I'm thinking to myself, what the, he could take a dump and lose more than 5 pounds. Anybody that disgusting and big. And from the reports we've heard, trust me, just check the walls in there. Then I, I'm on vacation. I take a look on here on 12:16, which is a week later, 3:28, which is only three more pounds. So in two weeks, he lost a total of eight pounds. See, now most of us, if we lost eight pounds in two weeks, we'd say pretty good, excellent. Are we going to do the ID now, by the way? The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. But in his case, losing eight pounds, you wouldn't even notice it, right? Right. I mean, j just between the, the the crevices in the folds of fat. There's got to be eight pounds of tochis in there. He sweats that much in a day. Exactly. That's right. And that's just wheeling around this building, that fat tub of crap. So anyway, and then uh, that was the 16th. Now, let's see, the 23rd. Let me look at the 23rd, 30th. Uh, so that's like two and a half weeks ago. And you're reporting to me that he refused. Refused. He, he re stood right there. He stood in the doorway. He he in the studio. He lurched in the studio. Was that on his walker or on his on his walker? Uh, on his walker. He lurched in the walker. And refused to get on the scale because, according to him, he pigged out during the holidays. <laughs> Didn't I tell you he, he will never do it? He will never no. do it. I mean, he, he's got as bad as my sugar and carbohydrate addiction is. He's got ten times what I'll ever had. Thank goodness for me, but not good for him. And by the way, he's obsessed. The beast, yeah, the beast went on that cruise. Remember, he still got on even though he knew that it would be. Uh, that, that's positive. right. The beast is okay in my book. He's all right, especially after he got canned off a of Mo Show. I'm so gonna, he was on it. I'm going to play that thing again, okay? What is that thing called? That really just, the more I think about it, the more it pisses me off. Because, again, he's trying to, he uses it as an excuse to attack me, which is fine. But the fact of it is that, uh... Mitch in Miami or QAM. Yeah, hey, Howard. <laughs> What's going on, Mitch? Uh, I'd like to hear the beast on Christmas and New Year's Day. Would you really? Yeah, you know the guy you fired? Who fired him? You did. How did I, I fire How are you? got hey, some hey, big hey, power. Hey, 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 hey Mitch. Hey, Mitch, let me ask you a question. Based on what intelligent insight do you have this information? You fired him. How would you know that? You fired him. How would you know that? Shut up once and answer the question. You fired Answer the him. question, moron. You asshole. <laughs> Wait, hang on. Must be. It must be another one. I'm getting one the shovel. You buried him. What? I kept asking the question. How would you know that? And he kept repeating himself over and over again. You know what it sounds like to me? Another one of the trained monkeys that listens to Ginger Rogers. Because that's all he's got is trained monkeys that listens to that jackass. Oh, so the big always going to be on tonight, but not at the Orange Bowl. Thank goodness for that. That's the news from Muff, who's in here frantically making out schedules. 
sitting in his office listening to the show, having a wonderful time. Nice to see you, Doug. Anyway, here's a fact that says, Neil, thank George for me for that sexual gift giving guide really works. Is this for real or is this a fact? A, uh, fa a uh, fake. What? Fake fact. Thank George for me for that sexual gift giving guide. It really works. I hung up in my bedroom. My girlfriend first thought I was, it was stupid, but when I told her I would really, uh, base her gifts on it, we have increased our sex life 100%, and come Valentine's Day, may have to take out a loan for her gift. I may need some Viagra. This is great. Uh, Bob from Dick Insider gave us some things. Bob from what? Down. You have to slow down when you say that. Bob from Dickens, Dickens Cider. Cider. Yeah. Gave us you, some gift you giving pervert. guides. Now, what of the audience has turned this show off? First he's eating ass, and then he's talking about Dickens. Cider. Cider. And we gave you him idiot. out at Treasure Island. His neck is definitely too big. He's he, he's safe with me. He looks like a football player now, doesn't he? Right. He looks like one of those, uh, not, not like one of the big fat linemen, not like fat, but like a thick neck, like a, like a Yahoo. Looks like he ought to play for like Georgia. Only they don't like no white guys on their team. They got their quote already. Maybe FS and U. Here's a fax. It's from WL, chronic caller, a faxer, good guy. George was fine. I don't understand why callers request the same bits over and over. Of the newer bits, I like Fox News Heather. Boca Brian is the cream of the crap. I admit that song parodies are hard to do well. Now, what does that mean? He's knocking him? I thought he's, it was, uh, Boca Brian is great. This is our good friend W.L. in Delray, who I thought was a good faxer. The MSU Spartans hired a white coach from, uh, Clantucky, it says. Yeah, we fired a Schwarzer coach and hired a white. Maybe that's because we were giving up like 80 points a game, something like that. That might have been part of the reason. JavaScript has nothing to do with Java. If you have JavaScript errors, you may want to check the version of your browser and check the compatibility of the website that caused the error. Sometimes sites are designed for a specific... Well, see, this is something that worked on there all along, though. See, all the time. And now it doesn't. And Carlos is in there. Oh, yeah, well, blah, 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 yeah, Mr. Expert in there. Yeah, well, and there, have to stick your finger in the back of the computer and other finger in a socket. One finger in Eric's ass. Sometimes sites are designed for specific browsers and plugins like the Microsoft Media Player that allow us to listen to WQM live. Hey, by the way, we still got the uh, what you call Sunday, right? The um, the old shows. What do we call that? Archives. Archives. Regarding gambling, don't forget Paul Horning, Notre Dame and Green Bay, and Alex Karras, former Iowa Detour Lions, and Denny McLean. I said Denny McLean, so I mean WL. I did forget Paul Horning and Alex Karras. They both had a little bit of a gambling problem. And speaking of that. I noticed while I was away all these articles about Pete Rose meeting with uh, <coughs> Bud Light, and they might let him back into baseball and a Hall of Fame and all this other stuff. I don't have a problem with Hall of Fame, okay? Stick his ass in there, as if as if anybody really should care. Why the hell does anybody care anymore? But one of the lines that I read in some stories, some of the 50,000 stories about that was, oh, well, he'd be a great credit to baseball if they let him back in. Great credit, my ass. He's still gambling uh, head over hand over fist. You'll see him out here at the track with his stacks of $100 bills. He'd be a disgrace to baseball. So if you want to stick him in a Hall of Fame for his accomplishments during his playing career, that would be fine. Get it over with already and quit uh, wasting our time with it. But this crap about what a great credit he'd be to baseball, who the hell are you people kidding, huh? Ask the tellers out of the track about old Pete Rose. Anyway, priest accused of sex abuse found dead. We'll get to that tomorrow or Monday. When we get around to it, we get to our bedtime stories. we got too many important drugs today. I mean, the stuff to do. Calls to take. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. See, I should go on vacation more often. Look how animated the show is today, huh? Right, you're all. I should full go on vacation. In fact, I'm doing today, and I'm taking off for a few weeks again. I think that sounds good to me. And by the way, thanks again to Greg Reed for the tremendous publicity. Oh, and speaking of uh, Carlos and Eric, didn't I mention specifically about it would be nice on my own website for it to mention when Neil is coming back on the year? Where does it say that? Uh oh. 
Where does it say that on our website on neilrogers.com? I can't even on my own website get promotion when I'm coming back on the air after vacations or extended like whatever it's going to be. No. Much less all those great billboards <laughs> that Greg's got around town for us. Not. That'll never materialize. That's in my contract that is supposed to be up there, but never will be. So I have to work my ass off for a month, for like two and a half months to get the audience back that George blew off. And then by the time I get the audience back, I'm on vacation again. I hate that. Not the vacation part. But the fact that you keep blowing all the audience off. No, I'm sorry. Who are we going to get in here to fill in? Maybe we can get, uh, what's his name, Mark Eisenberg. He sure had a lot of practice now in that overnight show. Maybe tonight's show, I'll put him over the edge, huh? Four hours alone, all solo on there, two to six in the morning where everybody is sleeping, thank God. I mean, Mark's a good guy, but on the air, I mean, I, oh, brother. He, make, he makes Joe Zagaki sound like Walter Cronkite. Here's Miami Lakes. Hello. Hey, Neil. Happy New Year. And same to you, sir. Hey, listen, you're speaking a lot about the Beast and Mo and how Beast got fired and everything. Well, Hank had, like, a end-of-the-year wrap-up. Yeah, somebody like, somebody told me about that. Auto moments, you need to lift that part off the tape because he had the Beast. I believe they're in the studio or on the phone. And he was questioning about it, but he was, like, really gun-shy, didn't want to say anything. So I uh, just brought that up, and I uh, thought that was really funny that we could find that. Okay. All right, Neil. Later. Thanks a lot. Yeah, I heard about that. Somebody gave me a spy report on that. I mean, how could anybody make that up? And he's always in his, he's not even denying it. All he's doing is attacking the guy. He feels by lashing out that somehow he's going to like, uh, you know, that Mitch guy, which was obviously a setup call, but nevertheless, lashing out, he's some kind of going to intimidate this guy. The louder and more bombastic he gets, it's going to take the heat off of him. Well, guess what, Mo? You're not fooling anybody. You blew the guy off the show. Why not respond honestly by saying he's unprofessional, he's a meathead, he's an idiot, he don't fit in on the show, and he's uh, moved on to other things now. That would be the honest answer. As opposed to attacking it. Where do you get your information? It must be from the trained monkeys between 9 and 1. I got news for it. The trained monkeys, by the way, are paying for you to be doing those dolphin games and all the other sports frivolity that's on this radio station, okay? Clown man. Goofball. I'll tell you, since the day that Gildy spilled his bag all over his lap in there, he's never been the same. You know, he, he was making a little bit of a comeback. And when Gildy got up real abrupt that day and tripped over the cord to his bag and spilled it all over the guy, all over Moe's pants, was dripping down his varicose veins. It was a nasty scene in there, is what I'm hearing. That's what Robert told me. Five and Zach also. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Uh, that's Zach. M O R O N. Here's Palm Beach. Hello. Hey Neil, what's up? How you doing, sir? Welcome back. Happy New Year. Same to you. Thank you. And uh, George, I thought you did a great job while you're going. Excellent. Love, the best. I like listening to him. Pretty weak. Nice. And uh, did he tell you what the best show he had was? Though? No. The Sud show. The what show? The Sud show. I had Suds in for lunch. Oh really? For an hour. Well, that's great. Excellent show. In fact, you know something that uh, I'm starting to think about next summertime. That's a good idea. Spick and that's Suds. It. George's Spick and Suds sounds good. <laughs> that's excellent. No, it, it was great. I wish we could have called in, but I know why we couldn't. So. Um, no, well, well, wait, wait a minute. Why couldn't you call in? I didn't take any calls. Why not? I wanted him all to myself, and everybody right. was just going to call up and say, you know. No, they wouldn't. This guy wouldn't have called in and said, this like guy. That. You know how these people are. Why? Because they're assholes. Oh. <laughs> okay, thanks a lot, pal. George says. Yeah, go ahead. How do you feel about Mo calling or saying on a show that he was pulling or he thought that the uh, Patriots would win? What do you think about that? 
See, I wasn't here, and I'm not going to take it all like secondhand. And then, of course, he's always going to say it was a joke, and he told Harvey Green he was doing it. It was just a joke. I, it just seems to me that he keeps he keeps sticking his hand on the on the stove and then wondering why he gets burned all the time. You know, that he's just a guy that never learns to get away from the stove. Perfect analogy. Hey, say say hi to everybody at Florida Waterproof. All right. Bye. Have a great day. What is it? What are you looking at me for? George is giving me a look like I can hear the messages through the door. No, no. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five what pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Is he talking about Mo again? Bad. Who isn't? Here's a call from Weston. Hello. Legal services. Okay, and the same to you. I hate that when they put us on hold like that. We get those stupid ass messages. You used the uh, the wrong line there. No, I did not. I'm telling you. Oh, that's right. I said, Weston, I hit the wrong line. But there was something on there, though. See, I, I was, was just good. doing it ahead of time to get rid of it. Five six seven oh five sixty. Come on. You can make it to 1 o'clock, folks. I know you don't believe that. I know you'd rather sit and moan about the Dolphins choking and blowing that game again. And they're not in the playoffs. And what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Get a life. That's what you're going to do. Stop worrying about a stupid goddamn football game. You should be used to it after 30 years, okay? It's like the Leafs aren't going to win a Stanley Cup this year. Oh, well, what a surprise that is, huh? After 35 years, don't surprise me. I know it. Get over it and grow up and get alive. Get a search party together. Okay, go out in the uh, Everglades, see if you can find anything out there alive. Go to Sunrise Lake, see if you can find anything alive. Here's Weston. Hello. Weston. I'm on the right line this time, George. No, I'm still on the wrong line. Let's try to find Weston. I got my own search party going here on the phone. Hello. Neil, how are you? Yes, there you are. I knew I'd find you. I'm here somewhere. You know what? And I'm old Howard David can kiss this gorilla and train monkey's hairy ass. I'm tired of hearing his crap. Um, really quick question for you, please. Um, you've been in Toronto lately, is that correct? Yeah. Is it snowing there right now or not? Uh, Christmas, you know, when upstate New York had all of that snow, we had about one to two inches in Toronto that day, and that's the only snow we had. We had a few flurries the rest of the time, but uh, very little, there's no snow on the ground right now. Okay, I'm on my way up there, and I was just curious if it was snowing yet. Um, really funny, really funny story here. My friend, uh, a big dolphin fan, to show yeah. you what a bunch of assholes they are down here in South mm -hmm. Florida. He had a big New Year's Eve party planned, and the dolphins lost. So guess what he did? He cried and canceled his little party because the dolphins lost a football game. He because canceled his. What an what an idiot! He's an what? asshole. Yeah. Let me let me ask you one other question here. I always notice whenever you guys say the rec the word rectum on the air the air. You rectum. Say the bit. Can you not say that word on the air? Say what? Rectum? No, but nobody can say rectum like Mitch Lewis. Rectum? Okay. I just didn't know if you were allowed to say it because you always play the bit over. No, we can say asshole. We just can't say rectum. Okay, sounds fair. But it came it came from... Rectum? Rectum. Hell, it damn near killed him. See, it came from that. Well, Neil, you know what? You have a great show. And you know what? Fuck all these assholes. <laughs> and I heartily concur. What? Oh, this is a tough one. I've wrestled with this one all week. And I've been... And I'm not that I'm not supportive of the Dolphins, because I am. Yeah. And I like the way they play, and I like when they play well, boy, they look awfully sharp. I just got, I have now fallen into the malaise of pessimism. Oh, don't do it, man. Say it ain't so. The Patriots, with an upset win. Oh! Not an upset. Not Patriots, an upset, no. The Patriots will disappoint the Dolphins. Oh, boy. But the Dolphins will get in the playoffs. You better take a different plane up to New England. I can't man. help it, man. I, 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 you know. Make sure Jason those... Taylor didn't get a hold of you on no, that plane. You know what? Oh, my God. Yeah, there was. There was for you to hear. There was the evidence. But I, like I said, I wasn't here when it happened, so I don't, I don't really don't. But it was just a stupid thing to do. 
And he keeps saying and doing stupid things. Then he gets, like I said, burned like a little kid with his hand on the stove. And then like, oh, I didn't really mean it. It was just a joke. Uh, I didn't have the uh, the uh, list of uh, affiliates. The, that was the all-time. And, and the fact, I, I still, it's amazing. It's the epitome of what this town is all about. The fact that the Miami Herald, which has won all these goddamn prizes, et cetera, and so on. And here's supposed to be a real major market newspaper. And they put Barry Jackass. Any crap that he writes, which is basically any crap that Greg Reed tells him and Mo Howard tells him or anybody else who will speak to him, including the Mad Dog who denies it. But he's, he consorts with Barry Jackass. Are you ready for that? The Mad Dog, Greg Reed, and Mo Howard Davided. They all consort with the little buried jackass, that little tub of pud. And he puts in a paper there this thing about, well, they have a weak signal. Uh, yeah, right. 50,000 watts in the middle of the dial, you idiot, you jackass. A name well-deserved, Barry. Rhymes with Mary and fairy. You silly goose. And he put it in the paper. It's just astonishing. It's shocking to me. And there's no outrage and there's no people questioning. I'm the only one in this whole goddamn town that brings him to bear to account for it. I mean, don't confuse this with the truth or with the facts. Oh, I listen to your show every day. You guys are doing a wonderful job. He didn't check the affiliate list, though. How could he possibly not know that they're on in a market? Maybe they're just coming in magically over his radio. Maybe he's got one of those magic radios. And he just speaks the words, Tony Bruno. And there's the show shows up. Howard Stern. There's Howard. Three in the afternoon, the Howard Stern show comes on. Only on his radio. Isn't that an XM feature? Yeah. He's got that new satellite, Mo Howard David radio. Where you just speak, you utter the name. Stupid. Randy Rhodes. There she is. There's Randy. Howard! Yeah, see? Yes, Alan, I picked up the game on a big dish. It was blacked out locally yesterday. I have no idea why the Panthers didn't televise that game. Not a good move. Nice win on the road, but it was a boring game, but nevertheless, they won. I just don't get it. I'm going to have to go back in that arena that I'm back in town and straighten those assholes out. See what's going on there with Alan Cohen and all those other uh, lunatics? You guys are doing a pretty good job on the ice, but off the ice, boy, pretty weak. And that's one of the reasons because nobody knows who's on that team. I see Ray Whitney had three assists in Columbus win the other night. Watch much of that game as they beat the Penguins 5-2. to two. And Mike Sillinger had a goal and an assist, I do believe, and they're both having a big year. Sure wouldn't want to have those guys back on the team. My, my and local. This is Sports Radio 560. UAQAM. Oh, that was the rejoin, by the way. Well, I beg your pardon? Well, well Moses and I are just in here was. talking about drugs. I understand. And about sex and about uh, steroids. I mean, I, I was told that was a rejoin. That, uh, thanks, Moses. Have a great life, and thanks for the Tylenol. With Coach. Come in there, Boca Brian. Couldn't you wait like another week or two? Not that I'm not happy to see you, but Jesus Christ, all right, with that chicken neck of yours. In it's fact, I think, goods. I think that he loaned his uh, neck to uh, Fat Rich. You'd be very proud of Fat Rich, by the way. I'm, very, I'm amazed. I'm shocked. But I guess it's pretty good when they tell you your blood pressure is 50 over 30 and that one chamber in your heart isn't working anymore. That probably is, if that scare doesn't do it for you, then it's time to check out, wouldn't you think? Check out what? 50 over 30. I, I can't even imagine a blood pressure like that. I bet you even Moses higher than that. Well, you know when they take blood from him, when he goes for blood tests, it's real easy to find a vein. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. What is he saying? Oh, that's you, man. He's got the mo piece on there, the raccoon on the head. Here's a call from the Gables. Hello. Hey Neil. Yes, sir. You gonna watch the Ohio State U of M Fiesta Bowl game? Uh, I might. 
Really? I thought you, so you're a Hurricanes fan now? No, I didn't say I was rooting for them. I said I might watch the game. That doesn't mean I'm rooting for them. Of course not. Okay. Hey, did you hear what Dave Watson said after the Dolphins lost? I'm afraid to ask. We need some help. Okay. He was doing pretty weekly until he got to that. Now, here's a fact from Annette who says, Welcome back. Happy New Year. Nice to have you back. To here's a good one. I enjoyed George for the first time, says Annette. How do you like that? They're starting to catch you a little bit of slack. Not too much. Maybe it's because of the holidays. Or maybe because you talked about, what was it the guy said before you talked about that he enjoyed so much? I forgot. Looking ass? That was it. I listen every day on the way to work. I enjoy the articles you read on the radio. I don't have time to read all those papers. You keep me informed, says Annette. Well, we'll see. We'll see how it shakes out during the New Year, sweetheart. Because so far today, we don't have too many people calling in praying for those periodicals on audio. We don't want to get little Tommy Jicka all bent out of shape again. We want to do the show exactly the way Tom wants, okay? Remember Tommy wants? He was a pretty good driver. Hazel Park, Pompano Park. Good trot man. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T. What's wrong with sitting here and begging for calls all day? Huh? For four hours? For that kind of money? I'll do it. I got Boca Brian's check in my pocket here. I knew he would come in today. I know what kind of guy he is, the way he operates. Although I will say this, all of the bits that he does that I can't play on the air, that's starting to get a little expensive these days. Here's a call from Margate. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Happy New Year to you. And the same to you. You know, I'm a season ticket holder for the Panthers, and I, I, I've unfortunately been going. You're the one. The, yeah, I've been going to most of the games. I'm right up. I'm right opposite from you in 119. Yeah. You know, and I know why they're not where they need to be. It's all about money. I mean, when Pavel Burry gets traded and eleven million dollars worth of payroll disappears, what do they do with that eleven million dollars? Well, the thing that really pisses me off is the fact that if they would have spent some of that money on just a couple of uh, free agents or a couple of other players, they they really could be competitive. I mean, they're only four points out of first in a weak division right now. And if they would have kept Whitney, if they would have kept Sillinger, even forgetting about getting anybody new, if they would have just kept some of the really uh, good players. Uh, number one, the fans would have known who the damn team was, and number two, they could have been uh, maybe even in first place right now. What's the matter with Garen or Amante? And they were out there for the grabs. Or, or Mellonby. Scott Mellonby's played great for the Blues. Absolutely. They ended up doing nothing. They end up with a team that's got a lot of energy. They're 23, 24 years right. old. They're not a bad team. No, they, and and Keenan, Keenan is doing a great job with them. I mean, he, people don't realize what a marvelous job he's doing with a very young and experienced team. But the fact is, with all the years of disappointment and frustration the public's been through here, and for those kind of prices, people don't want to see young and energetic. They want to see really competitive and a team, especially at home, that can win some games. Can you explain, though, the only thing I don't understand about this whole thing is why they're so pathetic at home and why they really actually play damn well on the but, road. But you know something, that may be the, the the age factor again, because when they're at home, they may you know feel a lot more pressure when you've got young, inexperienced kids on the team. Maybe that's it, because at, at home they, they play scared. They're on their heels. They don't look good. I mean, the, Dal the Dallas game last Friday, that was one of the worst games I've ever seen in my life. That was pathetic. Yeah, a few more performances like that, and you'll, uh, you'll hear an echo in the stands. You know? Well, I'll be seeing you there now that I'm back. I'll be coming well, to some games. I'll hope... come over and say hello to you. I'm right across the way. I actually go to every game. I, I sit there and I pray, but the end result's pretty typical. We know it's going to be a tie and an overtime loss. <laughs> yeah, all right. All right okay. Have a good, have have a good, good New, New Year. Here's okay. my good friend Tommy just came in. He's got some uh, in interesting reports, I'll bet. Here's our good friend, your good friend David again, who just won't stop. He won't. We're going to have to uh, do something with this guy. You know what? I notice on the top it says Aircraft Parts Support Group, Inc. You don't think that's a corporation he might own or work for or be involved with in some way since it's on their fax machine? Or he snuck in to use their fax machine. Oh, yeah, it could be. could be uh, like camouflage. 
I just got off the phone with Jeff High. He's over at a car wash doing a promo. Anyway, he's scared of you right now because of the Balance for Life thing. He said that during the holidays he ate like a pig, and I saw him eat everything from deviled eggs to chocolate cake to deviled eggs on top of chocolate cake. Anyway, he's avoiding you. Jeff initially told me he stopped Balance for Life because he didn't like the food, but after prodding, he admitted the problem was because he couldn't eat what he wanted and was really tough, especially during the holidays, with Salem's hot dogs he had shipped in from Buffalo and the Polish wieners. You are a Polish wiener, fat boy, you idiot. He also drinks like a fish, which means beer, wine, whiskey, everything. Most of the liquor he gets a discount from your sponsors. At one sponsor about six months ago, I had to help him into a bathroom stall. It's just like looking at a blob, it says. I've never seen someone down as much liquor as Jeff. Have you ever met his son, Matthew? Yes. Five foot two and three hundred pounds. He's, he's got the whole fat family. It's tragic. His wife is a tub. His daughter is a tub. The one who's going to be, uh, what is she, an Olympic, uh, eater? Shot putter. She's an Olympic, uh, cake eater, I think. It says, uh, don't bother with Balance for Life with Jeff, cause he's, well, I never, I was not my idea to put him on there. I said the beast keep him on there, and, and good old Troy and Troy Stratford. Oh no! Well, you know he hasn't lost enough, and they put a guy in who's destined to fail from the beginning. It would like be like putting me on it. If he's going to use me as the poster child, he forget about it. That ain't going to happen. Am I going to lose weight eating baba ganoush? No, I don't think so. Eating all that tofu stuff. I like some real food, man. I like real food for real people. Five six seven oh five sixty. Pound 560 on it. So bring in the stuff you got there, will you? Old crater head, let's go already. God damn it, is he slow. I could play, I could either gonna play his bits or I'll play the Frank Locano thing. Wait till you hear this. There is Dashiell and Edwards and Carrie and Dean. Remember, now remember? Yeah. I was talking about Frank Locano in the old yeah, days at INC yeah. and Wasting Way in Hallandale. Well, nothing's perfect. And even Gary still carries a dream. But do you recall no. the very best candidate of all? <laughs> Bob Graham's the only candidate who can run and win it all. He'll make a real great president if Bob will only answer the call. All of the other candidates Together they don't make one bob. They would all say if you ask them, Bob Graham, he can do the job. <laughs> so let's begin our rally cry. Say it loud and clear. <laughs> bob, our country needs you now. Make the choice to run somehow. <laughs> then we will be so happy. As we shouted out with glee, Bob Graham, the 44th president, you'll go down in history. We have a friend. You think that's enough of that? Well, Frank Locano, he's a, a big uh, Democratic uh, booster pusher, you know what I'm saying? Kind of like Wayne Arnold. He's big at the water department, stuff like that. Hey, by the way, thanks, Wayne. You're a good guy. Five six seven oh five sixty. What are you smirking about? I'm not smirking. I'm smiling. You're you're, you're smirking again. I Maybe we'll get Wayne Arnold in here tomorrow. He we love Wayne. We love Wayne Arnold and we love uh, Hudson. Right. In fact, I like it so much I may go out and buy one a Hudson. Did you ever see a Hudson? No. Boy, those things were nasty looking. No wonder they went out of business. I mean, some cars you don't know why they went out of business. Like Studebakers were kind of cute. I mean, Packard. My father used to buy Packards all the time. That's because he had taste in his tush. Packards were like a big box, like a right. huge I've seen box. Those. 
but Studebakers were cute. They yeah. were nice-looking cars. How about the Henry J was a good-looking old car? I have a friend who had a Studebaker. Did you ever see a Henry J? No. With, like, the fins, kind of like Cadillac fins on the uh, ass end? Oh, uh, no. They were nice, Henry J. Eh? Five six seven oh five sixty. What now? We got a new Mo Howard David bit. We uh, got uh, another auction coming up. Oh boy! That's where we auction off an item of great value. You slashing me, Mo? Oh yeah. Here, hold this, will you? Okay. Now, uh, oh. we got to uh, auction these items off for a very, very good, good cause. Reach for the sky. What's that mean? It means stupid. If they don't give up the guilt, we take it anyway. See? Oh, like reach for the sky. Your money or your wig? What's the matter, Mo? I'm thinking. Just a joke, Mo. A joke, huh? Yeah, I got a joke for you. Now, that's funny. <laughs> now, uh, what do we got to auction off this time? Why not auction off your pee bear? Say, that's not a bad idea. I need a new one anyway. Yeah, please. But first, let me tell my minions in paradise about the luxurious Everglades Hotel and its magnificent spa. That's where my close personal man friend Jay Fiedler and I go quite often. Ain't nothing like two men in a spa. Lying there naked with just a towel, steamy moisture, aerial ain't in your balls, Jay's soft hands gently caressing my buttocks, then grasping them, drawing me closer. You get carried away, Mo, you squirt me. Stop it! You a professional smut? Yeah. How dare you interrupt the spot! But you're splashing me again! I'll give you a splash. Here! Ah, you've been splashing me! Your asparagus pee. Ah, you wanna see the filth again in my pants clean? Ah, it smells like fox and a sketch. About time you got a brand new bag. The bag makes me feel good. Like an old caca should. It feels nice. Do, 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 do. Like when I melt the uh, hot wax in my eyes. Do, 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 do. This old one here sags. So I gotta get a brand new bag. Yeah. When you splash me, it stinks. Right up already. Jorge. 1231 at 560 WQAM. No more of those small bits until next week. 355 votes on a poll. Well, I'll tell you, this has been great today. This has been like a holiday, and I didn't realize. See, I would have been more enthusiastic about coming back today if I realized we still were on a holiday. Everybody else in the building is, except Muff, and he's gone now. Let's take the building over now. Muff's gone. Oh. There ain't nobody here running the place. We'll go lock the doors. Let's take this joint over. Is there anything worth anything no. here? No. How sad. We used to joke about that. Where the hell was it? Was it at INZ? Somewhere. We used to joke about locking the doors, you know? And just taking the place over and playing crap over and over, like for 48 hours. Yeah, let's play that, that dolphin song. That would be good. Now, the Brian Cox one. <laughs> let's play that from now till 1 o'clock tomorrow morning. Sure beats the Mark Eisenberg show. I'm sorry. That's bad. Why do I pick on Mark so bad? He's a good guy. Well, you know he's not good on the air. No, I wouldn't know He makes know that. you sound like goddamn uh, Chet Huntley. Doesn't he? Who? You're such a putz. I hear it's just a rumor that George had another birthday. I heard they called it off this year for lack of interest. Does that mean I don't age? Here's Medley. Hello. Neil, welcome back. Yes, sir. Hey, listen. Uh, Happy what? New Year to you, sir. Same to you, Pally. Happy 2003. 
Why are you uh, still down on the Hurricanes? Even uh, Larry Coker is a good guy, and he he's running a clean program now. Not not, not like that Jimmy's Johnson. Yeah, I don't know. I really can't figure that out. That's a good that's a good question. I, it's like with Notre Dame. Once you develop a hatred for a program, it's hard to make it go away. You know. He's a good guy, though. That Larry. Coker. Yeah, Larry Coquette, He's okay. Uh, they got a great program, and the only thing I miss is Sonny Hirsch. He's not around anymore. No, he's not. Well, we got Joe Zagaki puking and screaming and acting like about a 10-year-old child, and my good friend Don Bailey Jr. squealing and carrying on, trying to be like Mad Dog Jr. Pretty embarrassing. I get embarrassed every time I hear that. Yeah. It's just embarrassing. Hear it when you I think that they could have had Bill Zimfer doing the U of M games, and they made that bad, bad mistake with Joe Zagaki. That's, that's uh, unconscionable. I get a nervous stomach from him, but yeah. he's a good guy. He gives me spilkies. You're right. Uh, but anyway, I miss that Bill Zimfer. They had to bring that Mo Howard David in. I, I guarantee you, Bill Zimfer would not have picked New England to win that game last Sunday. I guarantee you. And neither Rick Weaver. Can you imagine Rick Weaver, oh, the inventor God. of the white hankies and all that stuff? Can you imagine him picking the Dolphins to lose to any opponent? No chance. He should be strung up for that. Well, we're working on it. No, seriously, I mean, stop and think of no matter whether it's stick or not. He's the one that's always talking about, well, under the guise of shtick. There's certain things you don't do under the guise of shtick, and that is turn on the people that are, like, paying your goddamn uh, salary. That would be like me attacking the Beasley. <laughs> Bunch of cheap bastards. Bunch of cheap yahoos. I am going to, I think tomorrow I'll do four hours on what Bob Vermouth told me over there in Amsterdam at that dinner that night. About how that night he found George Beasley up in that tree playing a banjo. I'm going to tell all those stories tomorrow. Between 9 and 1 right here on his station. That's exactly what Bob Vermouth be telling me. And he also told me what a smart guy Greg Reed was. And at that point, I knew I was dealing with a major asshole. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T. Maybe if you talk nice to the engineering department, maybe they'll send you all that equipment from Amsterdam. Maybe maybe uh, Carlos there can scan the computer. Okay. Huh? I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of like this one here. It's kind of generic, but it works pretty good, huh? What are you? What are you nodding your head? They're not going to give you crap, man. Are you kidding me? We could use a computer in here. Yeah, damn right. We could one. use that computer right here. And get rid of that old you piece think, of crap. I think that one's slow. It is. Oh, is, is it because of the computer that's slow? Because then you you're it's going to get computer. me all over Bell South again, no, 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 and my no. good friend Spiro Canton, it's and then computer. all over Internet Explorer and over a net, uh, Netscape, and it comes yeah, out to find way. out the computer's slow. Well, I'd be glad to spring for a new computer in here. When you're making uh, 20, 30, 40 million a week, I mean, what's the problem here? I've got the big bucks coming in. What are you laughing about? Nothing, then we could put that one in here. See, that's one thing I'll say for this play, one thing. And that is, like, if I go out and I'm going to, like, like at the ATM, because I have my card with me all the time, because you get the better exchange rate when you're, like, in Toronto at the ATM, so I get all my cash out of the ATM, eh? And you take that money and you think to yourself, it doesn't make any difference. It's like when I went to Dillard's the other day to buy some clothes. Not because I want to get all spiffed up to impress Mo, but because, you know, i got to get some clothes. And I went in there and I paid the extra price. There's nobody shopping in there because they have beautiful merchandise at a hefty price. I don't care. I don't shop price. When I go into Publix, I just pick stuff off the shelf that I want. That's nice to be able to do that. I'm not saying this to look down the nose at all three of you who are a bunch of schleppers, but now that I think of it, it's pretty nice to be able not to worry about cash, you know? However much I want, there it is. I got it. You know? No. I mean, I don't know. now two of the three of you, you still got most of your life ahead of you. Volker Bryan, of course, he's, you know, he's at the end of the road. He's still, he's, in addition to which, since his mind is trapped in the 50s and 60s anyway, he ought to be happy to have an income. The money he's making now is big money back in the 50s. In the 1850s. Yeah, so we ought to be satisfied with that. He can buy all those old Uncle Milty tapes. 
Oh, by the way, thanks very much for the Howdy Doody uh, uh, DVD. Do you know he sent me that for my birthday? No, I didn't. Howdy Doody. And it's still up there in Toronto. I'm going to have to go out and buy a DVD player to watch it. What are you laughing about? No. I, I can go right, right over there downtown. Buy all the DVD players I want. How much you want? Here's my credit card. Here's some cash. Here's some of that cheap Canadian cash. No problem. It's a nice feeling. I want to go out and buy two more Corvettes today. I think just out of spite. I'm going to go buy two more. They got that new one, the anniversary model, which nobody has called about yet, which I'm amazed at you people. What is it? The Which anniversary? 40th? I think 40th. Well, whatever year it is. 50th? I don't know. 50th. I think I need a couple of those, don't you? And then I'll have to build an add-on garage. No right. problem. So there's something nice to be said about that. So all the other bull crap you have to put up about with here, with temperamental old silly people with bad varicose veins and colostomy bags, you just, you just uh, you know, you just say to hell with it. Who cares? I, I just ignore him. That's my, that's my thing for this year. We'll talk about him all we want. In fact, he's always saying that's our only topic on the show. Maybe we'll do that this year. Maybe he'll be the topic of the show every day because that seems to be what he wants. It's good, you know, that, that's what he's looking for, a lot of attention. He can never say that we don't give him plenty of publicity. 5670560, pound 560 uh, on the AT&T. I think those drugs are starting to kick in right about now. My, my and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Oh, my God. Can't beat that gator meat. Until one at five sixty, we got the Mad Dog at one. Joe Z, Josh D, DBJ got a whole lot of initials on here on this schedule. Must have taken Muff at least an hour and a half to put this together from the Fiesta Bowl and the Beast also from three to six thirty. Six thirty to wait, we got the or the big uh, oh in here, not in the uh, Orange Bowl. I couldn't fit him in there. And then we got the Orange Bowl itself from eight to minute. Oh, I forgot to ask Muff before he slipped out of here. How about that Panther game is on Waxy? Panthers at Colorado Avalanche, big game tonight. They could be right on the verge of first place, and we're putting it, we're farming it out to like a, a girls' station. Eddie K after the hockey, after the uh, Orange Bowl, I guess, and then Mark Eisenberg solo overnight. That's our schedule. Take it early. It's starting to like come back a little bit toward you know. And then of course my good, your close personal friend Mo will be back with Gully tomorrow morning. See, we even promote that show. 
I don't know what you're we talking about. Go. We want we it's want him to interest. get a big number in there, okay? I'd like to see him get a seven share next time. It's a, in fact, I'm going to tell you what. I think another resolution for me this year, instead of holding up everywhere I go, I have to hold up the whole goddamn station on my back. Everything is centered around Neil's ratings. Neil did a 10. How about somebody else doing a 10 or 11 share right in this next book, huh? You're smirking, but how about it? And then we can siphon off a little bit of extra bonus money on somebody else's back for a change. Right? Wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't that be nice? That's what the Beach Boys said. And, of course, Carlos ran out, but he would be talking about Pet Sounds was such a great album. He would be saying that again because he heard somebody say that once. Five, six, seven, oh, five, six. No, so you know how that is. You hear, they, they, I heard somebody say, how many times have you, my mother's always saying that, heard somebody once say, well, who? Oh, I don't know, but somebody once said that Pet Sounds was a brilliant album, it was the Beach Boys' most brilliant work, and Brian Wilson was squeezing his teddy bear and taking long naps. Five six seven oh five sixty boy, sure feel a lot better. Thanks a lot, Moses, for these uh, Tylenols. Or are those tunols? I guess I misread the line. Look at the phones, man. We got uh, lots of open lines here. We've been doing so well, we got only seventeen minutes to go. Only seventeen minutes to go. And we don't have a whole bunch of people calling in saying Happy New Year, Neil and George and Carlos and Moses and Mo. What the hell's wrong with you people? Are you anti social, anti Semitic or what? Here's a call from Orlando. Orlando, hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm on the turnpike headed to Orlando. I'm in the hinterland, and you saved me. Okay. I'm so glad to hear your voice on the radio. Well, um, I saw where Bob Graham is going to be on the chain gang tonight. Bob Graham is going to be on the chain gang? Yeah, he's going to be working the chains at the Orange Bowl at the football game. Tonight. Oh, he's, he's doing his, uh, that means he must be running again. Huh? Like back when he was governor, he was doing his job a week or whatever it was. That's right, but I thought, I didn't know, he never stopped doing that. They said it's up to, he does one a week, and he's up to 360-something now. I'll guarantee you, if you walk to, you come in uh, whatever gate he's going to be at with those beady eyes, you, you doesn't go through there. It's it's a pretty sad state when uh, he's uh, the best vote the Democrats have. Yeah, well, you're, uh, in, you're in Florida, man, speaking of a sad state. <laughs> That's right, and uh, my wife finally got to see what... Uh, our friend Al Goldstein looks like uh, he was in the paper in the Sun Sentinel. Uh, I hope I hope it wasn't too close after breakfast. Oh, with the shorts on. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, I'm having a good time here uh, out in the hinterlands and looking forward to uh, hearing you the rest of the year. Okay, have a safe oh. trip, pal. Thank you. And a happy New Year. Well, another great call I heard you take that day that that woman called in that bitch that was sucking your ass and ripping me an ass. Oh, is it too much work? That bitch. The other great call I heard was, oh, so if Gore would have won in McBride, everything would be perfect. Oh, yeah. right? Remember that guy? Oh, yeah. Another one of those childish right-wingers sure. who, can't, who can't discuss things intelligently, but have to, like, always bring it down to that kind of an idiotic comment. You mean you didn't hear the Clinton guy? No. Clinton, Clinton, Clinton. Oh, one of your people? Now, how come somebody sends me this, one of our regular faxes, but this Mark Twain from The Mysterious Stranger? They just had a good thing on there, an email on uh, CNN. I saw the corner of my eye about why we're not going after North Korea, because they don't have any oil, stupid. Right. They got the bomb and no oil. Iraq may have the bomb or they're working on one, but they got the oil and we want it. We want it. Uh. You know, we got we used Saddam for what we needed against uh, Iran, against the Ayatollah. Right. And now we're done with him, and plus he's a pain in the ass. And so now we're going to go in there and take their oil, hook, hook the hose up. I filled up with gas here yesterday, man. I'll tell you, back up to a buck seventy-five for premium again. They're soaking us once again. You notice how everything is all dependent on oil. Your whole life is dependent on oil. Your heating bill, your down here, your uh, air conditioning, everything, your, your damn car. Everything is dependent on oil. Because that's the way the Bush family, I mean, all these uh, uh, right-wingers, that's what they want. 
Oh, where the hell's my list here? Time Magazine finally did something really good. You see it? No. Persons of the Year, not just one. There's the issue. Oh, the whistleblowers. The whistleblowers, Cynthia Cooper yes. of WorldCom, Colleen Rowley of the FBI, and Sharon Watkins of Enron. These are the whistleblowers, and more power. Hats off to them, man, for having the balls. Here are three women with bigger balls than most of the guys you'll ever meet. Having the balls to go in there and expose the kind of crap going on and the kind of rip-offs and the kind of ineptitude and the kind of garbage that our tax dollars are going and not, and not only that but how come there's not a revolution in this country over all the money i saw a piece on cbs news a couple of nights ago made me want to cry about all the money that was lost by stockbrokers i don't want to mention no names uh and and about well people are fighting back they didn't tell you anything they promoted it for the whole half hour they finally put the story on there it didn't say a goddamn thing about how you get your money back from the goddamn brokers who never put in any stop orders, who lost your life savings or a good chunk of it. There ought to be, a, in, in like a, a civilized country, there'd be a revolution if that was going on. Not in this country. They're too busy crying like you said the other day. Oh, the dolphins lost. They're still worried about that crap. If we could get as many people, going back to that bitch again, it was uh, chewing me out. If we could get as many people in this country to care about things that really counted in the world and understand where the hell uh, the world is at, as they do care about frivolous crap like some stupid ball game, then we might be making some progress. Like you open up these magazines down here's Eminem. Eminem, Entertainer of the Year. You know what I'm saying? Does that say it all or what? Hatred in Canada from the Internet Jerusalem. This is an old article, by the way. Didn't I already read this? Yeah, uh, December 26th, but I've seen this before. Maybe I read it myself up there. I don't know. They're faxing me all kinds of bedtime stories. We're not, well, I'll save them. Maybe for a rainy day. We'll decide as we go along. Because if we continue getting some calls on this show, I'd rather continue doing this. I'm having a good time today. This show went back by like grease lightning today. This is easier than doing all that other stuff. That's right. It's a cop out. You're goddamn right. It's a lot easier than doing all that hard work. Who that wants to do hard work when you can get paid the same for going and playing a bunch of fart sounds? That's right, lady. So stuff it up your ass, you miserable bitch. And don't ever call George again or come. A, he'll come with a two-by-four. He don't have no baseball bat. He's not into baseball. He'll come with a two-by-four and beat your brains out if he can find him. Well, I want to see the picture first. Oh. You kidding me? She was old enough to be your grandma. Whew. In fact, she's probably kin to your ma. Here's David who faxes and says, Neil, you're the best. You're right, sir. Thanks for the years of entertaining us. I'm from Martha's Vineyard and a Patriots fan. All right, David. All right. Let's hear it. We may not have made the playoffs. We may have gotten screwed over by the Jets there, but it's our own fault for blowing that second Jets game and playing so crappy that the Tennessee game didn't even show up. But nevertheless, it says Tom Brady, the Patriots quarterback, played the entire second half of the Dolphin game with a separated shoulder. Never knew that. Did you know that? So much for being a pretty boy quarterback who isn't tough. Right. How do you like and That's the first I heard of that, David. Thanks so much. We enjoy you so much. That's a, did you know that that Brady played the whole second half with a separated shoulder in the Dolphin game? Oh, that's right. You're not you're not a sports nerd either. You've been hanging out with him too much. I'm asking Boca Brian. Like he would know. He would know Tom Brady from the Brady Bunch. In fact, he would know the Brady Bunch because that's right up his alley again. All that old stale TV that you see on Nickelodeon. Five six seven oh five. What? Oh, I was just making obnoxious noises back. About what? About the uh, the faggot brigade that's still out there. Faggot Brigade. The Gay Brigade. You know, the little boys like the ball guy. And oh, your little Spick punks. Brigade. See, why don't you call them what they really are? Spick Brigade. <laughs> but they're particularly gay. I see. On the next Christopher Lowell Show. Hello. Come with me to Georgetown in Washington, D.C. to see my toughest project yet. Decorating a typical Republican home. Woo-hoo! 
They're not like the Republicans of the past, more like the distant past. <laughs> not my type, but when you're living in a plutocracy, I don't have much choice. But look at the bright side. Maybe this will get me in a freight car with a nice corniche treatment on the window. Okay, sensible Republican lampshades? They like the ones made out of Jewish skin. Ew, gross, isn't it? That's the toughest part for me. They make the light much too dim with that orange-yellow hue. Makes the room all dingy. Oh, well, I was hard to decorate, not to judge. Now, I thought a nice Ming runner in the foyer would be a nice touch, but they prefer human hair throws. Not my style, but easy to shake out after wiping your feet. Here we are, outside, in this rather important White House client of mine. I'm not mentioning any names. Uh-uh. Anyway, he wants a vintage lawn jockey on his lawn, but not the kind you think. No, this is a Republican house. So he wants to hire a real Negro. The Sensible Republican Home on the next Christopher Lowell Show. Only on Discovery Channel, 500 times a day. North Turner should be... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm talking to the Mad Dog about the game. We're analyzing it. Did you like that, that they threw the ball three times there or two times and then Fiedler uh, screamed? They had to kill some of that clock there at the end, man. Exactly, and especially Rick. Ricky is running like a wild man. The one thing we know about the Patriots is they can't stop the run. They cannot stop it to save their lives, and they're throwing the ball down in the shadow of their own goal line. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Mad Dog. Have a great show, man. It's good to see you. You look, uh, what, about 70 or 80? He's aged a lot since that game, you notice? He looked, last time I was here, he looked great. And now, in fact, he's wearing one of Moe's pieces. I just noticed that. Look at that. He's wearing the Sunday best. His Boy, those two must be getting pretty tight. He's loaning him his extra piece. Huh? Boy, oh, boy. Poor Mad Dog. He used to be so great. He's still great, but, I mean, just uh, till Mo got him under his thumb, you know. Now he's just not the same. 5670560. Oh, five, <laughs> five, pound 560 on the AT&T. I think tomorrow what we're going to do, since there's nobody around, we'll play all those Volker Brian bits, the ones that we can't play on the air. We'll play them on the air anyway. You know, the uncensored ones. The ones okay. we used to put on our best of CDs. Right. Back in the days when we used to do best of CDs. Which I sure wish we could still do that. I bet you Eric could send him out right from the house. <laughs> three guys on the floor in the other room. Spy report. Three guys on the floor all at the same time. Oh, man. Hey, Eric, happy new year, sweetheart. Don't let him pick on you, baby. Here, here's Pembroke Pines. Hello. How you doing, Uncle Neil? I'm doing great. George is apple red in there. He's candy apple red, just like that uh, stingray I'd like to have. Yes. He was uh, very good while you were He gone. was great. All the reports are glowing on George. Uh, now wait another on. week till the people call in who turned out and just realized <laughs> that I came back. He's very informative. I was surprised. He knows his crap, man. Yeah. but He knows uh, his I'm, ass. I'm glad you're back. You're the, the, the master. I'm where it's at. Trust me when I tell you. <laughs> uh, hold on to your Corvettes. There's a brand new model coming in September. What brand new. Ho totally new. Yeah, but what about the anniversary one? Am I right? Didn't that come out this fall? Yeah, but it's the same body style you have now. But what's wrong with that? I love my vets. Man, I love them. I know. No, I'm not saying anything against them. I'm just joking about that. When I got two, when you come right down, what the hell do I need two of them for right now? I'm only here like uh, three, four months a year. What do I need two Corvettes? Yeah. Just to be a show-off? Just to be a hot shot like Mo? Mo's not a hot shot. He ruined that show. <laughs> I miss the Defoe. Don't you miss Defoe? I miss Joe Rose and Defoe. How do you like that? I miss that? all of them. Even Joe Goldie and Defoe. Was good. Yeah. Goldie is horrible now. Yeah, Goldie used to be a good guy, but now, of course, he just has to be a professional suck-up every morning, so he just, you yeah. know, it, it's so obvious. 
I, I, I can't listen, you know, for more than ten minutes. I get the scores, and that's the end of it. And you notice how Gildy's voice even went up two more octaves since uh, Mo came on because he's got about a short hair, so his his I, voice I keeps Gildy going up. Gets a hockey job or something. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, I mean, he, he, he's Hello, going Canada. Up. He could be like Foster Hewitt all over again. Okay, have a great uh, New Year, pal. Same to you, Neil. Thanks. See, it's a great day, man. Great day for the Irish, for the Goyim. Everybody's having a good time today. I feel so glad to be back in South Florida briefly. I mean, if I if I were back here and thought I was stuck here, like, for the duration, you know, like for more than a, a while, <laughs> I would be saying, oh, my God, this has got to be like uh, being in purgatory, which it is. This is a horrible state. This is a Yahoo state. In fact, where was that story somebody faxed me about Mississippi, or did Carlos give that to me? Carlos. I mean, when Mississippi, it was that Mississippi, rather, it was Mississippi, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. They're putting a computer in every classroom in uh, Hernando, Mississippi, in the whole state. In a milestone for student achievement and state pride, Mississippi has become the first state to have an online computer in each of its public school classrooms, a spokesman for the governor said, Governor Ronnie Musgrove. Now, the one state that's always vying, battling with Florida for being last in every every aspect of education is Mississippi. So I think we're, we're now that we got the education governor in there again, oh! all right, nice going there, Jepster. Rumor that I'm hearing, though, is that because of this thing about the class size amendment, that the slots are finally going to come to the racetracks is the rumor that I'm hearing because they have no other way. Other than raising taxes, they have no other way to get that revenue, to pay for it. And, of course, the public will never stand for that. In addition to which, since Jeb has presidential aspirations, there's no way he's going to be raising taxes. So all of a sudden, those religious goody two-shoes are saying, well, a little gambling never hurt anybody. Huh? That's what they're saying. So that would be great. Here's a call from Orlando. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Pissed off and fired up today, or what? I am. I heard the first these drugs will do it for you, man. I heard the first hour this morning, and you were talking about radio smegma. Yeah. Changing format. Yes. I haven't heard you since ten o'clock. So, have you mentioned anything about is ninety four three in your listening audience? I mean, is that South in, in in Palm Beach? Yeah, they got that Monsters of the Midday they're putting on there now, and whatever. Yeah, I else, hope yeah. you rip the crap out of that, man. I'll well, wait for the Arbitrons to come. Why out. do we care about them? I don't care about them. See, I, Pete, I these, these radio radio groupies are always faxing me this stuff about, well, the monsters of the midday are going to be in Palm Beach, and this one's going to... What the hell do I care? I'm here every day doing my thing, and we continue to rule the roost, and uh, life goes on. Right. And if we get a one share, they still got to pay me. What do I care? You're great, man. I, I hope am. you kicked their ass tonight. You know, and that guy said he misses uh, Joe Rose and everybody. Yeah. Listen to Mo makes you miss uh, Chuck Meyer. <laughs> <laughs> and those phoners, those interviews are pretty good, man, I'll tell you. Thanks a lot, Neil. Have a happy New Year. Bye-bye. Yeah, it makes us miss the old days. How did my... Now, whatever happened with Ranieri? Did we ever get any more spy reports on that? No, no new ones. He's okay. I mean, these guys, the people make stuff up because I understand you're living in Florida, your lives are very empty, it's like living in a vacuum, and so you got to make up these stories about Ranieri being drunk <laughs> on the air, or whatever that was. I'm sure he's fine. Isn't he? I don't know. I'm sure he's fine. And about Randy being a princess or whatever that story was. Well, whatever, you know, they're all... And I'll see, all those Palm Beach stations, we don't know from that down here. They're not a factor. Small They're potatoes. not a factor. Just like Jim Sarney with that crap about, oh, savvy sports radio listeners will be tuned to 850. There ain't nobody going to be tuned to 850, okay, you idiot? Jesus Christ, Jim Sarney looks like he's sucking on a quince. Get a new picture, any He does. He, uh, they got a picture of a guy who writes a column in a major market newspaper, supposedly, and it looks like he's sucking on a quince. He is the ugliest mother scratcher I've ever seen in my life. He makes me look like goddamn Robbie Benson. Makes his George look like Brad Pitt. Makes Boca Brian look like Josh Hartnett. Makes Carlos look like Tom Brady. 
Hey, I'll tell you one thing. Mad Dog finally said he came in here. I mentioned that thing about that facts I just got about Brady set, which it's true. Played the whole second half of that Dolphin game with a separated shoulder. Now, you talk about, see, because, and it's true, because of the fact that he's got a pretty face and a pretty girlfriend and all this other crap, therefore, the, the sports nerds, they assume, oh, he's just a pussy, you know. He's never going to be a real man because he looks too good. He's just a pretty boy. Played the whole second half with a separated shoulder and kicked their ass in that last drive and in overtime. How do you like that? And, man, it's finally acknowledged. And, of course, oh, I should have congratulated him on Michigan's big win yesterday. He would have liked that. Congratulations, Mad Dog. Your team beat a girls' school. Well, they did. This has been a real fly-opener today, you know. It's been really spectacular. Do we have that one last book of Brian? But Hello. This is the Renton Marketing Group. May I borrow a few moments of your time for a presidential ratings poll? Uh, okay. Well, thank you. We'd like your input on how intelligent President Bush is. Okay, go ahead. All right, here we go. Who is smarter, Jerry Mahoney or President Bush? Uh, President Bush. Knucklehead Smith or President Bush? President Bush. Snopolophagus or President Bush? Mm, President Bush. Hunts Hall or President Bush? President Bush, yes. Reverend Jim Ignatowski or President Bush? President Bush. Dale Gribble or President Bush? Mm, President Bush. Cast members who quit NYPD Blue or President Bush? Mm, President Bush. Sawdust or President Bush? President Bush, that's easy. And finally, Anna Nicole or President Bush? That's a tough one. Um, President Bush. Yeah, thank you very much. That concludes this poll. By the way, I'm winking at you. I don't know if you can see that or not. I can't, but I feel smug. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> okay, that's going to do it. Happy New Year. The Mad Dog's next. Bye, bye, bye. The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale.